The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers Podcast Show number 276. We record on September 28th, 2019. I'm your host, Jesus Gonzalez, and Jesus Walks Out today. I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the best coast, Gunny Chief. Welcome back, Henley. Welcome. Hey, hello. Good evening. Good afternoon, everyone. How yeah. are you? Fuck yeah. Welcome. Thank you for coming back, I guess, again. Well, thanks for having me back. It's good to be here, you horrible people. Yeah, and from Ohio, the little state of Ohio, next to somewhere over there, next to something, Ohio, the Mayo. (laughs) Welcome to the Mayo. What's up? Mm. Little state of Ohio, huh? What's Ohio known for? I don't know. How are those Buckeyes doing? Hey, uh, we're probably winning right now. I don't know. They're playing right now, actually. That's the only thing Ohio is known for. Buckeyes are undefeated. For the Buckeyes. That's the only thing they're known for. What else are they known for? I have no idea. Nate in Ohio. Isn't there like a racetrack there? Something? Hey, there is a a nice amusement park here. Uh, Cedar Point. A lot of people. Yes. No, that one actually. Oh, so uh, we have them out here. They're just not called Cedar Points. But I think they say that's Cedar the number one roller coaster park in the world. Actually, nah, I believe I can't be number. I one? believe it is number uno. No way. Yeah, Great America is owned by Cedar Parks. The one that I go to. Fuck out of here! It can't be number one in the world. In the world. Have you seen some of the roller coasters in Europe and shit? They got some crazy ass roller coasters over there. I don't like I don't like roller coasters, so I don't really care one or another. But That's I'm pretty sure it's advertised as the number one in the world. Oh. And on top of that, speaking of number ones, our zoo is rated number one in the world right now. Oh Take my that, God. San Diego. What, what kind of animals kind of do you animals? guys have in your yeah, zoo? What an animal. Some exotic shit in there or something? Oh uh, well, we got a lot. I mean, it's it's a big zoo. Okay. It's, a big, it's really it's better than open. the San Diego Zoo. Yeah, I've never been there, but it's it's actually rated higher right now. So I don't know. To me, I find it boring, but because we go there so much, it has to be a reason so, why it's rated so high. What kind of exotic animals do they have in that zoo? It, to me, it's got the typical animals you would find you guys in any zoo. Got penguins. Yes. Got a polar bear in there. Yes. You got a giraffe, a two-headed giraffe. Yes. You got giraffes. Yes. We actually have a whole safari. They have an open safari where they run around free, right. so and then they have cheetahs running around. That's probably why it's rated so uh, high. On top of that, attached between the zoo, and we have a water park attached to it. It's a giant water park, pretty Can much like a theme park. The dolphins? No. And then between those two, there's a little kitty ride amusement park that has like a little roller coaster and some like fair type rides. It's a cheater ass zoo. It's like attaching all this other shit to it to make it. Yeah, you can't have a high rated stuff by adding DLC to it. I don't know. I don't. (laughs) Oh yeah, and right inside the zoo, we get free drinks for every adult. No wonder it's rated so fucking high. I don't give them these titles, but they do have the water park attached to it, and that is really nice. Actually, we <laughs> usually do season passes there, so. Yeah. Good for the kids. Yeah. Go to the Ohio Zoo, located in somewhere Ohio. Where's Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Woo! Brought to you by Horrible Gamers. 
<laughs> Anyways, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore horrible gamers. Leave us a review on iTunes, thumbs up on Stitcher, and all that good stuff. And Horrible Gamers Podcast Community is where you can go and join our Facebook group. It is a close group, so it means anything you post in the group is not visible by people that are not part of the group. So it's not going to flood your timeline and your wife and your mom and your sister and your cousins and, and your cousin's cousins and your cousin's friend. And they're not going to see all the video game stuff you post because only we can see it because we're part of the group. That's right. And you can always go to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers and support the show with the monies. Anything as little as $2 will get you a shout out on the show like Jonathan Hall, Alan Maybe, Evan T. Tanaka, John Jerome, Adam Sunday, Dirty Bite, Robbie Wheat, David Snyder, Brian Capessa, The Mayo, Jonathan Arcelo, Porkchapu, Bosasone, Jesse Kraft, Henley M, Subbader, Native Lives Matters. Thank you guys for being patrons, and I'm pretty sure there's more people right now. I'm forgetting Little Mayo's in the list. Yeah, I'm not sure either. He's on Shout the out list. to everyone that's the list is. The list is a nice growing list. It's a nice thing to have. Yeah, it's a very nice. It's a big list. A big, beautiful list. The most beautiful list. It's the it's best. Huge. It's the best. Huge. Huge list, guys. Anyways, people. And let me tell you about a little bit of something, guys. Do you guys like podcasts, Mayo? Do you like podcasts? Yes, I do. Do you I've like listened... to listen to podcasts? I listen to a lot of podcasts. Gunny, do you like podcasts? I do at times, yes. Wait, what? At times? Do you listen to a lot of podcasts, Gunny? I'm joking. I love podcasts. <laughs> That's right. Well, Gunny, let me tell you about a very awesome thing that you can do right now, Gunny. If you want to track your podcast listening hours with a very handy-dandy app, you can go and download Stitcher, Gunny. And with Stitcher, you can sign up for Stitcher Premium. And, Gunny, with Stitcher Premium, you get some pretty cool perks like ad-free listening and some premium shows like the Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend show, My Favorite Murder, Wolverine, The Lost Trail, and a few others like the Fantasy Footballers, Science Rules with Bill Nye, and a bunch more, Gunny. Yay! This is only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year, but if you go to stitcher.com forward slash premium right now and use promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS, you get one month for free! Woo! Woo, nice. sweet deal. I like, uh... Conan O'Brien, he's funny. You like Conan O'Brien? Yeah, I like I like some of these shows. I've been listening to the Wolverine one. It's actually pretty legit, man. It's like, like it's like voice actors doing this stuff. I, I didn't think it, I thought it was kind of like I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was, but I've been listening to it and it's actually pretty damn good. I look forward to listening to more of it. And I'm a big fan of like uh, a lot of true crime shows, and they got all the Wondering Network on there. So you can just go to the Wondering Network and look at all their true crime podcasts. I'm a big fan of those. Those are fun because when I do Audible, you figure I'm paying 26 bucks a month. And yeah. so, understandably, these are full-length books. And But there are things, like you said, like the Wolverine and a few others that do offer that. For $4.99, it's a good deal. It's awesome. So, Stitcher.com forward slash premium. Promo code Horrible Gamers is going to get you a free month, people. Go and sign up. And you can either do the $4.99 a month thereafter or just sign up for a year for $34.99. And there you go. There you go. So, promo code Horrible Gamers. Head on over to Stitcher. Anyways, our intro song and outro song is done by. Our intro song is done by Fallen and Twistics, and it's called Breakout. And our outro song is done by Brooke for free, and it's called Night Owl. 
Let's get to talking about video games, Gunny. We play games. You play games. Mayo played games, I hope. We all played mm-hmm. Mayo played a few. Yeah. I played some games. I played a lot of Borderlands 3 this week. <laughs> Wait. Uh, Borderlands? This is that hobo game that nobody wants to play. That, that we luckily picked game. it up last week, right? This is the same Borderlands, right? Yeah, that hobo-ass the, game that I picked up last week. The one that's just like Borderlands 1 and 2 and the pre-sequel. And yeah. it's so drab and so yeah, boring because boring. I do nothing yeah. new. Yeah. Is this the same game we're talking about? Yes. Kind of. Huh. Maybe. Okay. So I ended up picking it up last week on the podcast as you guys were listening. I was I wasn't kidding. I actually bought it. <laughs> I signed up for a Green Man gaming account and I got a promo code and I signed up, got twenty percent off or whatever. And I've been playing it a lot this week. I'm actually level twenty now. I'm playing as Moe's. She's the gunner person thing that has the mech. And uh, so I've been playing as her, and uh, it's a fun game, dude. I'm having a blast playing with it. It's funny. Seeing all the characters and the shit they say, the shit they do. <laughs> yeah, I like the, the little one-liners. The previous games are funny as fuck, dude. Yeah, the one-liners are pretty legit, especially uh, Claptrap. His dumb self doing dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, Claptrap is great, even yeah. in I think Borderlands too. Oh yeah, he's always. There's a lot funny. of side stuff that yeah. you, where you can interact with Claptrap and, and like. How he has like when you're on when you're on sanctuary and you go to the front of the ship, there's a little hole in the glass and he's like stuck in the hole and you know he's in there talking and stuff and yeah. He eventually gets out of that hole and he runs around. He's fucking funny as shit. <laughs> I so think my most dude. memorable moment with Claptrap was it was some of the side mission stuff you can do in Borderlands Two once you're in sanctuary and it had something to do with like his birthday and he ordered pizzas. It was just it was it was awesome. <laughs> you know, yeah. So I've been playing a lot you of that. The difference actually, in this week or today, actually. So I, I, last time me and Brink were playing, we were playing together. Brink is way ahead of me. He's like level twenty something, and uh, so we were playing last night, and I actually caught up to his point in his story. And at the kind of not really spoilers, but you open up a vault, and that's where he ended his story at, at the time. So like we kind of caught up together, like from when he started playing and when I started playing. And then, so today, in an effort to not try to get ahead of him, you know what I mean, to not leave him behind as much or whatever, to continue from where we left off, I ended up just doing all my side missions because my side log was just fucking filling up with missions, you know what I mean? Like, go to this village, go to this fucking town, go to this fucking city, do this, find this poster, do this. So today, I just pretty much ran around Pandora and I ran around the other maps, uh, Meridian, I think is what it's called. Um... Right around there, just doing side missions, and uh, there's some pretty fucking legit side missions in that game. Some pretty ass, some pretty funny ones, man. That I just I had a laugh. <laughs> For example, have you guys run into those little guys called the Nogs? Like, like the something Nogs? Like they're the little like look, shows a brain, and they control like these little saucers and shit, and throw them around, and they can throw shields on people and all kinds of cool shit. Have you guys run into those guys? No, I'm only level twelve, so I haven't I haven't gotten that They're part yet. They're called like brain nogs or or something nogs. <laughs> but the guy, there's a side mission you do with this scientist, and he has he figured out how to hack them, and how to make them think that their their teammates are their enemies. So it, it makes them flip for you, like you can throw a grenade at them, and it shocks them, and then it tricks their fucking thing to show that like, their friends as their enemies. 
But he was telling me, like, the only reason these guys are fighting a war is because they're thinking they're playing a video game. <laughs> they're, wearing, <laughs> they're actually wearing a VR headset, and they're <laughs> thinking they're playing a video game, so that's why they're out there fighting. He's like, in reality, these guys are just a bunch of nerds. He's like, but what they did is they gave these guys a virtual headset and put them out there, and they think they're playing a video game that they can't die. <laughs> so I, just, I couldn't help but laugh at that. I was like, this is so fucking cheesy, but it's funny as fuck because I can see them doing that in real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had a lot of fun, dude, and I'm having a blast playing it. I'm, I'm spent a few sad moments in the game, in the campaign. Uh, some pretty cool characters. I kind of like the enemies. I, I like the main characters that have shown up. I like all the characters from the past, previous games that have shown up. Uh, and uh, one of my favorite characters from the game that I played in the past, uh, Tales from the Borderlands, uh, the Telltale game. He's actually the guy who runs Atlas. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's Reese, dude. <laughs> it's funny seeing him like all old now and shit. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, whoa, that's crazy. Um, but it's it's cool seeing him like running this whole big ass like fucking war company. <laughs> it's fucking legit. And he's still pretty funny, dude. And then in this game, he's fucking hilarious. And I like him. Um, but yeah, I, hopefully I run into more of those characters from that game, from the Tales from the Borderlands game. Maybe we won't. Maybe we will. I don't know. What's your, uh, uh, what do you think about the weapons? And then also, like, what's your favorite vehicle um, so far? For, so far, I've been using the uh, the little unicycle, like the little that's, motorcycle. I love thing. that thing. I, it, yeah. yeah, that's my, because it, it only has, like, the machine gun on it. But I but think it's still, killer, I, dude. It destroys fucking other vehicles, man. Like, you never have a problem shooting that thing. No. It's not like the other vehicles, that one that shoots the barrels, like like classic Borderlands yeah, did. Yeah, it's but... kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, weapons that I'm using right now, I actually have a sniper rifle, and I have a shotgun. And then I have another double-barreled shotgun. And then I have a, uh, a like, like a submachine gun. But it shoots out like these bullets that that do uh, the toxic damage. So like they're doing like damage as they're hitting the enemies, like a legendary weapon or whatever. I kind of don't really like that gun. It's becoming. It used to be my most powerful weapon, and now it's kind of becoming obsolete because I'm level 20 now. So um, yeah, I'm actually just looking forward to. Uh, what the fuck. <laughs> Sorry, sorry about that. I'm actually looking forward to uh, to unlocking more weapons and dealing, playing with them. You know, I like the the rocket launchers are legit, um, and other stuff are pretty good too. So I just I've been having a blast with this game, dude. All the guns that I ran into, I kind of want to be a siren now. They look like the most badass ones out of all the characters. Yeah, I think. Uh... I know, I'm just level 12 just playing with Zane, but I know, like, seeing some clips of, you know, seeing, like, the siren and, like, the mech. Oh, man, this looks like, like, I can't wait to just switch over or start a new character. Yeah, I can't wait to beat the game with Moe's, and I'm definitely going to run another run-through with uh, either a siren or Zane, because the sirens seem to be, like, the main people of the game, in this game, at least. I don't know about the previous games, but in this game, they're, like, the people that the enemies are going after. They're going after all the sirens and shit. So I'm like, why are they going after the sirens? They must be the most badass of, of all the characters that they're going after them, you know what I mean? So yeah. I kind of want to play as one of them now. And I kind of want to play as a, as Zane. That's the old dude, right? Yeah. yeah and the Beast Yeah, Hunter, what if he got like that Irish accent? Like yeah. This is kind of cool because they actually talked for the first time. 
And then the uh, the beast hunter, he looks pretty cool too. He control the animals and shit. That I think that would be a pretty cool like different type of style of gameplay. Cause playing as this chick who runs with the mech, the only real style that you can do with this character is fucking run and gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like run in there and just fuck shit up. Like you can't. There's really no other gameplay style that really fits your style. You can't really be sneaky. You can't stay back really you gotta kind of be in their faces and shooting them all the time and yeah like a real heavy yeah. just a heavy build yeah you're pretty much that's where you are and once you start unlocking your upgrades for your uh because all your skill points really revolve around the mech a lot of them are like oh like the mech uses less fuel if you're shooting this weapon the mech will, will withstand more damage if you have this you know this perk or whatever so I kind of just been building up her shield at this point. There's a perk that I know I picked last time that was like, you exchange shields for health. So like you take away 20% of Moses' health. So you see your health bar, it's always missing that 20%. But it gives you an extra 20% shield. So it gives you that whatever you're taking away from your health as a shield. But I don't want that. I'd rather just have a whatever, like a tank character. Like the way I have it. I mean, I just... I don't know, dude. In my opinion, I feel like her character is not the greatest. I kind of regret playing as her, but whatever. Like, whatever. I just, I'll just i finish the game with her because I already picked what I picked. And right. I'll, I'll play another playthrough with some somebody else. See, that's where it's got that replayability. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, like, you might find out also where, you know, if you're playing with other people after you finish the game where, like, oh, you know, we we need a tank, you know? We need a tank character to come in and you know, whether you're farming for, um, you know, some, some guns or things like that. Yeah. Which I is hear a that lot of character, fun. though, once you get it fully leveled up, then it can be pretty much unstoppable. Because she never runs out of bullets. Like, you just constantly keep shooting without ever overheating your gun and ever running out of bullets. Just keep shooting forever. Yeah, and that's something else you can build on with your perk points as well. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with all that. I look forward to playing more of the game. I look forward to meeting more of the characters. Right now I'm on the fourth or fifth planet. Actually, me I was playing with me this earlier today. We actually got to meet the what the fuck was his name? Mr. Jacobson or something like that. Jacobs? Yeah, Jackson yeah, something, something like that. The guy with the shotgun. Yeah, the guy with the shotgun. Oh, howdy there, partner. <laughs> the southern dude. <laughs> yeah, I like his world looks pretty green. It's all green and fucking foresty and pretty pretty legit looking. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me, guys. Borderlands. That is it. What about some, uh, what I actually, I mean, the other, only other game that I played, and that was the Call of Duty beta this weekend, this past weekend. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I played a shitload of it, dude. I got to level 30. <laughs> yeah, and then the last day, they actually unlocked realistic mode, which I told you guys about the, the week before that they unlocked it on Sunday. Well, they did the kind of the same thing this time where on Sunday they unlocked realistic mode and realistic mode is legit. I fucking love that mode. Like, there's no HUD. There's no cheating. There's no way for someone to, like, cheat their way to get to you. You know what I mean? Right. Because in regular team deathmatch, if you're using a sniper rifle and you're on the corner of the map sniping somebody, every time you shoot your loud-ass sniper rifle, it's, it's showing the ping on the map. Like a red ping every time you shoot your rifle, right? So enemies are getting a general direction. Like there's a guy over here shooting this loud-ass gun. 
So they kind of know where you're at, and it kind of gives people like a, I don't know if it's an incentive, but kind of like a direction to head that way. You can head that way, and you're going to find this dude somewhere over here. Playing realistic mode, you can legit be in a really good spot and be shooting people without a suppressor, and they can never find you. They're just like, we'll never fucking find you. You know what I mean? Because there's no kill cams. It's just whatever. Just, we'll never find you, dude. You're just dying and dying and dying and dying and dying. That's what I love about that mode. Some people hate it. They're like, oh, it's a campy mode. But that's the point of it. The fuck? You're not yes. going to die. No one that's goes the to war That's the best strategy right there. <laughs> the, best one, yeah, the best strategy in war is not to die. <laughs> right? Because once you've played enough of that realistic mode, you, you kind of get an idea of where they probably are. Most likely are. Yeah, I was going in thinking this was like an option basically you could just turn your HUD off and I didn't realize it was a mode that everybody had to either like log into per se yeah right? no, no this is a mode yeah you have to you have to wow. select this mode it's kind of like hardcore it's like playing hardcore team deathmatch kind of okay. same thing get... but they call it realistic in this one for some reason yeah I didn't get a chance to check it out after Sunday so I haven't seen it yet, but that, that sounds interesting because before, like I said, just when I heard about it, I heard like the realistic mode. I was like, oh, they just take away the HUD, you know, and that's like, that's okay in my mind, but, you know, it, that's just like whatever. But if it's a mode where everybody has no HUD, that makes it a lot more interesting. So I'm yeah. curious to check it out. Because it kind of forces you to learn the maps and memorize them. It kind of yes. forces you to not rely on that little fucking thing on this corner of the screen that's giving you the location of everybody all the time. You have to really focus, and you can you can still call in UAVs as a kill streak and stuff. You can still get those, but um, I think they have like a, a faster cooldown and stuff like that when you're using them. So, yeah, Call of Duty Beta was fucking a blast, dude. I I had so much fun playing that. I <laughs> so much fucking fun, <laughs> and I yeah. got I got the white phosphorus. I got the white phosphorus <gasps> kill streak. Why? Because I had it equipped. What do you mean? Oh, you good, good. Hopefully it was effective. It was super effective, dude. I was surprised. So I was like, I was wrecking these guys. Right? I was playing team, oh, not team deathmatch. There was domination. And I, I got really good on this one map. The map with the trains in the middle and like the bunch of cargo fucking thing containers. I got really good at that map. I, I knew where to sit and where people were going to run out of when they spawned. <laughs> So, <laughs> I was spawn camping the shit out of my enemy team. Like, just sitting there, just legitimately, dude, I killed four of them, right? I killed four of them. And one of the, the last dude who, who I killed, he saw where I died, so I heard him calling out. Like, hey, he's laying right here. So, I moved a little bit. I moved, like, legit, like, four feet to the right. <laughs> and they all came around the corner. Like, six of them, dude, came around the corner shooting at that one spot. But I was off a little bit to the right. So what do I do? I unload my fucking machine gun on all of them. And I took all of them out. Like every single one of them fucking died. And then what do I do next? I put a fucking claymore down. So the next time they run around the corner, boom! The first dude went fucking <laughs> flying because the claymore went off. And they all kind of backed up. And then I just unloaded on all of them. It was fucking a, a blast. And then I got the the, the white phosphorus kill streak. Ooh. And I called it in right on their base, right on their flag. And that kill streak is legit, dude, because it's big ass like A10 Warhawk comes and it drops like these canisters and they're on fire, right? Um, but I didn't realize that it makes the whole because I even I ran outside and I was like, why is everything so foggy? Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> this is a weather effect going on. 
And I didn't realize that it was my kill streak. My kill streak made the whole map look kind of smoky, like it makes the visibility lower. So like, it looks like everything's covered in smoke. It's kind of weird looking. Now it's pretty. It's a pretty cool little effect I thought for like a kill streak to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice man. So uh, it's a fun time, dude. Fun time. Anyways. Yeah, I had a pretty good. I had a pretty good time playing with the uh, with the uh, Nipron Johnny. We played. I think we played on Sunday. And it was a a bit tricky trying to figure out how to add people, but then I realized like you don't you can't just do it like on the PC. You have to do it with whatever system you're playing on. Mm. So like you said, I have to actually be on the PS4, and then like you tell me what your name and your number is, and da da da, and then I kind of add you from there. Yeah. But it worked out because uh, Nightprime was on the PC, I was on PS4, and we played a uh, we played the. The large battles on there, and shit was that was pretty cool. Yeah, I had a lot of fucking yeah. fun playing that mode, dude. I had a lot of fun playing all the modes. Actually, I'm excited for this Call of Duty. Besides what we heard on the news this week, I'm really excited for Call of Duty. <laughs> like, it is my most anticipated game this year right now. Um, it's just this. There's nothing that I that I look forward to next month. Like Ghost Recon Breakpoint, I don't look forward to it. Like. I guess we could talk about that now. I played a little bit of the beta today. And, uh... It pretty much confirmed it for me that I don't want to buy this game. <laughs> I just don't want to... I don't want it. I don't think it's going to be good. No, oh, another Borderlands. No, no, I just <laughs> maybe, don't think... Maybe, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be good. I, there's something about it where I just... I don't like the setting. I don't like being in the jungle. I don't like... The main bad guy. He's a stupid bad guy. <laughs> I don't like it. I just... <laughs> you know what I mean? It reminds me too much of The Division 2. And The Division 2, I liked it because I liked The Division 1. And it was set in New York City. And this one's set in D.C. And I like the urban landscape of it. And this is all like this jungle fucking setting. And a jungle. And lie prone and is cover it... yourself in mud. <sighs> so, I mean, I take it you didn't like Wildlands. No, I thought Wildlands was kind of all right. Yeah. Not great. I mean, because that was just more, you know, I remember I remember when we played that beta, it was just like wonky helicopters and jungles and, you know, basically going from point A to point B. And yeah. it was just a lot of connect the dots, open world. I might play this if I if I sign up for Uplay Plus for 15 bucks a month next month. Yeah, that reminds me. I think that's the only way I'm going to play this if I sign up for that. Yeah, reminds me to either cancel it or keep it going at this point. Because I'm not paying. I don't want to pay sixty bucks for this game alone. Like I'm not gonna. I don't want to pay the sixty dollars for Ghost Recon Breakpoint by itself. I'll give them sixty bucks over four months for all their games. (laughs) I don't just want to buy this game. You know what I mean? I just, but are you going to play their other games? Because right now they don't, to me, really, they don't have a whole lot to offer no, right now. Like, but I might play like not. Rainbow Six Siege. Maybe. 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 maybe you've got Siege, you got Division 2, you've got, you know, you've got your City Builder Anno, and they keep that pretty much primo with with content. Um, like, I just got another like piece of DLC for free. It was like something like Gardens. Um, oh but yeah, that's, I mean, really... And then it's just old games, you know, your older yeah. Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I mean, things that were single player that we finished and probably won't go back to. 
the Settlers games, whatever those are. I don't know what those are. Yeah, those, old. Who plays old these games. Who the fuck buys these games, Ubisoft? Like two gens. Yes, Gunny, <laughs> what are these games? <laughs> what old this people like are buying game. these fucking games? No, yeah, probably something I would have played back then. Uh, you've got the crew, too. I played that. It's not... I don't know. It was boring to me. Yeah, it's not that. Good. Not when you, not when you have Forza Horizon out there. Like exactly. You yeah, you got. That's what I see. That's what I've I've been playing a lot. Is I've kind of gotten away from the true nature of like the Forza Sims. I, like I said, I might pay the fifteen bucks for you play plus to play this, and I'll probably maybe be playing it if next week if I get like bored or something. <laughs> if I get bored of Borderlands or something, I'm like, oh, I played too much Borderlands. I'm borderlands out. Jesus needs to play something with real graphics. I'll go play. Uh, I'll go play fucking this, but it's not the greatest game, dude. But doesn't it only come out like two weeks before uh, Call of Duty? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if I'm buying a game next month, it's gonna be Call of Duty. It's not gonna be Ghost Recon Breakpoint. You know what I mean? Because even for the multiplayer. No one's going to be playing this multiplayer besides Alan, maybe, and that's Yeah, it. Alan and David, Snyder, and the that's crew it. are all going to be playing it. <laughs> Ten people are going to be playing the multiplayer. Well, I, I jumped in today, Kyle. or not yesterday, but last night. I jumped in with uh, Ghost Nico, who is really excited for the game, and he, he's really enjoying it. And uh, another one in the Discord is Pipe Dream. He was he was on playing, so the three of us played together as, as a group. And uh, it, was, it was fun what we did, but they both really enjoyed it. I was still kind of on the fence. I, I was having some issues on it. Like I was trying to stream, and it it wasn't streaming well at all. Like it, my poor uh, 6700K uh, i7 was like pegged at 100% usage, and then the stream was having skipped frames. And I'm like trying to make it work, so I stopped the stream, go back, and I turned the game all the way down to low settings and locked it at 60 FPS, and still tried to get to headroom. And it still was not streaming. Like I was still getting skips, skip frames. I had a couple like issues with the game, like just kind of acting weird. Um, it minimized on me like once or twice. So, and it might just just my situation with the game. Like they weren't having any issues with it. And so I went ahead and was like, let me log out, log back in, stop my stream, and see how it goes from there. So I, I stopped the stream, went back in, logged back in, and it, it did play a lot better. But it still, like, had some hiccups here and there. But the little bit we played was enjoyable. But, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of with this you. This time it's... around, uh, I did notice, though, this time around that you start off, when you start off the beta, you're coming out of the helicopter with, the with like, unlimited health, right? You just heal up. You don't have to go find it. And the first beta that I played, or the alpha, whatever the fuck it was, it's a close thing or whatever. <laughs> I played a long time ago. And uh, it made you go look for the health packs. <laughs> you were like, "Fuck!" Yeah, up. the last one I did, I had to go look for it, and on this one, it was there immediately. Yeah. I could just heal because, because yeah, remember you had to like walk to that house yeah, to the left, walk to that house. and it took forever because yeah. you're like limping and dragging your leg. And then you had soldiers looking for you, and she's like, "Stay in the cover, don't let them find you." And your guys like fucking limping across the field, like what the <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> and then too, the other thing I was kind of disappointed was is uh, Ghost and Pipe Dream had already been playing throughout the day, and I was actually helping my oldest son move through the day. So I get home, get settled down, I went to go launch the game, and it's like, no, you have to reinstall it. I never uninstalled it from before; it had an update. <laughs> so I went ahead and installed the update. 
I launched the game thinking I'm going to jump in with them guys. No, I have to start at the very beginning of the game again. And, you know, I wish I could have picked up where I left off in the last beta because it wasn't that long ago. You know, it was literally just a couple weeks ago. It was. I was just really hoping I could just kind of pick up where I left off with, maybe even the same character. Instead, I had to go through the whole cutscene, and I'm just sitting there skipping through them. Skip, 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 you know, getting through, getting the thing, running where I need to go, hurry up and get grabbing a gun, and... I don't know if you guys remember the part at the beginning when you first meet your bad guy you are facing and you see those guys with the red skulls above their heads. Yeah. So Ghost is like, let's get them. We know we got a team. There's three of us. And we did. We actually managed to kill all that squad really easily. Like we were up, basically there's this cliff up here and we're standing up there hiding yeah. on the cliff and laying prone and it took like one headshot to kill each guy as long as you hit him in the head if you hit him in the chest they had like high armor and you didn't really hurt him but all you had to do was get a headshot on them and we literally wiped them out went down and grabbed some of the gear they had so we had some like really nice guns and i gained like five levels of xp like right away <laughs> but uh pipe dream who was playing with me he was like level like 30 something at this oh, point in time shit. Right? and then and then Ghost Nico was like level like twelve, but so I just kind of ended up joining their game later, and we ran through a couple of their missions instead of me running through mine. And I had a connection issue, you know, and so I when I restarted the game, I load back in on my own, and it puts me dead center where I logged out of the game at, and I'm like in this complex, and there's bad guys everywhere, and all the guys that we killed as a squad were respawned and I was right in the middle of them. I had to literally shoot my way out of by myself then and then literally when I had a free minute join their game you know and go from there so I thought that was kind of an odd place instead of me just starting in the headquarters when I log in or something like that it literally just put me right exactly where I logged out at hmm. that's weird hmm. yeah I have it updated but I haven't played the beta since since it's been updated this weekend? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know about you guys, but I wouldn't spend my 60 bucks on it. I mean, it's up to you. If you're looking for a game that's like a division-style game with gear score and co-op and military-style ghost recon shooting, which the shooting feels really good, um, then go for it. I mean, that's what you're looking for. You know what I mean? You're looking for a military-style type game like that. Go for it. Um... But personally, I feel like this game is not for me. It is for people that are looking for a value, man. You're probably going to get a lot of gameplay out of it <laughs> if you decide to buy it. You know, that's just a known thing because it's a Ubisoft game. You're pretty much guaranteed a lot of content, either free or not free, but it's still a lot of content that's going to be coming out with this game. So if you buy the Deluxe Edition, it'll probably be worth it in the end for you. If you're buying it on launch, you're going to play the hell out of it. Yeah, you get a ton of hours out of it. Yeah, definitely get your money's worth. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it's a bad game, like I said, but it's definitely something I think I would pick up in a UPlay Plus and do it for like a month and play with friends mainly. I think I would have more fun playing in a group and just going through and, and especially playing by myself. Like playing by myself would be okay, but with friends, definitely, you know, any game's better with friends. But oh, yeah. this game, it just seems like it's gonna kind of strive on on having people to play with. Anyways, uh, other games that I played this week, Gunny. I went to Apple Arcade, and I decided to download some games. Ooh, yeah. So, I downloaded those some of those as well. This week, some more games got added to Apple Arcade. We got What the Golf, 
Spaceland, Red Rain, Mini Motorway, Skate City, a few other ones got added as well. So I decided to play Skate City. And Skate City is a little, like, a little skating game that I wish I would have had when I was, like, fucking 15 or something. <laughs> when I liked skateboards, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just watch it, just watching, like, the trailer, and I thought, oh, it's, like, pretty cool, like, just how the controls cool. work. Like, yeah, it's just, like, a little, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, you just flick in a certain direction and do a certain trick and like a nollie or a 360 flip or a fucking whatever flip and uh you like you like jump up you ollie and you get on top of these like rails as you see them because you're going sideways on the on the game you're going side you're going to the right always you're always moving to the right you just nollie and then get on top of like a fucking rail and grind it or whatever and like you keep your balance by tapping on the sides of the screen to keep the guy in balance and then he goes down these fucking staircases and shit you can like take pictures so you can like do a trick a pretty cool trick and like press the camera button really fast and it'll like screenshot your character doing a cool trick and i don't know what the fuck the point of the game is besides that i played the first level it's la they have different levels they have los angeles tokyo new york spain Fucking Berlin, I think it's another level. UK is another level. They have different. They have like different like cities, I guess for for levels. And all I really is is like the background is moving, like just like a different background. So like the LA one that I played, yeah, today, it was a lot of like it looked like a college campus, a beach, a fucking sunrise, sunset, um, stuff. Like I like that. how. I think it works out well. I think, you know, like some people might think of this as, oh, this is just going to be a side scroller, but it's not. It's like that, that background is moving and just the way it's moving in almost like a 3D fashion. Yeah. It's where actually it's really well This done. is cool. Like, I think they did something different here. They did. They did. Let's keep my interest. It's a really fun little skating game. If you ever played any of the other skating games on the phone, uh, I would suggest you give this one a shot, especially being for free on the arcade. I guess maybe not free since you're paying five bucks a month. But you know what the fuck I mean. <laughs> you're paying five bucks a month, people. Come on. <laughs> I get that all the time at work. Yeah, I talk to an individual working. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, I'm playing this game off a of Game Pass. It's it's free, and he's like, Well, yeah. it's not technically free. You're paying the fifteen dollars a month. I said, Yeah, <laughs> but I'm also getting all these games, and I just kind of included it as like. The service, so and he's like, "Well, yeah, I know." I'm like, "Well, yeah." And he gives okay, me crap the all one the time. penny you paid for access to that one game out of the hundred games you played on the fucking thing. Yeah, that you, you paid play. money. <laughs> but, so, um, so my counter, my counter to him is always he is he is a huge PlayStation guy, yeah. and I'm like, "You can't tell me if you had a a program on the PlayStation where you could get God of War." And all the exclusives like Uncharted and uh, The Last of Us and all these PlayStation exclusives, and you could pay a 10 or $15 subscription fee that you wouldn't do it. And he's like, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you tell that Sony buddy, yeah, he's, he's paying that. He's paying for PS Plus. So really, yeah. those are not free games every yeah. month. Anyways, other things <laughs> that I played this week on the iPhone Gunny, I also played that Mario Kart game. I don't know if you got that. Yeah, I just didn't know my Nintendo login. Uh, so I think that's all the crap. You didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> that's so, a great one. I was like, ah, man. So I, I actually just exited out and I haven't played it yet. So I played it and like, the first controls they give you... Okay, first of all, the game is in vertical mode. So you can only play it with your screen this way. Like, it can't be held sideways. You can only play it this way. And the only controls they give you right off the bat when you launch the game, when you first start playing it is... You you can either use a swipe 
So like you can swipe your finger to the right or to the left of the screen to, to drive the cart or tap the right or the left of the screen to drive the cart. There's no like, you know how usually a lot of racing games have tilt controls? Yes. On a phone? Well, this doesn't have that by default, which is fucking weird for a driving game. Like, I, it feels so weird to drive a car, like, without the tilt controls on a phone. Because it's so natural to just tilt your fucking phone while you're driving a car, you know what I mean? Um, I I personally thought that the everything looks good. It's a fucking Mario Kart. <laughs> like, it looks good on a phone. The one downside to this is the microtransactions that are tied to this game. As you all may have heard by now, it's four ninety nine a month to buy the Gold Pass. And this Gold Pass lets you access the 200cc races and a bunch of other stuff. You get, like, different skins for your characters, etc., different character unlocks. But it's five bucks a month. A month. Did they, well, Mario Run, I think, had the option to outright buy it. What was it, 10 15 That was 10 20? or 15 bucks, I think. It wasn't, like, this... 10 bucks or something. So this one's more that subscription base. This is five dollars a month that you have to be paying to access this gold pass or whatever. And the gold pass, like I said, lets you race in the two hundred CC races or above, like so, like the better, faster little carts, more characters are unlocked, etc. Better tracks. If you don't have that by default, you can only race in the one hundred CC races, and that's it, or one fifty maybe, and that's it. And I just thought to myself, like, there's no way. There's no way yeah, I'm playing this. Yeah, it's more of that MMO style. And uh, the way I know this is bots, the way I knew right away it was a bot that I was racing, or the bots that I was racing, it was like six of them or whatever, right? Was that all the bots had Japanese symbols for their names. All of them. It was like Japanese characters for, for their names. Yeah. And here's my name. Jesus walks out in the middle of all these I'm, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get my ass kicked right now, right? Like, I'm going to get my ass kicked. And I left him in the dust. Like, there is no fucking way they would have caught up to me. Like, I could have legitimately stopped, made a sandwich, ate the sandwich, and then started driving again for them to catch up to me. (laughs) And I was like, there's no fucking way these are real people. Like, you cannot be driving that slow on the fucking track as a real person. Like... How? Because the carts automatically accelerate, they like accelerate by themselves, and you, of course, you have to line up the cart to hit the boost or whatever, and all that. But the cart's always moving forward. Like you cannot stop the cart. The cart can keep. It's always moving forward. So like, these carts that these people were driving were like way behind me. I'm like, how? How did I leave them so far behind? I didn't hit any boost or anything. Yeah, it's it's definitely bots. Like a lot of. A lot of mobile games do that, even premium ones, apparently. Yeah, and I was like, wow, I can't believe Nintendo's asking for five bucks a month on top of this, and they're making me play with bots, and I get it, whatever, like, I guess it's to learn the game, but still, at the same time, it's whatever, but I'm not gonna go back to it, man, I just, I don't know, sorry, Nintendo, I guess, have you tried this mail on your phone? Yeah, actually, I did try it, and uh, I guess seen somebody post it on the Facebook group. So I'm like, oh, sweet, it's on, it's on Android too, you know. So I went ahead and uh, looked it up, found it, installed it, and I seen the control things you were talking about. So I went ahead and just picked the standard, and it's basically where you just kind of to swipe a little bit to control, and it shows a little arrow in front of your uh, cart yeah. where you're steering. So that that kind of helped a little bit, but yeah, why why does this game not have? The whether it's like a gyroscope or yeah, you want to call it whatever, the, the the turning of your phone to turn the attacking, and also the the ability to throw 
your items, your power-ups. You had to, like, swipe up. So yeah. like, I'm trying to turn a corner by by sliding my finger across the bottom of the screen and then have to swipe up to attack forward. And it just felt like it kind of messed me up a little bit. That's why I didn't like the controllers particularly. Um, I unlocked, like, two, two carts. So I had uh, Princess Peach and uh, another one of some kind of little girl, like, smaller like female toad kind of character she was pink yeah and i started with her and yeah and i haven't touched it for probably five days so i I tried it that first night i'm like oh this is cute you know i did like three or four races and it was like you unlock unlocked a new cup and i never went any further than that so i just i just can't get into phone games um you know, I, I was kind of joking around with you guys earlier this week that on top of the uh, the the Apple Arcade is uh, Android is kind of answering back where Google is doing a thing called Google Play Plus, and they're offering like 350 games for 4.99 a month, but they're doing like a 1.99 per month introductory rate if you sign up now, guys. You can uh, you can get these games for 1.99 a month for the first year. And then you can change your subscription after that if you, if you find it worth it, worth it or not. But and they had some good games. Um, they had like Inside, and then they had uh, Jesus' favorite uh, game dev tycoon was in there. That's awesome, awesome fucking game. Yeah. That game's like five bucks. Yeah, so I mean that's that's a good game there. And then they had a couple PC games. They had a, a game called 80, 80 Days. I've seen, and then they had. Um, uh, Thimbleweed Park was another one that was in there. So it's kind of cool having a couple of these bigger titles, and I think the Apple version had it too. But I just, again, I, I can't get myself to play games on my phone. Like, I just I just don't enjoy it. And I have a big phone, you know, I have a Note 9, and so I have plenty of screen and everything. It just, as soon as I see paywalls on a mobile game, I instantly am like done. You know, I don't, I don't have no desire to play it. Wow. But this is this is different, right? So, I mean, I just wonder, and you know, I think I'm curious about mobile players that are out there listening, you know, that have, hey, they're fine with that model of, uh, I'll take a uh, give eight seven seven for example. Like he he played a game, I can't think of the name of, it, but it was like a shooter that came out, I think on Android, and he he really loved it. He's like, oh, I'll just go and play it all the way up to the point where. I can't progress anymore, you know, until it's just throwing loop, you know, these microtransactions at me too. I remember what that game was. What called? the hell was the name of that Guns shooter? Um, I just saw it again. Boom something Guns of Boom. I think, it, yeah, something like that, right? And some shit like that. You know, but then there's like, I don't, and then there's people out there like, fine, I'll just play that. I'll play FIFA and you know, and these different games that that have you know, microtransactions and stuff. and But now now that they're playing, like, like an Apple Arcade thing where you don't see any of that, like, how does that, you know, how does that change things for them, you know? Do some of the games have microtransactions in them, though, still, like on the Apple Arcade games, no. or are they just pretty much legit, like, inside and stuff like that? So Just like inside, you yeah. Are, you are legit. That's the cool thing about Apple Arcade is any it's game on Apple any... Arcade is no microtransactions. No they're, notifications. They're unless it's like, they guarantee it. They tell you like right on the main screen, like if you sign up for this, you don't get any paywall, like anything. It's all unlocked. Yeah, and, and I, I think and they're I think... just more legitimate games in general, like actual games. I wonder you know? though, like how much a developer is, is willing to develop for these, for Apple Arcade. Is it worth it for developers to do it? Because 
yeah, you're getting people to play your game, but how are you going to make money if you can't monetize it in any way? Can you, uh, ads? But I don't even see ads in these games. So what are they doing to get money? Like, unless Apple is really paying them a lot of money <laughs> to put their app on these, on this phone through this service, you know, I don't, I don't know why a developer would want to do this. Maybe they're going the epic route and just Apple's giving them a lump sum money, money and we're like, you know what, you're going to make this much in sales predicted? We'll just give you this much and we'll put it on here and hope we can get subscribers. Yeah, so like like I said, I played Skate City this week. I played a little bit of that Mario Kart, but Mario Kart is not part of the arcade. That's just something else that's came out separately. Um, other game that I played this week on my phone, Gunny Through Apple Arcade, was uh, Red Rain and Frogger. So Red Rain is like a kind of like a strategy game, but really really simplified. There's really no campaign. There's just you just play the map over and over the same map. And you're just spawning little troops in in certain directions. It's kind of a little fun game. And I played Frogger in Toy Town. Uh, Frogger in Toy Town looks really good for a phone game. Holy shit. I was like, these graphics are really, 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 really good for a phone game. Like, I'm really impressed with what they did with the Frogger game, Gunny. <laughs> yeah, it's I, like I've only seen gameplay. I haven't had a chance to even play Frogger. but that looks good. But just looking at videos and stuff, and they're adding like each you know even older devices that probably doesn't work well you know with an iphone 5 or oh, something but studied or something yeah but it's like hey there's support for it so you can download it we kind of you know it's probably, more of a modification it, than anything that probably lower the settings and the graphics or something in there yeah or the physics or something has to be lowered um but yeah I'm, like frogger and toy town dude, yeah you like you're the little frog and you you're in a toy box type place like a little everything's a toy like the cars that are going across the road, you're, like, jumping on a rug like a kid's, like... You ever seen, like, a kid's toy city, like a rug? It looks like a city that people, like, little boys drive their little cars on and shit. Like, they have, like, little roads and shit painted on the fucking rug. <laughs> it's pretty much what you're jumping on, these, like, fucking rug. And, like, you see little toy cars going by, and you're jumping across, trying to not get hit by the toy cars. And you're trying to rescue little frogs, and... The little frogs follow you, but if the little frogs get hit by the car, they die and shit like that. So, and you're jumping on top of these blocks, and the blocks can like fall over. So, like you jump on top of the block, and the block can like fall over. So you gotta make sure you jump in a certain direction. It's so fucking fun. I was like, this is so stupid, but so much fun. Frogger in Toy Town. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta check these out. You know? I can't. You know, I'm on my hobo Android over here. Yeah, no, you, you know, yeah, you and your Android over there playing dress my cat. Yeah, dress my cat on, on my subscription over here. <laughs> no, you gotta, my, my you cat gotta join the Apple well. family. Join the Apple family. It's for all everybody in the family. All up to yeah, five that's people. That's actually male. really that's fucking crazy. At the same time, man. Like I said, do you have a wait? Wait, Jesus, do you, man. Do you have a Google family? Huh? Does yeah, that does exist your, on your, your, on your Samsung? Your, yeah, does your things apply to everybody in your family? Pretty much. Everybody but one. Hmm. <laughs> and and guess right. which one of my family has an Apple product? Your daughter. Your son. Exactly. Your daughter. I, I knew it. I knew two it. Two daughters and two sons and my wife in my family. You know and why? Of course, the, my daughter has the iPhone. She's smart. I know That's why. Right. I know why, Mayo. 
Because she's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Don't take credit for that. Okay? Yeah. All I'm you, can, is... you can have your simple iPhone, your email machine. It's a good email that, machine. That's what way. I call Apple. I call Apple email machines. I don't know why. I just um, like you could do fancy emails with Apple products. You better buy you her. You surely can't Mac. play games. But yeah, for, for five bucks a month, your whole family can be part of your thing on the Apple if you're part of people's family plans or whatever. So there you go, people. Five bucks a month, you honestly can't beat that on a phone. I mean. You know, and I think uh, in a few days or less than a week, this should be out on iPad. So I'm actually really hyped to play this on my iPad Pro. It's out pretty soon. I think it's already out now. I think you just got to update your iPad to 13.0. Matter of fact, I did that last, like, three weeks ago. <clears throat> I think we were on the show, and I updated it to the one three or whatever the latest update was. Hmm. But it no, it's just it's no, just sure a phone. I'm pretty sure it's already out for iPads, Gunny. Seeing people playing it already for iPads. Those might be early preview uh, press people. I don't know. I'll check it out. I'll check see. it out. I think they were pretty the much playing it, it through iOS 13 or whatever. I'm pretty sure Wait. they were. It was out already for iPad. Check it out, Gunny. God damn it! All right, do it now. First hand, right now. But yeah, play those games, people. Check them out. I mean, it's a fucking phone. Whatever. Everyone has a phone these days. Just check them out. Um, other than that, I actually finished the last mission in. Ace Combat 7 VR. Because I was like, I gotta play this VR. I fucking paid for this shit. I gotta play something on it. So I decided to play some Firewall Zero Hour. But guess what? Firewall had a fucking update. So I was like, fuck this. I'm not waiting for an update. I'm impatient. Let's launch Ace Combat. And I did. And I finished that last mission. God damn, Ace Combat VR is so good, dude. So yeah, I would like to have... Good. A game like that on the Oculus. Um, I have some good ones, you know, in VR, but I'm kind of lacking that good uh, fighter pilot kind of. There, there is one or two, but they're, they're nothing like Ace Combat. You know, they're more sim and stuff like that. And yeah. I don't really have. I want to play something more arcade like. Yeah, Ace Combat is just arcadey like as fuck, but it's so much fun. Like just hearing the callouts and the fucking the jets flying next to you. You look over, there's like your wingman and shit to your right and to the left. There's the other dude. You guys are flying, doing missions and shit. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's really good. And then once you beat it, you unlock this weird mode called Air Show. And I was like, what the fuck is mm -hmm. Air Show? Like, do you have to do an Air Show or what does this mean? <laughs> and it's like, you're pretty much, you, you, they put you inside the game in like an aircraft carrier. And you're standing there and you see these jets taking off. And then it tells you like, okay, now tell them what to do. And you're like, what? <laughs> and like, you can pretty much tab in between, like, like there's, like, probably at least 20 different maneuvers that they can show you that they can do. And uh, so you're pretty much just telling them to do different tricks, like, do the loop-de-loop -loop thing. And they're like, oh, roger that. <laughs> Morpheus 2, Morpheus 1, you're coming in for the loop-de-loop -loop thing. And then they fucking fly their jets, and they do the fucking loop-de-loop -loop thing. And then they do the stupid S's, and they do barrel rolls, and... They do this shit where they fly it sideways, like at full speed, or like right above the fucking deck of the boat. And it's like, what's the point of this? Who the fuck <laughs> thought that this was a cool thing to put in this game? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that does sound kind of lame. It was pretty fucking lame. I was like, who in the fuck in the Ace Combat office thought, you know what we should waste our time on? We should <laughs> add a whole thing where these jets fly in front of your face, and you just tell them what to do. 
Yeah. You don't get Forget to do making it. the game longer. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's make a game a little longer, right? You know, no, we'll just go ahead and yeah, put like, a little movie thing to watch. You basically, have added a cooler mission in the VR or something, or made this a mission for you, like you're flying the air show maybe, and you have to do these tricks with your fucking pilots. I don't know. That would have been kind of cool to like be having like okay, you have to pull this off like perfect to like do some cool tricks and shit. It's like, no, like you're fucking watching these planes go by <laughs> in the middle of the ocean on an aircraft carrier. You're like, what the fuck is this bullshit? I thought it was kind of lame. I didn't really enjoy it. But all the other missions in Ace Combat uh, VR were really good. Really, really good. And I wish that game was like all VR, dude. I honestly haven't even touched the like main campaign, the main story. I haven't even launched it. <laughs> I bought that thing for the VR specifically. <laughs> And I haven't even touched, like, the regular story. Like, the regular 2D television shit. Speaking of televisions, my TV broke this week. What? Yes, I remember Your new going TV? through this. Well, my old TV. Well, my, yeah, my new TV, Gunny. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so that yeah, OLED, it's pretty much. It's still new. <laughs> the OLED that I bought last month ended up breaking this week on me, guys. It was, like, a shitty experience. So, like, Friday night. Was it Friday or Saturday? I don't remember what day it was. Or Sunday night. No, wait. It was it was, it was Sunday the or the Monday. Week. It was the middle of the week, wasn't it? Like Monday or Tuesday or some shit or Wednesday? I think One that's when you texted us. I think it was Tuesday night. I was watching this show on, on Amazon Prime called Undone, which is really cool. It's like an animated show, but they're like it's like real actors, but they put this filter over them where they're while they're filming them, they put this filter over the video that makes it look like animated. So it would be like you right now talking to me, Gunny, but you would look animated kind of but you still look like you. That's kind of what they did with these actors. It's a really cool little show. It's on Amazon. It's a limited series or whatever. I was watching and I was really into it. And then something happened where like the show ended and then I was watching the the credits go by and like it was showing like countdown to the next episode. And then in the middle of my screen all of a sudden I saw like a flash. Like a little line flash. And I was like, oh, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? And then I see it again and again, Gunny. I'm like, holy shit, I start freaking out. So I go turn on the PS4 to make sure it wasn't, like, just the app. You know, sometimes the apps do funky shit on TVs. And I turn on the PS4, and it's still doing it! Uh-oh. There's fucking Did, line, a line. Were you thinking, like, it was the, the HDMI cables, or what? Well, it's not an HDMI cable, because I was using the app, the TV app, to watch the Amazon thing. You know what I mean? Ooh, so yeah, like, that would be a straight feed, right? Yeah. Direct. Yeah, so, like, it wasn't a... Like, and then I was like, maybe, if, maybe like, it's just the app. Maybe it's that, it's that. So I turned on the PS4, and it was still doing it. And I was like, holy shit, this is not good. So, like, I do the, like, you know that pixel refresher thing you have to do, like, every so often? Then yeah, refresh. I see that option in there. I think I do it once every couple months. People do it sometimes once a week. Some people do it, like, three, every fucking day and shit. It's whatever. Something you do on your OLEDs to, like, make sure they don't die or some shit. That's something I was going to ask, too, is... um. I've seen these in the stores, like the display models, yeah. and there's one at the Target I go to all the time, and they have it their own display, and this thing has such bad screen burning on it, like, they're showing off how, how great it looks, and I think these TVs look amazing, <laughs> but it has, like, right across the center of the screen has this big burn in. I, I don't know what they had left wow. it on or what happened, but, I mean, it's burned in bad, so yeah. obviously they never ran that, and I, that was my, be my question for you guys is, have you like watched for that, or like when you so, play like a PlayStation game or something like that? When you have an icon in the same spot for a long time, 
have you noticed anything like when you first turn the TV off afterwards that the image kind of stays? I don't think that that's a main problem in these televisions, man. I I know it happens because obviously you've seen it and I've seen it too mm-hmm. in the past. I think as long as you're not gaming on like like I guess as long as you're not playing no. like Call of Duty thirty hours a day or thirty hours every fucking week or whatever and just not turning it off, it should be fine. Yeah, a lot of times, like when I'm playing like my PlayStation or Xbox. It, if you notice, like it, you know, it does. It will, like, even after, let's say I'm playing, like, like you said, Call of Duty Beta or something, right? And then I hit pause, or I have to. I think that's what I have to do, right? And then once my my controller, you know, automatically turns off after, you know, five minutes of no activity. Basically, what happens is I notice that, well, you know, the TV will kind of darken, right? Because your console. You know, it notices that, right? So a lot of times, yeah, I can walk back in the room and go, oh, okay, I see what happened. And you still see it on the screen, but it's not going to be that bright thing showing, you know, a certain text like like you would see like at a Best Buy, you know, where they're going to be. Or, you know, let's say if it's something like a, you know, if you've ever gone to not so much like a fast food restaurant or some place that just constantly show that same text and they and they have it on the, the brightest setting, you know, where, yeah, that'll definitely be like a burn-in thing, because it mm-hmm. never leaves that. It's always going to show that those pixels, like you said. Yeah, and this was really, really bad. I mean, like, really bad. Like, you could almost, I can't remember what it said, but I could almost read it <laughs> over top of another colored screen. <laughs> like, yeah. it was significant. And right. I just, you know, and I have a friend that actually has two of these OLEDs. He's got one in his bedroom and one in his living room. And so I asked him about it, too. And he pretty much runs, you know, the pixel refresher quite often, too, just to make sure nothing happens. And I was just curious if you guys have noticing like that. And I also my mind, too, going, knowing that it comes with software like that to refresh your pixels. Maybe they're aware that's a problem. And maybe that's just something owners of an OLED would just need to do, you know, just... Okay, I'm done playing TV or playing done playing games today. Let me hit refresh and turn this thing off. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah I think after a while you just get used to it to know that you're supposed to run it every once a week or once a month or once every three months, whatever the fuck, you know. And there's a lot of different kind of I would consider them settings like that are already enabled on the TV, like especially like on my Sony TV where a lot of it is set up where hey, if there's no activity after five minutes, can, you know, do you want this to Sort of not power down, but just, you know, it turns off those lights, basically, yeah. is what happens. I notice on my TV, I notice on my TV, once I'm watching, like, say I launch Netflix, or I launch Hulu, or I launch Amazon, or whatever, on the TV itself, right? I launch it, and say I'm, like, if I'm on Netflix, and I don't pick a movie within, like, the first 20, 30 seconds, <laughs> or 40 seconds, like, maybe a minute. I think it's a really short amount of time, I know that. The screen just turns black. And it has like a screensaver mode where like it's showing like like a little firework display or something. Oh, that's off. right. Amazon will do that. Yep. And it's just going off constantly, and it's just going off, and it's just going off, and then it's just like, like the TV knows like, all right, this motherfucker's not picking a movie. Let's just like go into screensaver mode. And that thing has saved my TV, I think, because there's times where I go to sleep, and I'll wake up and it's like four in the morning, my TV's still on, <laughs> but it's doing that thing, like it's just showing like these little fireworks or something going off on the screen. Well, someday, 
someday you, you kids get access to it like in my house i wake up every morning and my living room tv's still on and my roku will have like a screensaver that pops on you know and it, it'll yeah. have it on my tv's on <laughs> non-stop the poor thing it's already 10 years old and they sit there and leave it on every night it will it will mail because i remember uh you know back in the day like me and my wife had this other apartment so and then it just like that tv just like fizzled out like overnight you know just like had like yeah, yeah just this like one totally just won't do it i'm i i'm secretly hoping every day that i wake up or i'll come home from work and the kids will be like dad the tv doesn't work <laughs> you know and i'm like yeah all right let's go shopping <laughs> you know but. yay let's go shopping oh, no, Costco but, uh, we go best buy let's go but uh i want to give a shout out to video only where i bought my tv where like i legit called him and i was like look guys i bought this shit like maybe a little over a month ago and the dude was like What's wrong with it? <laughs> I told him exactly what was wrong with it. He's like, oh, that doesn't sound good. He's like, all right, just bring it in. Bring the box. Because they told me to keep the box, which is what they told me to do. So I was like, okay, I kept the box. It's a big-ass box, by the way. <laughs> I wonder why they told you to keep the box. Like, I've never heard anybody tell me to keep well, the box. Well, the reason they told me to keep the box is for this reason. Because they, they told me, they're like, if anything's wrong with the TV, we kind of need the box so you can return it. And I was like, what the fuck yeah. do you need the box for? And they're like, well, because like. I think what they do is they go through the warranty process with the companies. Yes. And they want to have the box as proof of purchase or something. And, like, whatever. It's not my deal. I don't run their fucking company. So I kept the box and I, I took my TV back and they plugged it in. Like, right in front of me, they just plugged it in. And they turned it on and right away they saw the lines going across the screen. It was across the whole screen this time. And they're like, oh, yeah, this thing is fucked. Like, okay, here you go. Here's a new one. <laughs> they just, like, legit went to the bad, grabbed the new one and just gave it to me. All right. That's awesome, man. It wasn't like this. That's really good. It wasn't good even a hassle. Like, I even told the dude, like, do you want to look at my receipt? He was like, I guess I have to, right, technically. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess you do. I don't know. I'm not your <laughs> fucking boss. And he's like, like right, you just going to believe me? I just, how do you know, know yeah, I like, bought how do you it know? here? How do you just make this shit up? <laughs> just bringing back a random TV to you guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, yeah, pretty much they gave me a new TV. And it, it works fine. And it, it actually, it's working just like the other one was working when it was working fine, looking amazing and everything. And uh, yeah, man, I, <laughs> uh, glad I had a good experience with them because I, I I was reading reviews and some people don't like him because some people have had have had bad experiences with them in the past. Um, but that I think that applies to every store, right? Like no matter where you go, even Best Buy and shit is gonna have like bad reviews. <laughs> Like, yeah. oh, they, they fucking, everybody's gonna have a different experience they stole my computer or some shit. Like, no lady like you left it there too long or something they threw it away yeah so, there's always more to the story yeah. yeah do you ever do you ever look at those reviews because i don't like i <laughs> i review the product and i you know when it comes to like reviews on like the actual website i don't look at any of those yeah, i will watch so videos bullshit. i'll watch youtube i will do research that way but i will not go and look at like on amazon where you scroll down and it says <laughs> five out of five five out of five one out of five one out of five <laughs> five out of five it's and the bullshit. guy that's one out of five was like you know, I've seen it with motherboards and Newegg. You know, people buy a motherboard from Newegg. They'll have it shipped to them, and they'll be like, one star, dead on arrival. Well, I'm like, well, okay, it's it's an electronic, you know, and especially with motherboards. I mean, things can happen. You know, if the company is quick to make it right and send you the right yeah. product or, and not charge you anything, why would you give them a bad review? That Like Newegg, they had nothing to do with sending a bad motherboard. It's not like they're going to 
open it up, plug it in, make sure it works, you know, and then ship it out. You know, yeah. so I just find those reviews funny, and I never look at them myself. No, I agree with that, man. Like, yeah, so, but yeah, like, I, I suggest if you guys are looking for a TV to go there and check them out, because they have really good deals on TVs, and, and, uh, yeah, anyways, <laughs> enough TV talk. Uh, but that's really all I played this week, guys. So just a little bit of Borderlands, a lot of mobile games, and uh, a little bit of Ace Combat. I was going to play Days Gone, but I haven't got back to that yet. What else? And next week, maybe Ghost Recon. I don't fucking know. There you go. That's it. Go, Gunny, go. Yeah, that's. I just talked about what I played, really. But, I, mean, I mean, it's just been a chaotic week for me. So, uh, you know, and... Even today, just not being able to game is frustrating. Damn, but um, Gunny. You blew up I know, your car. man. It was, huh? You blew up your car. I did. I did. It was, uh, you know, it was sort of like, you know, we were talking about just really good customer service. Um, that was, you know, took the Jeep up to the shop where you know we're doing all these upgrades to the Rubicon, and <clears throat> and so now we're now we're you know so I'm playing uh jeep simulator is what i'm doing and I'm like okay so i have a regular jeep like a 2014 it's just a plain regular you know manually roll the windows down it's nothing too fancy at all and you know it gets me to work and back right so i drive up i didn't even leave the parking lot and it was like it kept stalling out on me I'm like what in the world like i've never had this issue in the three years that i've had this vehicle uh, so I, I don't know. We were thinking it's the battery, it's the transmission, whatever it could be. So I drove it. I literally got it. Let's say about maybe quarter mile from that shop, and you know we're calling for tow trucks and things like that. Long story short, she calls the the dealer, or I'll just say the mechanic shop back, and she goes, "Did you have you guys tore my vehicle apart yet? Because they're literally going to tear it all apart." Yeah. And they were like, uh, no, not yet, actually. You know, it's still all in one piece. She's like, okay, so is it okay if I have it back? Because now we have, like, no vehicles, right? Where before we were going to get a rental car, um, maybe possibly on Monday. Uh, eventually, you know, I got back there. We both got back there. They brought my Jeep to that shop and, uh, you know, and kind of looked at it really quickly before I had it towed back home. And, uh, he goes, okay, so you're going to need your Jeep back, so we're going to kind of just reschedule this whole thing for next week. He goes, I tell you what, I'll pay for the rental car for the weekend if we can keep the vehicle so we can get all this stuff done over the weekend. And nice. so, yeah, that worked out really, really well. That's nice of that him. Yeah, really awesome. He's like, it was like 200 bucks for, you know, for two days. Yeah, that's actually, like, really nice of them to do that for you. I mean, yeah. granted, you did pay $8,000 for what they're doing to your car. Almost nine yeah, grand. They were, they were probably <laughs> afraid that he was going to just change his mind and I leave. Would've, I would have been like, fuck you, give me my money back. I don't need to go buy a new car right now. Yeah, I mean, I, of course, you know, we can look at it as the glass half full and say that, or, you know, say that that's true. Like, you could just take you your business. You could have been like, fuck you guys, give me my money back. I, if you guys haven't torn my car apart, give me my money back. I need to go put a down payment on a new car. That's $9,000 you could put down on a new car, Goody. There literally is like another four-wheel drive store like a thousand feet from that location. So, yeah, it's possible, right? You see Goody walking across the street. Buying a new car. Yeah. Driving out with the new Jeep. But, yeah, he was really cool. He was like, I tell you what, give me give me the bill. 
on Monday when you come in to, you know, give us the almost nine grand, by the way. <laughs> so, of course, right? He was like, yeah, like, don't worry about it. No, they were really nice. And the mechanic, one of the mechanics was like, he drove us to, like, one Enterprise location. Then he drove us to another one. Damn, he uh, drove you to two locations. I'm surprised. He drove. Uh, he, dro- he drove. He really working for his commission. Man. You know the working jeep to to uh, yeah back to the. <laughs> that really was awesome. wants so, your money, Henry. <laughs> He's like, fuck these. Not getting a refund today, sir. I'll yeah, drive you as yeah. far as you need me to drive you. <laughs> I, I did the, why do I feel like Johnny's just stringing him along, yeah. going, "How much can I get out of this guy before he actually says no?" <laughs> Yeah, it was. That's funny. Yeah, good stuff, man. Did you tell me I've to listen to our podcast, also. You should have told him, man. Sir, you have to listen to our podcast, or I changed my mind about this whole purchase. (laughs) I know, right? So, hey, technically, we haven't paid yet. So, (gasps) Monday won't be bullshit, Gunny. You did a nine thousand dollar job on your fucking truck. They're gonna want you to pay. (laughs) They're gonna want you to pay up, Gunny. They're not going to let yeah. you drive out with your Jeep until they well, get I think, their money. Yeah, so basically what it was was, you know, 80, like I said, eight grand was for one part, you know, for mostly everything onto it. And then the wife added like another $500 to that. So then they were like, you know, so yeah, we were treated like royalty at that point. Oh, yeah. Fuck Again, that. this is her money. You even um, got a free hat money. last week, motherfucker. You were wearing the free hat they gave you. Oh, yeah, they came out with free hats. Guys, they even gave Goody a free fucking hat. <laughs> like, sir, here's a free hat and a t-shirt for fucking spending $9,000 with us. Yeah, of course. You guys want lunch, too, you know? so You should have asked for lunch, dinner, free pizza yeah, delivery I can't go get any food today, so can you take I, me out to uh, what's some expensive restaurant out there in California? I, I definitely sure. expect a pizza here by tomorrow. But, um... No, so uh, really shout out to that four-wheel drive parts store. Apparently, they're a big, like a chain or, you know, they've got yeah, them across. You know, actually, recently, it's funny that you bring their name up. I actually watched the Undercover Boss episode of that company. Oh, really? Yeah, because he was telling me, like, he goes. California. Yeah, he was telling me, like, like I think the the coolest part was, like, oh, we can have those parts here in, like, four days because we have other stores and, yeah. you know, we've got. They're like a, they're like, think of, like, a Les Schwab, but for, like, Jeeps and trucks and shit. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yep. They only do like lift kits and big tires and mud and shit. Like, you want to go mudding, brother? Let's go. Hell yeah. And, you know, like, and me being the gamer I am and, and just having, like, cars my whole life, basic cars. Uh, it, you know, so I'm not really knowledgeable on all that stuff. So that's why I'm not installing or purchasing any of these things. That's why, you sp- that's why you're paying $9,000 to get it done, honey. Yeah. yeah. Fuck okay, the yeah. wife's paying for it. Um, it's her. Yeah, it's her money. Really, it's. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, but yeah, um, it's, it's like money, my yeah. wife, or my daughter's car broke down and it had a brake land brake, and I know my son when he had his done, I didn't have time to get it fixed, and we sent it to the shop, and it was six hundred dollars to get the brake land replaced, and I'm doing my daughter's, and I have thirty five dollars in it right now. <laughs> you know? yeah, I'm not yet, but. Yeah. A lot of Let me tell you, that I, labor, man, it's that that labor cost legitimately will cost you thousands of dollars. There's a, I remember the last car I had was a Jetta, right? And the water pump, the the, oh. the fuel, not not the fuel pump, the water pump broke, and all that broke in the water, for for like the coolant system or whatever. The only thing that broke was this little wheel that holds, it's a little wheel that holds the belt, 
for the water, for the coolant to flow through, right? It, it flows it through as if the engine is spinning or whatever. This little piece is made out of plastic in a Jetta. It's like, fuck, I don't know why they make it out of plastic. They should have made it out of metal, but fucking Germans, you know. They, they make it out of fucking plastic. And the ship broke because of the heat or whatever. So many years of being used. And uh, so I go to the mechanic and I'm telling him, like, all right, dude, like, how much is this going to cost me? And he's like, well, I have to take this apart. I have to pull this off. Uh, mm, uh, uh, $1,500. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I, I legitimately fucking I laughed at him. I fucking laughed at him, Gunny. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I was like, dude, I found the part. The, literally, the part itself cost $2.50. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> I bet you it's just the part you can buy for the water you're pump, right? And then... me, you're charging me $1,495 for the fucking labor. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm like, you fucking gotta be joking, dude. It was a bullshit-ass fucking charge. Ain't no way, dude. Ain't no fucking way, Gunny. Yeah, because you can probably get that. I mean, two hours of labor. What are we talking here? It's $125 for, per hour. They, You know, some of those, especially like dealerships, you know, they'll just rob they'll you. They'll really fuck you over. They, they will really, really get you yeah. really good. Because um, I'm going to go to two of them on Monday. You want a new headlight on that car? $90, sir. <laughs> so oh, can, don't forget labor, tax, parts, you, service you, fees. You can put your yeah. fucking headlight in two seconds if you just fucking take out the bulb and put it in. No, I think it was really smart of the wife with the with the new Rubicon that she got. It was the Mopar package, basically. Mm. With that, you know, that's just that's the fancy warranty shit. that covers like literally from the front bumper all the way to the back bumper, and that was that was a lot of money to pay for that. So, but now with my Jeep, the one that just broke down, it's it that. Warranty expired three no almost six months ago. That's seven horrible, months man. ago. That's when shit always happens when your warranty yeah. expires. I know. So, but um, enough Jeep talk, guys. Wish you luck, Gunny. Hopefully, you get a new car, maybe a Maserati or something. Maybe up. You know, I was thinking, Bentley. what about that Gladiator, the new Jeep Gladiators? Ooh. Those things are sixty-two freaking thousand dollars. Some that. of the ones that are they, are are they like. I want to know what the rating is for their, like, as a truck. I don't feel like they really are It's a, a light truck. truck. All Jeeps are rated as light trucks. Yeah, like, is that like a Wrangler, like a Ford Wrangler or something? Like no, I mean, it's basically, truck or a... it is a Jeep Wrangler is what it is. They've just added a bed to oh, it. I mean, a like a Ford truck. Ranger, yeah, like a Ford Ranger, like a little tiny truck. Yes, yes, it like is, it is rated Tacomas, as a light truck, like a Ford Ranger. Like the old school, like the little Toyota Tacomas from back in the day? Yes, it's... Just like a Tacoma, it's rated the same way. Uh, but speaking of that, man, those Tacomas are really nice. The four runners, hey, you know the wife's got deep pockets. I'm Gunny's sure she's going to become a Toyota man instead of a Jeep man. He's going to he's going to become a Japanese driving Toyota man. Mm. I like the new Toyotas; those are really nice. Toyota's legit, um, dude. You can drive a Toyota forever, and the thing will barely break down on you, Gunny. Yeah, yeah, those things will last forever. My uncle. You know, retired from Toyota, and he says, "Man, probably like the Toyota, like the those Camry and Corolla, those motors and that transmissions." The, he said, is, "They will just last car, forever." Yeah, will last. I've seen cars with like half a million miles on <laughs> fucking Camrys, and people are like, "Yeah, the speedometer, like the fucking thing that counts the the odometer or whatever, broke like at like three hundred thousand miles. I don't know how many miles it has. I've just been driving it every day." <laughs> yeah, like, what? I know. <laughs> When's the last so time you put oil in this thing? 
I bought two years ago. <laughs> it's like, what? The fucking thing still turns on? I'm like, yeah, it still turns on every day and it runs fine. I drive it every day to work. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it right there. You know, those are, those are the Hondas, too. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah. But I, but I did I did play a couple games, guys. Ooh. Um, yeah, just a few of those. Besides, like, uh, Borderlands getting up to level 12. I love it. I love that unicycle. I can't believe you guys vehicle. are only level 12. You guys were, like, way ahead of me. What happened? You guys had a whole week. Yeah, I know. I, I haven't touched all week. much of anything this week. What? Yeah, like... What's going we on, were, we, were, we were doing a lot of packing in my household this week, so... Shout and then doing a lot mail. of work in... Regular so. mail yes. moved out. Regular yeah. mail the Discord. He you is know what now it is? You zones. know what it is, Jesus? It's, it's all that overtime I have to make to pay for all these things. I'm a slave. Poor gunny. I'm sorry. Less of a gamer, man. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did turn on that PlayStation. I did play, after that beta, I played some uh, Earth Defense Force 4.1. Oh, my. You know, and, and these are nothing to really get excited over. They all pretty much look the same, <laughs> these Earth Defense Force games. So you actually you played in, did you have fun or no? Yeah, I actually had fun with it. It really brought me back to playing one of the ones that I had on. Matter of fact, I still have it on my Xbox 360. It's still hooked up to the living room. I don't turn it on as I don't turn on Earth Defense Force as often as I used to. But mm-hmm. I mean, but playing it on all it, it's going to be you know look a lot more better. And it is made for the PS4. Uh, it's exclusive, I believe, to possibly Steam and. PlayStation, so not on Xbox. Hmm. Uh, but again, it's not something I would tell you to go buy a PlayStation for. So, but it's got like a over eighty missions, and they're all primarily the same. You're just kind of going after uh, your, you know, part of this military plot to, you know, and you're on foot or in a tank and just shooting giant ants and spiders. It's really not much to it. You're just killing shit. I love it. You know, it's like you've got you've got an assault rifle to kill giant ants and uh, basically a missile launcher. Nice. Yeah, you, I, this, those two weapons, it's it's so simple and so fun. It's just nice to... It's relaxing to just get in there and kill shit, man. Cool. Um, uh, the, I think the funny part about it is when you'll see, basically, citizens, uh, they'll just be trying to run out of the city and get away. And, you know, they're kind of running by you, and they're... They're doing this thing. This is a Japanese game, right? So <laughs> they're like putting their hands like over their heads and they're like ducking and they're making these these like funny ass sounds like ah, you know, like it's just it's it's funny to watch. So yeah, it's corny as hell, man, but I love it. Just it brings you back to you know the days of uh, the last gen. But it Sometimes it's nice to go back to those simple or you know just straightforward. Yeah, and, game, you know, just a nice little break. Yeah, and but there are there is one like I played on Xbox and it, it didn't age well, so it doesn't look so good. Uh, but I do like playing it on a newer system with, you know, adequate graphics. I'll say. Adequate graphics. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else that I played? Uh, um, no, I think that's that's really it. Just the three for me. Alright, alright, alright. What about you, Senor Mayo? Oh, Senor Mayo. Senor Mayo has done a lot Why like you guys Nessa? have. And that's, I think it's the problem. That's a good problem to have that we're finding this end of the year stuff where all these big AAA games are now finally coming out and we're getting these beta accesses to play different games. So I, 
I played a little bit of Borderlands 3, kind of like Gunny. You know, I'm still sitting at like level. I think when I played with you today that little bit, I think I jumped to, I'm like level 14 now, maybe. But again, I haven't really put any time into it this week. This week, um, Maybe an hour and a half max this week. I played with my son before he moved out the one night we had just a little bit of time. We sat down on the PC and he left his computer hooked up in the same room that mine's in. And so we, we kind of played together with, with a friend from his community. And we played some Borderlands for a little while. And then uh, I'm trying to think. The next night I wanted to... Uh, play something a little different just because we've been playing these these betas so i jumped on my uh my xbox beta app that you know i feel like i've been kind of neglecting for a little while i besides gears of war 5 which i haven't touched this week but i'm like i'm gonna find something on here to play Mm. so i went ahead and i kind of enjoy my old school games and stuff like that so i went ahead and downloaded bloodstained ritual of the night and this game has been talked about by some before um, this game is from the creator of the original Castlevania. Mm. And basically it plays like a Castlevania game, side scrolling 2D, you know, with, with a modern twist, you know, so they, they ramped up the graphics. The graphics are really, really good. It's almost like that 3D, 2D kind of thing, you know, where like there's multiple layers of depth behind your character where you're moving around and the, the display is, looks really, really, really nice. It's very dark at times and then very flashy at times. Um, it's a, you know, very an, almost kind of like Japanese influence game, obviously. So it's very, your main character is a female instead of like Castlevania, you know, instead of Simon, was it Simon Belmont? I think his name was. You're, you're this girl and I can't remember her name. It started with an M. And you, you look like a typical anime female character and uh, you run through and the whole thing is is you've been asleep for 10 years and you are what they call a shard bringer and basically these demons kind of torment the earth and you get woke up the same time this other shard bringer that's out there attacking the earth basically and you are the only two shard bringers left all the other ones have been killed or used as like experiments or something like that so you start off on this ship and it just kind of introduces you to uh, a couple of different weapons and a couple of different items. The game is neat about having like armor pieces, but with her it's like different dresses or something like that. And you can have like a, a scarf for her hair or, or stuff like that. But it gives her like willpower or it gives her defense or it gives her like uh, basically like her mana ability. Cause you have like a magic ability and then you have your weapon. So the the more more stuff you can find, the better the better and stronger she's going to become. So as you're playing through, you're fighting a few enemies. All of a sudden, this shard like comes out of the sky and like pierces through you. It's this big red crystal, and it like shoves right through her, and she screams. And that's how when you level up, this shard goes into her, and it makes her stronger, and you get like a little bit more magic, a little bit more health, and stuff like that. And basically, you just keep your way through the game getting stronger finding better weapons there is like little daggers you can find there is short swords broad swords there's whips there's like boots like you can if you want to just like kick like a streets of rage style you can literally just sit there and like kick your enemies away and stuff like that but i i tend to stick with the uh the medium-sized sword um it doesn't do as much damage as like a broad sword but it swings a little faster 
and so I'm working my way through it, gets to the first boss, and I died like three or four times against that first boss. And this game is actually pretty difficult. Like, you have potions and stuff too, but once you use a potion, it's like gone, and you go to that save point, and if you only have like one potion left, and you save the game, and you use that potion, you die, you go back to your save point. It's like old school, so that's, that's again, that's all you have. You're going back up there. And you can't just find potions, Taiki. I go back through the level, I can't just find another potion, so I'm stuck with just that one potion for that boss. So I learned real quick to be more more uh, reluctant to use my potions unless I really, really needed to. But it, so, it looks, I was going to say, it looks like maybe a Dead Cells with a higher ceiling, like a roof, that, that it's just more of a side-scroller, but it's not, like, leveled like Dead Cells. Is that would that be correct? Yeah, well, I, you know, I always say the only way it's like Dead Cells is the fact it's just a side scroller where you're doing the attacking. So think of Castlevania or think of um, like an old side scrolling beat 'em up kind of game. But okay, so I mean the levels are always going to be the same. It's not procedurally generated. Yes, the levels are the same, and it, it even has that old when you walk out to a level. So you get to the right of the screen, you go through a doorway. And if you turn around and you go back into the doorway you came from, all the enemies are back again. Uh, okay. So okay, you yeah, regenerate and you're like, oh no, Our I don't want to walk through here again. It was a pain in the butt. But as you go through, like I said, I I beat the first boss finally, and it's this big giant like um I don't know, it's like a big giant woman with like a with like a mouth and stuff in her stomach with like teeth and stuff. So she'll get in the front of the boat because you're on this boat and you're on the very front of it and she's at the end of the boat you can see the mouth and you're attacking it and it spits out stuff you have to dodge and these tentacles will come across the screen and you gotta dodge those and when you do enough damage to her she goes underneath the the camera kind of pans out you see more of the boat and she comes up in the middle of the boat and she does this big like water spit thing where it goes across the bottom of the ground you have to jump and dodge you know and then she comes back to the beginning where she was at to the front and you gotta hack and slash finally took her out and then you work your way across. The ship get the, gets put on the on land, and then it gives you the title screen. So I literally spent probably 45 minutes just to get to the title screen. I was like, holy cow, Like this game might be a really long game. And so I could play him. And you meet you meet some of the characters, and, and you basically get like a, like a headquarters. And in this headquarters, you have a guy that can do uh, crafting for you. So you find materials and... The, the stuff drops from enemies that you kill. You'll get like salt, potatoes. You'll get these like type of rocks and stuff like that. And all that is crafting materials. And you take it back to the sky and he can make different weapons. He can make different shards, which are your magic ability. Like I have a magic ability where I can shoot like a thing of water or I can change it out where I have a thing where I can do a fireball. And then after I beat the first boss, you get like a tentacle ability. But that uses most of your magic. So if you have that one equipped, this big giant like octopus tentacle swipes across the screen and damages everything on the screen. But it's pretty much a one-time shot. Like you have a hundred points in your magic, and it uses eighty of them. You know where the other is. There a cooldown? How does that? Yeah, you click little orbs, and it will recharge. Or you can use a potion to recharge your magic. So there's these lanterns. You jump up, slash it a little orb will fall out of the lantern and that will recharge your magic. So it's typical like that. So kind of like Ninja Gaiden, like old Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nintendo 2. Very, very familiar theme, you know. 
so I, I really enjoyed it. Um, just again, kind of like I was saying earlier, it's, it's just nice to go back every once in a while is to play something a little more simple, 2D side scrolling. Again, the game is very hard. Like the difficulty, you can die a lot. But just that simple play style side scroll, okay, I need to go this way. And I, and I know where I need to go. I know what I need to do, you know, so I'm enjoying that. The only, the only drawback I've seen, and this is the first time I've ever run across this, is I played this on my PC on the, on the Xbox Game Pass. And the next day I had some, just a little bit of free time, and my youngest son was actually on playing his evil epic Fortnite, and he, uh, I let him play. I'm like, alright, you know, I'm just gonna go out in the living room and fire up the old Xbox fire up the Xbox, and I'm like, I'm going to look for something to play, and I see Bloodstained on there, so I'm going to go ahead and download Bloodstained and play, continue to play where I had left off. I get the game downloaded, and I go to launch it, and none of the uh, progression is cross-platform. So, like, it had me starting from the very, very, very beginning again. So, I was like, no way am I going to, like, go through that much again just to play it on my Xbox, so so I, I didn't shoot for it anymore. The way you could probably tell if you go onto the Windows 10 store, but I am it'll really say surprised. Or something? Yeah, it'll say cloud saving or like Xbox. Well, yeah, or like Xbox Presence or cross, you know, cross save whatever. It, it'll it'll show you on the description when you go to the Windows 10 store. It'll, it's called there. Xbox Play Anywhere, right? Yeah, you're right. So play anywhere would include like Crossing, cloud and all yeah. these things. So you would have noticed when you fired that up on the Xbox, it'll say cloud syncing. Yeah, play anywhere. Or yeah, or syncing with your Xbox account or whatever the fuck. So yeah, since you didn't get that, it may not be, you know, enabled. Yeah, yeah I wasn't sure, but I was just kind of disappointed to see that. It's the first time I've ever had that in. It's just a, a reminder how nice it is now how we have access to cloud save and to be able to log into an account like you know like Jesus did with Call of Duty where he was able to just log into a completely different system and still have all this information you know that would, it's nice and it's something to really look forward to in the future yeah and I wouldn't be surprised just to be a just to be a real expert here that they're working on that. Because yeah, a, a lot of those games, like you said, on the beta are even, you know, they want to make sure that, hey, this is not just for people we're trying to bring over from the PC side, but also for people that do have Xboxes. And it, it wasn't a deal breaker or nothing like that for me. I just I just didn't feel like picking it back up on the Xbox and starting from scratch, you know. So I was like, hey, I probably sank about three hours into it on the PC. So I didn't really want to be like, let me go play these levels again, you know. And so... Um, besides that, I also played some of the uh, the Ghost Recon Breakpoint beta I mentioned earlier with Pipe Dream and Ghost Nico. And I said I, I tried to stream it so a couple friends could watch it. Had some issues. Had to stop the stream. You know, once I stopped the stream, it was better. But it just it was Ghost Recon. I mean, it, it's fun. Like I said, it's a mix between, in my opinion, Division Two and say Ghost Recon, Wild, Ghost Recon Wildlands for those that haven't played it you kind of have that central headquarters hub where you can pick up missions and see other players online running around and, and that and you can you know put a marker up on the map and you guys can all head there 
you know, you can take your own direction. You can jump in random vehicles, which is kind of fun, you know, or you can ride together, you know. And did Jenny, did you say you played this or no? What game was it? Uh, the uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I played no, I played the last beta. Uh, I matter of fact, before we started the show, you know, and just the kind of last couple of days I've had with, you know, outside of gaming was. Yeah, everything's updated. You know, everything's downloaded. Just need to actually get in time to play mm-hmm. it this weekend. I do. I do. One thing I wish that Borderlands Three would have that Ghost Recon has is, as maybe Jesus can attest this to, or, or maybe you notice it on the Xbox, is on the PC the controlling of your vehicles is really weird. Like with mouse and keyboard. So like typically, even on a, on a like Ghost Recon. A and D is your left and your right when you on your for your steering, and in, in Borderlands Three, it's wherever you're looking with your mouse. Yeah, so I have little, to sit there and move my mouse yeah. a lot, and I I don't know how many times I've crashed and flipped my vehicle over oh, in Borderlands I because I can't shit, drive it. Dude. I'm used to it from Borderlands One and Two, but it's even okay. worse with controller because in the controller. I don't know if you ever played Halo, but it's like driving the Warthog in Halo. You're like you have to use I the have, sticks. Yeah, I have played Halo. No, I'm with playing controller. with controller. Yeah. yeah, I'm playing with controller. I'm playing Borderlands with a controller, so I am I am used to that. Oh, but no, things, I mean that's how it's always been. It's I think the one thing that I do want to look left to see what's left, and then I'm going left. So there is that. So I have to keep you know wiring wiring my brain back to okay, don't look over there if you don't need to. <laughs> you know, just go there if that's so. I but I don't have any issues. It's there's no issue with me and. Maybe I wonder why they went with that control game. scheme, like that. It just it's so much different from any other games that, you know, I naturally right away, man. I remember when I did that first mission a couple weeks ago or whatever when it first came out. They were like steal this vehicle and drive it back, and yeah, I'm pretty sure right I just away. crashed it right into a canyon, a canyon, or right into a, a wall or something, and got it stuck. And I had to go get a different one, you know. Cause I'm That's like, why I love that unicycle, man. That thing's awesome. Like. Yeah. I think just driving that with with those controls is is so fine. much better. Yeah, so much better. That unicycle thing reminds me of the, the Gunny may remember this from the old cartoon GI Joe. The Cobra team had a black one that had like a red ring around the edge yeah. of it, and there's a gun on the one side. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like awesome. Looks like some kind of hybrid vehicle that somebody made back in, you know, the 1930s. It's just one wheel, man. I think <laughs> somebody did make that back in the day. They did try to. That's make what the, it reminds me of. Make the motorcycle on... like that, I think, and yeah, they realized that it it works, but it people wouldn't we're gonna like it. it use this, weird. use this in the military. We're gonna put a freaking <laughs> minigun on it. Hell yeah! I mean, even Wolfenstein had the motorcycles like that. That's what they looked like in Wolfenstein. So <laughs> there's been designs based on that motorcycle style. Yeah, it's a cool looking ride though. And Jesus, did I see that yours? Did yours hover today? Uh, did yeah, I see- you can like. So oh, I unlocked this cool. thing where uh, I hijacked one that hovered, and then somehow I, I parked it in the garage. And every time, like, like Liddy tells you if you still ride that, yes, it has tech or whatever on it. You can put it in the the garage thing or the scanner thing, and she'll scan it and she'll steal the tech off of it. So I stole one that hovered, and I like when I use mine, I compress the space bar. And using A and D, it hovers left to right. And then I can make mm-hmm. it hover left to right with the A and D. And then, uh, so yeah, it's kind of weird looking. Something yeah. something my son took advantage of, and, and we didn't get to. I think they must have patched it 
since then is he was playing with Mechmod, and Mechmod would spawn a vehicle, and my son would get in it and just park it and thing, and he would get access to it. So he would get all of Mechmod's vehicles right off the rip, and then Mechmod got all my son's vehicles right off the rip. So my son would just spawn stuff for him, and Mechmod would jump in it, drive it over, claim it, and then Mechmod would spawn something. My son would jump in it, drive it, claim it, and so he was able to share each other's vehicles really quick. That's cool, yeah. But um, hopefully we that, tried it. That was we intentional. tried it like one day, and then it didn't work for me. So like he's like, I don't know why it's not working. So I I think they maybe patched it. So you yeah. Could, yeah. Didn't take that little. I don't want to call it a cheat, but you know it's a smart little workaround. Yeah. But I, but I don't besides, know why they patch things like that. But I guess they want you to play the game and experience it. Yeah. The game gets tough, though, man. Borderlands Three has had some tough enemies that I've had to fight, and I just die and die and die to them. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. And then there's some other enemies that I'm just breezing right through them. Like, I figure them out right away, and I'm like, okay, I gotta do this and this and this, and I take them out right away. Um, I don't know what it is, um, but yeah. I was able to... No, I mean, there's... That mission I told you guys about last week, remember I told you when I I met Zero? Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. oh my god, like, that mission was so freaking tough. I still died once or twice more after that. And then actually, but I guess the good thing is, is that I feel like they all respawn once I respawn. So it, it does kind of reset, but then I can just kind of maybe go in there at a different angle or There's not really cool just missions. go gung ho in there. There's some really cool missions in this game. There's one that's a battle royale mission and you have to like make your way through a city and like you have to fight three people and beat them and get their keys. And the whole thing is you're trying to have sex with this guy who's like a, a bazillionaire. <laughs> so, so his thing is, you're going to have sex with me if you win this battle royale, but you got to win the battle royale. So like you're making your way through the city and there's enemies spawning everywhere and you got to pretty much survive and kill the bad guys and steal their keys and get to the end. It's a moxie mission. It's really fucking well done. And like, oh, oh, is shit. that her boyfriend? Oh, yeah, sorry if it's a spoiler her, alert. Yeah, her boyfriend or whatever? Was yeah. Or, yeah. Or her I haven't or played that because I thought, okay, I need to be level whatever it was, a few levels up higher. Yeah. But I did it at yeah. level, I think I did it at level 18 and it had some, I didn't, I didn't have problems dying in it, but I think I died in it maybe once. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. Good stuff. Good That's cool. Again. Game, dude. It's a good fucking game. Play, play Borderlands, people. What I, what I like the most is just seeing the characters from uh, from the previous games, especially from Tales from the Borderlands. Seeing Reese was fucking awesome. I love that dude. I fucking love that dude. <laughs> yeah, I had fun with that when I played with you today. We seen the uh, what was it? Brick, Brick? was the yeah, character the name. Yeah, and he's like almost like a Gears of War character, this big super guy, you know, huge shoulders. and right? he was little like, waist, yeah. He was fighting everybody and just throwing them around on the map. He just seen little bodies flying everywhere. I open doors. That's all he does. This fucking open punches the shit out of the controls and it opens the door. <laughs> Jesus and I, like, I'd see Jesus up at the top of the balcony and he's, like, sniping things. And I'm, like, over there sniping things. And you see Brick Brick's down there just like throwing people them. around, just punching them. Grabbing people yeah. and throwing them around. <laughs> Uh, I also like playing with Zero. Zero was fucking legit, because Zero's, you know, in every game he's been a badass, like a fucking ninja and shit. And, like, in this game he's, of course, a ninja. There's a whole mission you have to do with him. (laughs) It's kind of based around him, and it's fucking awesome. It's funny as fuck. Yeah, Uh, I like how, even, like, even if you're playing with a real player as well, but I watched Zero, where he 
basically like he let his decoy go and the enemy is just like like totally trying to fight the decoy it's basically an invisible i mean he's just his fists are going through it and he's like shooting at it it's like <laughs> there's nobody there man yeah. you know the yeah, game is fun, good. dude. It's a fucking funny. I, I the more I think about it, the more I want to play it. I got some, some of those golden keys or whatever. I got six of them right now. How do you get those? Like, how do you? I, I know you can watch Twitter, but is you there, have to like, you sign up for a accounts? shift account. So you have to sign up for a shift account. Once you have a shift account, you have to verify it and all that bullshit. And then oh yeah yeah, yeah. I remember to watch that Twitter or there's there's a few codes that have been released that don't expire but a lot of the ones on twitter do expire so if you if you watch randy pitchford's twitter account he releases some every once in a while but those have an expiration anywhere from like 30 minutes to an hour to three hours nine hours but they do expire but you have to use them and then they give you like three golden keys or four golden keys or one golden key um and then you unlock those that chest and you're in the spaceship, what the fuck's it called again? Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Yeah. There's that chest right there that tells you you need a golden key to unlock. Right. You unlock that right. thing you and first it gives walk you. In, yep. It gives you like badass fucking weapons. Like one of my main guns that I used for a long time, from like level twelve on up, to like level twenty almost, I used it. It was this fucking like rocket launcher that was like lock onto people and just fucked everybody up. It was legit, and I fucking love that gun. Now I can't use it no more because it's, like, under-leveled. It's like, fuck. I know. It's too bad you're thinking, you know, like... Yeah, oh, that's man. why like, I don't want to use it. Because I thought about, like, right now I thought about, like, unlocking another, like, opening that chest again and getting, like, whatever it's in there, you know, that's, like, legendary or whatever the fuck that's in there. But I'm, like, I'm level 20. Like, before I know it, I won't be level 30 and I won't be able to use this stuff. Like, I kind of just want to hold on to these keys now. <laughs> don't want to fucking use them yeah <laughs> yeah so just go sell that you know like i love selling stuff to marcus yeah and hopefully and then hopefully like marcus will be like you know he's his thinking is is that you know you gave him that level 10 rocket launcher you know and now you're 14 like could you could i get that 14 the rocket launcher now yeah all right yeah. hopefully that's something he has for sale i usually don't buy Speaking. stuff from the guns people what were you saying, man? Speaking of selling things, I, I, when I was playing with Jesus tonight, Gunny, we were talking about something. I said something about my backpack, and Jesus is like, how much money he has. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I got a ton of money and this and that. And I'm like, I yeah, I, I, I go, I keep putting money into my backpack to make my backpack bigger. And he's like, well, how, how do you do that? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's over here in the sanctuary. And so, you know, as confusing as the sanctuary is to find your way around it. We find our way over there, and I show it to him. And next thing he knows, he goes, holy crap. He's like, it was like $65,000 or something like that for the next upgrade. For the next upgrade. Okay. I was like, holy he, shit. He went from having a lot of money to not enough to be able to do the next upgrade. So he well, yeah. like so I had like four. I had like $59,000 gunny. So I I had already bought in the first upgrade. So I I have like 19 slots in my backpack, but I always felt like I was wearing out of slots cuz what I do is I pick up the shitty guns and I just sell them. Like that's a good way to make money, you just sell the Absolutely, yep. So that's, that's what I it. usually do. If I finish a level and I realize there's no more left on that level, I'm going to get the guns and just sell them. So that's what I do, and the problem I can run into is I only have 19 slots, so when Mayo told me to go buy these upgrades, I bought the second up, or the, the second and the third upgrade, and the second upgrade went from like being $3,000 to the third upgrade being like 21000 and I was like, holy shit! So I ended up paying for it, but then it was like the fourth upgrade is like eighty one thousand. It jumps from like twenty thousand to like eighty thousand for like four more slots. And I'm like, that yeah, is before, insane. 
in in the previous Borderlands, I think you had to use uranium, didn't you, for upgrades like that? But now you can actually use money, which is nice. It was nice, but you fuck, when the fuck am I gonna get eighty thousand dollars? And then it tells you like you can also buy like an upgrade for your wallet to carry more money. And it's like, well, what's mm-hmm. the cap of how much money can you carry? I don't know what's the cap on that. There probably isn't any. Like Borderlands too, you you could just have millions of dollars. Million. Yeah, yeah and there were like exploits something? and things back in the day where yeah, yeah you can. Somebody can gift you money. And... You're picking up all the guns that you've been and selling them. Uh, my son showed me too back at Sanctuary. You know there's a machine that you go up to and all yeah. the guns that was in your mission it spits out and you can just sell them there. So you really don't have to pick them up it's during the mission. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like you can just pick up ones that I pick up ones that I want to keep or I think yeah, are going to be interesting. Nah, I keep, and then I, I pick up everything that I want to sell. <laughs> and I just go to the end of the level and I go back there and I yeah. I have all, I have Usually a I the levels, and I just run over and sell them real quick. That loot thing is always full for me, so I'm always just selling shit out of there. I'm like, fuck it, sell, 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 sell. Yeah. You know a little animal in your ship you can pet it? That little monkey-looking thing with the big ears? I haven't seen it. A little rat monkey thing that hangs out with huh? one of the characters. I think it hangs out with, with Claptrap, maybe, or some somebody else. It hangs out with somebody. Somebody brought it on the ship. It's a little animal-looking thing. And I walked up to it the other day, and I started petting it, and, like, little hearts popped up around it. I'm like, oh, that's pretty nice. <laughs> so I petted it again, and it spit out, like, some fucking ammo. <laughs> like, it, like, <laughs> spit it out. <laughs> it's like, like, it threw up some, like, ammunition box. I was like, what the fuck? Did this thing use your ammo? It's <laughs> funny. And then I was like, whatever. Like, that's fucking funny as fuck. It's like this little tiny-ass little creature spitting out a big-ass box of ammunition. Like, here you go, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I can just add that to the Twitter account. Yes, you can yeah. pet the animal in yeah, Borderlands can, 3. Pet the animal in Borderlands. I didn't know that. Like, that's pretty, like, fucking cool little feature in the game. That fucking sanctuary ship is the weirdest designed fucking ship in any game I've ever been on, man. It's so hard. A little multi leveled, but still. The easy map is so to hard learn. to look at, yeah. Fucking yeah, that thing's weird. Like I think you can memorize it because I kinda have it by now, but it's still kinda tricky sometimes to get certain places. You can lose your partner in there really quick. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yep. Where are you at? I see you. No, I see you on the mini map. I also, do. I see your yeah, also I see your city, diamond, your square, you're there. Also the city maps and the levels on like Pandora, like the different levels, different worlds. Sometimes they'll like the map will have like a like a sub level to the level you're on, and that's where the mission is. So you have to get down there somehow, and there's only <coughs> a specific way to get down there. That stuff is kind of confusing. But yeah, otherwise... it kind of reminds me of uh, Youngblood. Remember Jesus when we were playing Youngblood? We were like, we know where we have to go. But how do we get there? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. it's like a But it's it's a fun game though, man. So check it out, guys. Play it. Yeah, I guess besides besides those big games we've been playing, the, the last thing I didn't want my VR to feel neglected. Ooh. So I went ahead and picked up the old Oculus, and uh, it had an update. So I updated it, and I had to actually readjust all my. Uh, my settings for my room scale, so you have to draw the circle around my room and and do the floor level and all that stuff. Like it tells you to like put the controller by the floor to, to know where the floor is at. And so I get all that set up, and I see a couple of new games in the Oculus Store right away. But there was this new one, and it's I can't remember what it's called now, but basically it's like a big open social world thing, and it's done by Facebook and Oculus. 
and it says coming soon. So I'm like, oh shit! I knew they were gonna do this. And it shows little people in like airplanes, and they're like, oh, and it it shows like this lady, and she's in her kitchen. She's in her kitchen, and she's doing different things. Like she's shooting enemies, and it shows another lady, and she's talking to her, and she's like, yeah, I'm over here flying this plane. It looks like it's just a big open world where you can do whatever. But so I'm like, okay, this is home for VR. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so I'm like, and it's just coming soon. I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm watching this video. Well, next thing I know, I look at my phone. I have an email saying, hey, this game's coming out soon for Oculus. This is from Oculus because my Oculus account has my email. How much is the game? It, it doesn't say. I think it's free. Um, uh, so I, I, cl- I clicked on the email, and they're like, hey, you can sign up for the beta and test this game. So I'm like, ooh, exciting. You know, of course, I'm going to sign up for any beta I can. I like to test things. So I get the thing. and says, you have to fill out this questionnaire. So I'm like, okay, first question, are you male or female? Okay, simple. Click. Okay. Next question, do you develop or make games? Uh, no, you know. <laughs> Third question, do you have... Uh, you run like a Discord or a YouTube channel, or are you a streamer or Ooh. something like that? So I just hit yes, and I said, you know, like podcast host, you know, just whatever, just kept it simple. And I go scroll down, and that's the only questions there are. So I hit submit, and they're like, you know, we will we will look at your your questions that you have answered, and we will decide whether you would be a good fit for our beta or not. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> I answered three questions, you know, and I'm yeah. like, and they were real simple questions, you it's, know, do you make games or whatever? It sounds like they probably want you to do, you know, sign a couple NDAs, so maybe you shouldn't have put podcasts. Yeah, and, and probably not, and, and I'm not real concerned with it. I just was like, okay, right, right. It's not But then they're like, exciting. we'll let you know, and this will be out in, like, the beta, I think the way they were talking, was going to be out in, like, early 2020, is what they told me. So I'm going, that's not for a long ways anyways. I'm like, why even you do you even have this in the store already and say, coming soon? When you're talking want, about the beta, I've been coming out. They want people to the, buy these yeah. at Christmas. Yeah. They want people to start buying the headsets at Christmas so they can have them. They can start promoting. Yeah, yeah. So they can start promoting these. And, like, I, I've said it all along, man. Facebook, they own Oculus, so it's only natural that they're going to find a way to put Facebook and, like, this social interaction type things on VR. They're the company that's going to do it because <laughs> it benefits them the most. Think about it. If you can put on a headset and, and hang out with your family members from across the world or whatever the fuck in this virtual world without paying a dime, I mean, you pay for the headset. I- Saves you money. It's the future, man. But I also think also it's really I think kind of what they might possibly be going for is, you know, where I'm not saying that. Remember, Facebook did games back in the day, but they were just more more social, smaller things where. But now, you know, with Oculus, but they may be teaming up with somebody to, you know, they want to be able to promote games using these Oculus devices. Gunny, they want you to invite your family member that lives in wherever the fuck, say India or something, and they want you to invite them to play fucking tennis against you in a virtual fucking court. Who knows? Maybe, right? It could be as simple as that and play for free, right? Or they want you to invite them to watch Netflix in a virtual theater 
and you guys both sign in at the same time. We can go watch Netflix. Not even in a virtual theater. In Gunny's fucking virtual condo that Gunny owns. In it's Trump got a water Tower. Bed, Trump Tower. Heart shaped. <laughs> it's got a sauna spa. World. It's got a yeah. pool tables. Yeah, yeah, come and hang out. Table. Gunny has posters everywhere. Fuck yeah. See, so I think this will all, like you said, it's going to be like that. The PlayStation Rift, whatever. It'll be free, Gunny, but it's going to cost you real money to buy all these things in the game. Ooh, so if I want to hang pictures on the wall and yes, everybody else you want to see like that, If you want to have a cool Pac-Man arcade machine in VR mm, in your apartment, yeah. guess what? you got to pay five bucks in real life to get that Pac-Man machine in your apartment in VR. That's or where or you can get a job in VR. <gasps> Oh, oh yeah. there you go. Shit, is gonna make you work for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Everyone thought that the Oasis looked cool until you realize you have to work half the time if you're not a kid. You know what? In this virtual reality, I'm gonna be a pimp. <laughs> gonna be a pimp. <laughs> he's like going to the first illegal thing he can think of. I'm gonna be a pimp. <laughs> the dark side of Facebook, uh, folks. The Gunny, do you keep your police mustache? Oh, of course I do. I'll still wear purple. Ooh. Wear that big old pimp hat. <laughs> Got the mustache going. Yeah. And you'll be driving a new Jeep. The, yeah, Shoot, I'm be driving, driving a caddy, all the Jeeps, fool. All the Jeeps in the fucking... Lower the down caddy. Are driving a, a lowrider? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is my reality, okay? big ass Cadillac. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be legit, I think. I look forward to it. Yeah, so it, it was called Facebook Horizon, and it says, Welcome to Facebook Horizon, an ever-expanding VR world where you can explore, play, and create in extraordinary ways. At Horizon, you're not just discovering a new world. You are part of what makes it great. So Holy sh- I'm in, Mayo. You sold me. I'm signing. I'm going to get an Oculus just for this. There you go. So never mind that Respawn's making a game for Oculus. We all have to get on the uh, Facebook. Facebook Horizon, motherfuckers. The future oh, of the yeah. world. In 20 years, everyone's going to be on Horizon going to work. I have to get up and go to work. Let me put on this fucking headset <laughs> and sign on to my well, job. Let's roll through a somebody's gonna, Oculus. No, somebody's going to ask you where you work and be like, I work for Facebook. <laughs> what do you do? I fucking answer people's stupid phone calls in VR all day. With technical support. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Thank you for calling the Horizon support line. My name is Jesus. How can I help you today? And then Gunny's going to be like, I can't. My headset doesn't turn on. I don't know what is going on with it. it I don't see nothing. <laughs> Sir, I see two lines you, going across the stream. Sir, have you checked the wires going to your device? Are they plugged in correctly? You're going to be like, I plugged everything in correctly. You're going to be all mad and shit. Speak English, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Getting all mad and shit. (laughs) I want to take this thing back. I need a refund. Where's your supervisor? Hold on, sir. Let me get a supervisor for you. (laughs) Shit. Anyways, let's move on to news. News time! It's news time! Speaking of Oculus, I got some real cool news for you, Mayo. Okay, I'm listening. Oculus unveiled the Oculus Quest new finger tracking abilities that's going to take VR 
to a whole new level. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, this is what they say. They say, hand tracking on Oculus Quest hands-on review. Serious immersion with the caveat. Says here, this is a truly immersive experience. It does not require any additional hardware. It is coming very soon. Chosen here at Oculus Connect 6. Facebook unveiled one of the more exciting developments in VR technology we've seen lately, and that is hand tracking. But, Mayo, you may think hand tracking. Oh, well, the Index does hand, tra hand tracking and finger tracking. Well, guess what, Mayo? Guess what? Yes. What? This requires no gloves. Nice. Or no new headset. Yes, I, I you know I've seen this article and it is for the Quest, and I am hoping it is for the S also. Like I have a ripped S, sure. and this is for the mobile one. So I'm really hoping that the uh, the S also has it. So I wonder if they just don't have to use their controllers on the Quest because I know it has controllers similar to mine. Um, they, you know, that maybe I can get the same option because I think it uses the cameras, and it literally just uses that front camera, which is the same thing it's on my my That's Oculus so Rift. Cool, man. I'm, and it just tracks your hands that way, like so. That's so fucking cool. One feature I did I didn't notice the other day, and I actually turned on by mistake, and I really enjoy, is the ability to see like the real world in front of you by double clicking the home button so i know you've mentioned before on your playstation where you've done that so like if i'm playing and i feel like i'm kind of getting away from where i need to be standing i'm getting too close to a wall yeah. all i have to do is double click the home button and it gives me the the video pass through and i can see a black and white oh, nice. image of my whole room and i know i can be like step over to where i need to be again and just click it again one more time and it puts me right back in the game so that's kind of a nice feature i just kind of discovered it was in the settings i had to turn it on but it was a nice little luxury to have because games like beat saber and been on occasionally i'll find i'm like in a different spot from where i started because sometimes you have to move to the left or the right you know like avoid those walls that are coming at you and next thing i know i'm like a different place or a couple of games like seeking dawn i've played where i just find myself completely in a different area where i started from yeah Hmm, that's legit, man. But I look forward to this hand tracking tech. That only is going to improve VR and and make it accessible for more people. Because there's people out there that don't play video games. But if you can convince like an old lady that, hey, you put this on, you're in a social space, and you just talk normal, and just move your hands normal, you can reach out and grab stuff in the world. Just, just reach out and grab that thing. Grab it. Mm -hmm. And they use their fucking hands to grab. Like you don't have to teach them how to use a controller or anything. They just do it, and it fucking works. You get the masses like that, dude. The masses. Well, hopefully I can report on it when it comes out here soon, and I'll, I'll get this update also. And there you go. They did do like a nice little update. You know, I, I complained about the Oculus S when I picked it up over to Cadillac's one, where the audio wasn't nearly as good. And they've actually done, like, a software patch to make the audio louder and better. So, like, it's it's not as good as Cadillac's was, but it's significantly better now. Like, I can't complain about the audio now. Okay. Well, let's move on to some more audio speak. Speaking of audio, Microsoft has now brought the Google Assistant support to the Xbox One. That is right. Just like Alexa, you can now say Google... 
turn on my device, whatever you nickname your Xbox, whatever you can tell your Google to launch it. You can ask it to launch a game. You can ask it to do a bunch of things for your Xbox. To pause, play, turn off, turn on, etc. So just like Alexa, you can turn on your uh, your Google and your Xbox and make them work together. <laughs> That's legit. You can tell your Xbox to launch Stadia. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. Google, My Xbox or Xbox, or Xbox like. launch Stadia. <gasps> the future is now. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're going to have that support. They're going to have to add that, right? That Stadia support. Like, Google, turn on Stadia, and then Stadia launches for you. That has to be there. I mean, they're... They should, they should have thought about that, <laughs> especially after doing the support for the Xbox. <laughs> I think they will. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Google Assistant. I'm going to download that right now. It's on iOS. Speaking of assistance and Microsoft, Gunny, the Xbox One game streaming service, Project X Cloud, is now set to go public. When? October. Soon. Hopefully. In a beta, though, not real public. <laughs> So this is a public beta. It says here that Microsoft will begin a public test project of Project xCloud next month. This is the Xbox game streaming service in select countries next month. It says here this technology was first announced a year ago. This allows streaming of Xbox games to other devices such as mobile phones and tablets. It means that you can be playing Sea of Thieves on your smartphone on the bus while others play elsewhere on a PC or Xbox One. All you need is a compatible device and Bluetooth Xbox controller. It says for the United Kingdom, United States, and Korea get to try xCloud first. And you can sign up today and receive an invite for the moment, though it's Android only. So if you have an iOS device, oh, you're out. Damn it. Sorry, Gunny. Sorry. Oh, man. Get that hobo iOS stuff out of here. <laughs> I need to get a Google Play. It says here, first up in the program is going to be Halo 5 Guardians, Gears 5. Killer Instinct, which is a like a fucking demanding game because you have to like be pretty quick with those moves. And Sea of Thieves, with more set to join the preview over time. Uh, says here, there's no word yet on when xCloud will leave public testing or what the business model might be when it does. Microsoft did say that the test will last, quote, until consumers are consistently reporting a great, full experience, and the technology meets our internal quality standards. The company is also working on another console streaming technology. And uh, so that one might go into testing soon as well. But that's a different one from xCloud. So the, apparently xCloud is like the streaming your games to your phone. And then there's another streaming thing from like streaming all your console games. So they're going to have oh, two right. streaming. They talked about that. Yep. They're going to have the streaming from your console to your device. And then they're going to have the streaming from the Xbox server farm to your device. So there's two different types of streaming going on here that they're trying to make work. The so it's almost like, like emulation, right, in well, a way? There's the one that's on your console. that All your games on your console are playable on your phone or whatever. And then there's the one that's like all your digital games are playable from the other one. You understand what I mean? Because like yeah, from, yeah, if, if you course. put the one from your console, you can just stick a disc on your console and you can play off of that disc on your console. So your Xbox is on at home. Right, so it's emulation. That disc is spinning, and that disc is throwing out... <laughs> or or that, it's, uh, what do they call it? It's uh, That console streaming over to your phone. 
then there's the one that if you own Tomb Raider on digital, you can launch Tomb Raider without turning on your Xbox at home. You just launch it from their servers. Right, from the cloud. So, yeah. From the cloud, yeah, I guess. The, the cloud. Yeah. I wonder I wonder it makes me think of a, so so Steam has had you know, in-home streaming for a while with the Steam Link, which yeah. I have. And and my biggest drawback on the Steam Link is, like, you have to have it running on both. So, like, when I'm streaming to my TV off of Steam, my PC is actually running and playing the game yeah. on my PC, and so my living room is playing on the TV. So with the Xbox, is the Xbox going to have to be on and yes. taking up your TV mm. while it's streaming well, it to you? Well, it doesn't have to so take I, up your TV. It, it's taking up the power that it usually does. It's re- yeah, it's just because someone else can be watching TV and like using it. Maybe just input. change a channel. Yeah, maybe yeah, channel okay. Because right? yeah, like on the PC you can't really Xbox, change your input, you know. Your Xbox is gonna be on, on, like it's gonna gotcha. be on. Like, yeah. Like, no one, so that like I can't go to your Xbox and be like, all right, Mayo, I'm gonna play Call of Duty on this, and then you launch Tomb Raider or whatever the fuck, and no, like it's gonna be like, well, now Mayo, now you're playing Call of Duty. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. So you can't play two games at once. And that's that was a drawback about the PC one is I really hate is okay, so if I'm gonna stream from my PC to my TV downstairs, now I'm taking up my PC and my TV. You know, and now nobody can get on the computer or like in my household, you know, if I'm on the if I'm on the console, more likely my son's playing on the PC. Or if I'm on the PC, he's probably on the console playing. Yeah. You know, so like I hate taking up both. Or like, you know, we just had the one TV in the living room, so then my wife and my kids are not, you know, being able to watch what they want to watch either, you know, because I have TV on. Yeah. It says here that players interested in taking part in the Project X Cloud Public Beta Preview um, can sign up, and you don't need to own the games. They're going to be playable through the Xbox One in order to play them. It says here that it's going to roll out invitations in a phased approach, starting with a small number of participants. Project xCloud public preview tests will initially be limited to Android devices running Android 6.0 or higher with Bluetooth 4.0. Participants will also need a Microsoft account and a Bluetooth-enabled Xbox One wireless controller. Project xCloud will be compatible with Wi-Fi and cellular networks, and Microsoft says that it is currently working with a number of cellular providers worldwide, SK Telecom in Korea, T-Mobile in the United States, and Vodafone in the United Kingdom. Sessure Microsoft, blah, 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 been built it last year. Sessure Public Preview is a critical phase in our multi-year ambition to deliver game streaming globally at the scale and quality of experience that the gaming community deserves and expects, said Kareem Kudri. Corporate Vice President for Project xCloud. He said in a statement, It is time to put Project xCloud to this test in a broader capacity with a range of gamers, devices, network environments, and real-world use case scenarios. And this is where you come in. At Xbox, we made it a priority to engage with all of you to help in the creation process. We now want you to play with us and share your feedback on Project xCloud so we can iterate and improve week after week. Join us, have fun playing, share your stories and feedback, and be part of the journey. Interesting. So they're going into beta. Stadia's going to release next month. I, I say next month, but I mean November or whatever the fuck. When did they release again? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was November. <laughs> I've heard of the shit. <laughs> Fucking God damn it. Stadia. 
release, motherfucker. November 2019. So yeah, so they released in November 2019. And Xbox is going into beta a month right before that. So I still think Stadia has the upper hand in all this. The one thing that Xbox has over Stadia is a game library. That's a, that's a big thing, too. Right, yeah. Because you don't got to pay for those games again. If you can stream the games that you already own digitally to your devices, then automatically Xbox kind of beats Stadia in that in that case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it's like, it's like if like Steam came out with this mail and Epic came out with it, you would most likely use Steam's all the time because you wouldn't need to use Epic's all the time because Steam has all the games you already own. You have 500 fucking games on Steam. You know what I mean? Right. right. You just, you're going to want to continue to build that library. Yeah. And so. Steam already has a thing where I can stream to my phone. And I just, I don't I don't bother with it, though. Like, you know, again, playing games on my little phone screen. I can Bluetooth my Xbox controller to my phone. And there's a Steam app you download, and you can stream your games to my phone. But, again, it takes up my PC. So my PC has to be playing downstairs, playing the game. And then it uploads that image to my phone. So I'm still taking up the PC, so I just kind of don't do it. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, I need to get a Bluetooth controller. I have my PS4. It's connected to my iPad, but I definitely need one for Xbox to play xCloud. Beta, if I can get in. xCloud. Another but, news, Tony. Yeah. Another audio news. Razer is now bringing its vibrating, vibrating Nari Ultimate headset to the Xbox One. <gasps> Ooh, my ears can vibrate. Tickle. Mm, I'll get all the ear infections after that. Fucking it. Last September, <laughs> Razer unveiled a wireless headset called the Nari Ultimate. That doubled as a rumble pack. That's right. In addition to conventional drivers, which, I mean, they kind of vibrate if they have loud bass, <laughs> the headphones actually had haptic actuators in each cup. The only problem is that they were designed for the hobo-ass PC Master Racer players. But now... But now that- Gunny, now. I mean, you could technically use those with the Xbox One, but you have to use a 35 millimeter jack. You know, you have to buy the stupid jack adapter thing and use it. Just the wires. No one wants wires, right? Wires suck. Yeah, who wants wires? Well, that's why, Mayo, that's why the Razer Nari Ultimate for Xbox One brings the full head rumbling experience to Microsoft's family of consoles. Like the original, these headphones offer Hypersense branded haptics by Lofelt, a German company that also worked on the baselet wearable and a rumble and the rumble module for teenage engineering's OPZ sequencer and synthesizer. The vibrations work with any Xbox One game, Razer claims, to create an immersive in-game experience. That means they'll emphasize subtle footsteps, heart-stopping explosions, and other dramatic audio cues. Guess, you, guess. You guys ready for this? You Price sold time? me. You sold me at full head rumbling. Mm. Johnny's going to have a heart attack. He's going to be playing PUBG on the <laughs> Xbox. Oh, my God. It's, it's going to be all be... quiet, and then a sudden, bang, and he gets shot, and he's going to die. Someone's that was behind us, Mayo. It was behind us. I heard it. Someone breaking into the My full head rumbling. 
Right. So head is going to rumble because he got headshot. <laughs> Gunny, you my... can have these, Gunny, for the low, low price of one hundred ninety-nine dollars. Damn it! Sold ninety-nine cents. Sold. Pre-ordered. Uh, I'm buying it today. Yeah. No, I'm looking at my my Turtle Beach Pros, and I'm just like, those those suck now. I got I got to tell the wife like. What do you think these guns? Do you think it's a good idea for Razor to bring out a vibrating headset for your? your Absolutely. Well, I mean, we're. I mean, if it's got, you know what it needs. I think. And then after this, because they have been promoting a lot the that keyboard and mouse and Razor's a damn good product. Because I love Razor. I think they look great. I love this mouse. They just cool. they got all the design green lights, and everything. Right, all it's the green catchy. lights everywhere. Green light, green light. Yeah. I think we need RGB <gasps> now. It'll be full head. You need them RGB. to light up. I'll look like it'll look like the cops are in the room. You know, <laughs> like there's ambulance, fire, whatever is happening. <laughs> lights everywhere, flashing in your lights room. everywhere. I want them flashing. Head have seizures and shit. Can I have a seizure from all the fucking lights? <laughs> I got flashing. headaches. I got seizures. Yeah. <laughs> Gunny oh. won't be wearing them to play games. Though. He'll be wearing them to bed at night. You know, throw in some blue pills. I mean, we're talking just Gunny straight up cardiac him. arrest. Gunny's wearing them while he's watching a movie on his iPad and his wife's trying to sleep. Gunny's bright ass fucking <laughs> headphones. Watch her, get, watch her get up, put on the earbuds, Jesus. And she'll be like, why is, uh, why is my husband's eyes rolling in the back of his head? <laughs> <laughs> it helps. Or she'd yeah. be like, "Why are the police here? I see reflections on the walls. <laughs> you know, they must be outside." I don't know. I, I think it's it's a cool a cool thing. I guess. I mean, why not? Fucking vibrating earphone things. My kid's got a pair of the Razer headphones. That and they, man, these are just sleek. I just love the design of these. That was their big announcement that they had coming out, saying like, "Oh, we got something big coming." Yeah, and that was their big announcement for the Xbox. I, and you know, the one thing I like about, and and even Epic Earth, and you guys know I'm just a big, I love headphones. Even though I don't wear them so much on the podcast, it's more of an earbuds thing. But yeah. you know, when I'm gaming, I'm playing on PS4, Xbox. Yeah, I gotta have, be wearing headphones. Same um, here, man. I rarely game with like TV audio. I noticed that. I I don't really ever game with TV audio. Like I could have a fucking sound bar with the with the subwoofer and everything. And I still won't fucking use it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, what was I... I forgot what I was playing this week. I was playing something on Xbox, but... You know, you just... You need that immersion. It just needs to capture you with, yeah. with the audio. The audio, I think, um, is just... It makes a game, man. <laughs> right, otherwise, it's like... Audio. Just trying to play from, like, the TV speakers. I mean, even That's though they're weird, great, right? it's just not the same not thing. You hear your wife in the background making some fucking phone call. And yeah, you hear, yeah, it's just too many distractions. Your kid is over there making noise. You hear the neighbors arguing outside. And you're like, what the fuck's going on out there? You just put on yeah, the I headphones. Think... You're like, That's fuck right. the world. Fuck the world. Right? The world exactly. could be a like, fucking zombie apocalypse going on outside, and I'm in here playing Call of Duty. I don't give a shit. You know, because the wife can yeah. come in here, you didn't hear me calling you, and I'll be like... Yeah, that's no, where I, I was going. Then the call. wife and kids are mad at you because you don't hear them. You're like, what? What? I, I, I was me? busy. <laughs> you didn't hear to kill this, some zombies right now. Come through? <laughs> no, I had it on vibrate. There you go. Oh, I had the I vibrations vibrate on. Headphones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did have a pair of... I think it was the Turtle Beach. They were, they were for the Xbox 360, and they were wireless, but... 
you know, and they took they took battery, and they just had like that extra volume to them. So man, especially if you were listening to music or just you had a game on, like you know, like Borderlands, yeah, like it might have been. It's just way yeah. more louder. If I you like these to Turtle Beach that I bought you like a month ago or two months ago. I bought um, the Stealth Seven Hundreds for the PC. They're kind of, they're technically for the PS4, but I use them for the PC as well. And they're not a bad headset. They're actually really good. And there's an app I can I downloaded an app on my phone for Turtle Beach. And since they connect to my phone via Bluetooth, I get all the noise from my phone through my headphones. But I can also control, like, I can download, like, different profiles for them. So it's pretty cool. You can turn up the bass, turn it down, fucking make it really fucking loud or make it not so loud. It's legit, man. Headphones are good. Buy headphones, people. Buy them. Buy them. Listen to our podcast when you buy If you game, buy headphones. Definitely. I would suggest that over, like, that's the number one gaming peripheral that I would suggest people buy the game. It's a headset, right? You know, I say, if you're using earbuds oh, you're and you doing plug those into your controller, I say, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, what is that? What kind of hobo shit is that? Mayo. What? We're talking to you. Yeah. Don't you just have earbuds <laughs> to play games? <laughs> talking about As like, we all have earbuds on right now. Right? Yeah. Well, they're more comfortable for the podcast, but when it comes to game games, I have these trusty, big old audio technicas over here that I just absolutely love. So. Do they do, they do the rumble? Do they do a rumble? And they do rumble. Well, they have a flat sound to them, but because they're like studio headphones. But I have like, through my... my my virtual audio mixer, it has an EQ in it, so I turn up the bass and stuff, and it has really good bass actually. Yeah, but do they rumble? Do the rumble effect? No, they don't. They don't rumble, rumble. You they don't. Get, you need to get the real rumble, rumble. I don't like a lot of bass actually, so. No, you don't need no bass, but the rumble's there. I guess my voice makes up for all the bass. I don't need any other bass in my life. <laughs> <laughs> or so I hear. <laughs> fucking mayo. Causing ear infections and all. Breaking TVs. My, my ears. My, you broke my TV. My ears were all infected. By the way, people, I've, I'm fixing my ears this week. I'm fixing my, I went to the doctor and they told me I had a double ear infection. Oof. Ouch. Yeah, my ear was hurting bad last show, dude. Last yeah, week the last show, show, if you guys were oh, wondering. Dude, my ear was hurting so fucking bad. The As you notice, we rushed through the questions head, last dude. week. We had to get through it. Yeah, the whole side of my fucking head was like a fucking throbbing. Like, like it was just pain. And I went to the urgent care, and they're like, oh, yeah, you got an ear infection in both ears. I'm like, in both ears? Like, the left one feels fine. She's like, no, it's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> Some eardrops. She's like, put those in your ears for the next 10 days and, like, don't, like, put Q-tips in your ears. And that's hard to not do, man. When you've been doing that forever, it's so fucking hard not to do. Q-tips feel so good. Anyways. <laughs> man, glad you're feeling better. With how, it definitely helped with that itch. Oh, from, fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, my ears feel so much better now. But I still need to use the ear drops tonight. So I still need to use them for, like, the next seven days or whatever. Six days, or whatever, fuck, five days. I don't know how many days have gone by. Anyways, another PlayStation 4 game is now leaving the PlayStation Store very soon. However, there is now a few days left to purchase the game before it goes away forever. The developer, Frogwares, the team most recently behind the Sinking City, 
announced that his partnership with Focus Home Interactive is now ending. As a result of this, some of his games are now being removed from digital storefronts. In fact, multiple of his PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 games have already been de delisted, and come a few days, a PS4 title will leave PlayStation Store forever. This game is called Sherlock Holmes Crime and Punishment, a 2014 detective game. And then, yeah, so says here on September 29th, which is tomorrow, it's going to be leaving PlayStation Store as well as Microsoft Store and Steam. Uh, and yeah, so this, they didn't, the reason I yeah. brought this up is it's not because necessarily because of the game you know like so most people have played this probably i played a little bit of it it's actually a pretty good game um the reason i brought it up was because digital libraries is something that that we all have and we know it's just there it's it's a thing like we all have digital games um but like at any point like things could just disappear man <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like like deals go awry and and people just whatever deals are over and like the games go away, and, and are we fucked? Like, what happens in that situation? Like, in this situation, I, I'm guessing if you bought the game, you can always download it? No, I don't think so. I don't... Well, you know what? In some situations, right? In some situations, you can delete it intentionally and then re-download it. Because, I mean, I think that's the way it is on Steam. But, but there's other oh. situations where that's not true. Like, like, Once it accidentally gets deleted, or if you do it intentionally, you will not be able to re-download it. Like but I don't come, know, isn't there? Come next gen. Say you buy the Xbox Scarlet and you want to read, you want to download your entire library. Like my crazy ass brother, he downloads like a thousand games and only plays one. So you want to download your whole library that you've ever always owned on the Xbox. And like, so you know, they're saying that the the Xbox, the next one is going to be supposedly backwards compatible, like with every Xbox ever. So yeah. say you own games that came out on the Xbox original and Xbox 360 and Xbox One and Xbox whatever. And some of these games have been delisted. Are we going to be able to re-download those games, or should you just keep your Xbox One? Hmm, good question, yeah. Because a lot of these games got to be delisted. I mean, I mean, it would probably be a good idea if you have the money to, if you're not going to trade in that Xbox One. To just keep it? Then I say keep it, especially if you have those games downloaded on hard drives or the internal hard drive on the Xbox One just to be safe and you really you really want to keep really those games keep on there game. as a backup you know like it's just to me it seems like we're all moving to digital and I'm all for that but at the same time you look at situations like this where you know companies end partnerships you know deals are done or whatever they've been done for years licenses now. are yeah, yeah a lot of it is with inspired. music a lot of the time is music for yes. example Beat Saber Say in five years from now, when the music licenses are over for Beat Saber, when like the the companies, the record labels who who made deals with them to put their music in the game, when those deals are over, am I not going to be able to play Beat Saber like those songs anymore on my PlayStation VR? I think you will. A lot of that comes into more streaming stuff, right? Like for example, when I played, when I put up Forza Horizon Two clips and I put them on YouTube back when that first came out, a lot of those were all flagged and taken down. There was nothing I can do because I couldn't claim that that was like, is that your music? It's not your music. It's our music. So what these companies that were in Europe took my videos down. 
Yeah, I was a little... PlayStation took our whole E3 video now. Fucking <laughs> assholes. And so did EA. <laughs> yeah. EA and Microsoft left it up. Microsoft left our E3 video. And when me and Ryan did the E3 show last year for E3 and we did it live, not last year, but the year before, I think, whenever Ryan was on and me and Ryan did those E3 shows like that whole week, we were doing them live, EA and Sony both hit us with copyright strikes. They're like, no, fuck you, we own this. And they fucking took us down. We're like, well, I guess. You guys do own this show, I guess. I yeah, it's not like we were making money off of it or whatever. <laughs> Fuck <Love> you. <people. laughs> Relax. But uh, but I'm looking at these digital libraries and like, I just I wonder if like at some point we're gonna lose everything and they're gonna make us subscribe to everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a possibility. Where we just lose our shit and they're like, well, technically you didn't really own those. You own the license to play those. There was a good article in now Game we took Informer. Away your licenses, so fuck you. We don't. We, you want to play these again? You got to subscribe to our fucking Game Pass, bitch. Subscribe now. Yeah, I know too. Though, like I said on Steam, um, Alan Wake was a good example at the yeah, time. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Alan Wake, they took it off of Steam, but if you already owned the game, you could download it at any point in time. So they left it on the store, and you could look it up on the store, but you you didn't have a. a a link to purchase it. Yeah. You couldn't purchase it anymore. It, you could just see about the game. You could see the forums. You could see all that stuff. But if you did not own the game, you couldn't just purchase it anymore. But if you did own the game, you could still download it. You could still play it. And you still have access to it in your library. And that's that could be when, you know, like we were talking about last week about reselling the games. So what happens when you get this game that is no longer viable on Steam or say uh, on Xbox and this game is no longer viable or PlayStation and you owned it already and you could still download it you may want to sell that if you can sell the digital versions and it may be worth a lot more money to people because you can't get it anywhere which is kind of an interesting little situation that we can run into also you're right but what if you can trade it you can move that license that license is stuck That's just that's the crazy thing too. Is like like I said, if, if say, you know, we don't technically own these, and say like in my situation with Steam, you know, you can say I'm pro Steam, but like, what would happen if Steam completely went away? Like, what happens to my library? Yeah. So let's use that example. I was going to use an Xbox thing, but let's take Steam for example, <clears throat> and you know, worst case scenario, but definitely realistic that Steam announces tomorrow on Twitter that it's claiming bankruptcy. It's it's claiming this Chapter 11. And, you know, for some companies, that's different, right? They can claim it, but really, we don't really notice much. And there's a restructuring, yeah. It's a restructuring, right? It's, yeah. But let's say that it's a total meltdown, basically, where, hey, we're just not going to operate anymore. They close their doors like Telltale Games did. Yeah, exactly. And everything closes down, and they're just saying, like, now it's time to dissolve, and we are. And basically, what happens at that point is they sell it to a, what's the name of that thing? Like an LLC. It's sort of like these companies that have tons of money. Yeah. yeah. So what happens then? Now is are those licenses transferred to? Oh, it would just be a big nightmare with, with games and deals and licenses and. Yeah. So that's I, what I'm wondering: the, is the future just instead of a game giving you a license to play that game forever? Is the future really going to be subscriptions for everything? 
I, yeah, that's I the mean, way because... I'm seeing it going, man. Like, like what else can we do besides a subscription to like make sure people have access to games? But like, like that's... the thing, is, the, my problem with that is everyone's gonna have a subscription plan, dude, and that's right, that's my issue. Even look at that. Look at this case in France with Steam, where yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of like that their lay to stand on against the the other side of you know to the court and that's just saying that look we're a subscription service we sell a we sell a license that you have a right to play it but you don't own that game so, i mean that's the what they're you know i mean they're not a subscription service really steam's uh, not yeah but they sell you the well, microsoft has a subscription service called game pass and you know and so that's really just they can end that in 30 days, right? And just say, oh, we're not going to do it anymore, you know? So what happens to that? You just can't play that game unless you, you know, really just purchase it digitally or... And, you know, we talk about all these subscription services also. What happens, say, we all get on board and we're all doing, you know, Microsoft really is doing a good job of getting us all on board. Um, okay, so we're, all, so we're all on board with Microsoft says, okay, people, now it's $20 a month. Well, that's you know, the thing, right? Yeah. They can do that. They could. And then next think thing about, you know, it's $25 a month. Because look at Netflix. all the stuff they're giving you. Think about Netflix. So right now, if you look at Netflix revenue, it's down a lot. Like, they've lost, like, yeah, this billions of dollars. Tank. Billions of dollars, dude. Their, their stock is literally from last year in January. Their stock is worth less than half of what it was. Like a year ago, so they're really they've lost billions of dollars in terms of investor money and shit, and and a lot of people are some some of the big investment firms are saying sell sell your stocks like sell your stock right now it's gonna go even lower just sell it, it's a fucking fire just sell this shit fire sell, but <laughs> some people are saying hold on to it. But the thing is, when Netflix did last year, or I think maybe it was I think it was last year when they did the price hike, yes, that was because Netflix knew two things. One, they had, they had to make more money for their investors, and two, they couldn't make more money by getting more people to subscribe because everyone's already subscribed to Netflix. Yeah. So what do you do when everyone's already subscribed to your shit? You increase the fucking price. You, fuck, we're gonna add five dollars to this fucking price, and now yeah, everyone, not everyone pays fifteen bucks instead of eleven dollars or whatever the fuck or ten bucks. You pay fifteen bucks now or sixteen. Bucks. And that's when the wife unsubscribed. It, but at but that, moment. that moment is when the investors were super happy and they made all the money. And at any time, I can guarantee you, Microsoft can do the same thing that Mayo is saying. They could be like, "Well, fuck, we got everyone signed up to Game Pass. No one's buying games anymore. What the fuck do we do now?" Hey. It's, it's like Apple this doing shit. this. The Apple, what's it called? Not the Apple TV, but the new subscription they use for not the the Game Pass thing, and then they had the, the for the TV. TV, the, it's called Apple TV, isn't it? No, or it's Apple called something else, but it's really just more of their streaming service, yeah. right? It's going to tie in with Apple TV, of course, but it's only it's only four ninety nine a month, only right? It's that at first. that first hits free, man, right? And then once you subscribe, and then you'll you'll have it for a few months. You're like. Well, hey, I'll probably watch this show. It'll, it'll just be so much harder to unsubscribe. I'll just keep that credit card on file. Yeah. That's what they bank on. You play. Yeah, and they play. bank on that. It's, it's only, only $4.99 a month. And, you know, yeah, like, oh, I don't mind spending it. That adds up. 60 bucks a year? Hey, and that fucking uh, thing of, like, you play Plus. 
it's only 15 bucks a month right now, guys. It's worth it. We're giving you. I mean, the it's ultimate. the same price as EA. It's we're giving and you the ultimate Xbox edition. Xbox is guys. charging the same amount. It's worth it. We're giving you the ultimate edition of shit. But at the end of the day, you're like, what if at the end of the day, what Ubisoft does? Okay, they give us the ultimate edition of like Ghost Recon. They give us the ultimate edition of Watch Dogs Three, and like the next uh, Rainbow Six, whatever the fuck Outbreak or whatever the fuck it's called. They give us the ultimate editions of these games, but what if the ultimate edition is actually including less content than they would have included had people been just buying the ultimate edition? You know what I mean? What if they're cutting back on the content to make mm-hmm. more money? We don't know if they are or not because we don't know what the content would have been otherwise. So at the True. end of the day, they could just cut content down and be like, well, instead of releasing three DLC packs, we'll, we'll release two and a half. And make those two smaller? We'll yeah. Say, we'll say they're three, but we're really two and a half. We'll just fucking fool these guys. And most people are subscribing to our shit anyways. Like, whatever, you know? Like, they don't... Like, that's going to happen. Like, what are, what are these Microsoft games that come out on the Game Pass? What if we realize that, like, everyone right now is on board so, with Microsoft, right? Everyone's, like, super happy. Microsoft bought Ninja Theory. Microsoft bought these fucking studios. Whoa! Big hitters, right? What if... We start realizing pretty soon, like say next year, that the games these companies are putting out are not as good because they know no one's buying their game. So you're saying it could be potentially, hey, we're we're paying less from the subscription service, and we may be also getting less yeah. in return. Because I mean. Wouldn't that kind of be a factor for you if you're making a game, guys? Say? No, I've seen that question a lot, especially yeah. where did I see it at? Was it on? It was either in a like, Facebook I mean, group when it talked about Gears of War Five. Yeah, like like okay, think of like um, like Phil Spencer and, and all these big guys, the big talking heads. They can say whatever they want. They can literally like like Phil Spencer can sit there and tell you that the Xbox will give you like fucking. It's a cancer cure or something, and he can be full of shit. He he doesn't care. He's making the money. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. It's the guys that work at the game studios that are gonna be putting their their like day and night and grinding hours, and then missing like holidays and shit with their family and birthdays and stuff, to put these hours in to make these games. They're the ones that are gonna see the. All that return, man. And what if like no one's buying your game? What's the point of, making a great game like you? Everyone's just going to play it anyways. You know, I do see that, especially with, in like, some forums that talk about, uh, what is what is the next Halo game, Infinite? What is it called? Yeah, what if Infinite's not good? It, and they, well, that's what, I mean, that could just be more negative thinking from their side, where they're, oh, it could be this thing where, hey, let's say, you know, like, it shouldn't be included in Game Pass. I, could, I think that's their argument. Right, because a game could be potentially better if it was just more, more like a, what's a good EA example? Um, you know, like a. Try and think of what one of their heavy hitters would be. You know, so, uh, they fucked all of them. No, up. Anthem's a terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the previous a, three years, you can name any heavy hitter they had, and they fucked every single one of them up. Yeah, yeah, but let's go back a little bit. Maybe what what's one of EA's? What was one of their Mass biggest games? Like, or like, let's say like like a. Like Battlefield Four or whatever, or five. I don't know. It's just something where, but maybe Anthem is another good example because look, look at look at Anthem, one of, probably one of the, the best selling games they've had. It was a fucking dud in my opinion, but 
still, they sold tons from all that advertising, all those pre-sales, right? And I think that's some some people who are, you know, they could be fans of Xbox or own consoles, but to say that, I, I just don't know if that's even true. I don't know, I just think that digital is just the way forward, but at the same time, like this right here makes me want to pump the brakes. Like, whoa, hold on there, motherfuckers. We need some kind of fucking plan when shit goes wrong like this. You know what I mean? There used to be something, because there's no rules right now. There's no rules, there's no, there's nothing right now forcing Microsoft or PlayStation or Steam even to guarantee you that you'll be able to play your games if you've paid the money for that game. There's no guarantee for you. Yeah. Nothing. A lot of that came out. Even, we even we are it. trusting Steam. We're trusting Epic. We're trusting Microsoft. We're trusting Rockstar. We're trusting all these launchers and all this shit to have those games for us whenever we want to play them because we give them our money. Yet, in their user agreement, specifically their user agreement says, we do not guarantee access to this game without an internet connection, you don't guarantee access to this game without the license or whatever the fuck. If everything goes awry, like the company goes under, you're fucked. You are legitimately fucked. That's why we are hard And I think it's going to take something big to collapse for everyone to be like, okay, whoa, there needs to be some kind of rule set for this. And something big to collapse, like something would be like, like Xbox failing or... PlayStation or Nintendo or Steam even. I would even say maybe even Steam's probably in the most amount of danger right now because they're losing all these AAA games off of Steam and it's all indie stuff now. So like you know, they had all this money before and you know, they continue, you know, we hear about the whole thirty percent price cut you know, cut that Steam gets and stuff like that. So maybe these indie developers start getting signed up with the subscription services like Microsoft and stuff like that and Steam doesn't have one right now. And next thing you know, you know, your your indie titles start leaving Steam and then what does Steam have? Like, you know, they are really relying on these uh indie developers right now and then they're relying on the sell of old games you know you, you can still get your old triple a titles you can still get your old borderlands and stuff like that but that's only gonna last them so long yeah. so i don't i feel like you know microsoft and playstation and them are gonna be safe for a little while but like steam needs to do something at some point in time here to you know Make sure they can continue to succeed. And I wouldn't be surprised if they follow like Microsoft's route or something like that and turn around and offer some kind of streaming service. Maybe they could do, because Steam has such a big library, maybe they could do something like you pay so much a month and you could have so many games installed. Like you can install 20 games on your computer if you pay $10 a month. And And you can rotate out. But you can only have 20 games installed or something. Maybe mm, they could do something yeah, like that. Know. Who knows? Yeah. But they're going to have to come up with something. But here, here's the thing, too, guys. <clears throat> here's the thing, too, where <clears throat> I'm just thinking, like, as far as games that are digital. And let's say there are, like, these older games. Let's take Microsoft, for example, because they did that backwards compatibility from last gen to current gen. And, you know, going forward into the next Xbox and the next PlayStation is even said that, yeah, you're going to be able to play your PS4 games, so they'll do some sort of emulation or what have you with bringing your library forward. But let's say a lot of those older games are just, they're not accessible anymore, right? 
and you know, and they're just not going to continue to support them or even make them compatible. What percentage is really going to care about those? The percentage. I mean, I guess I can kind of look at it, my shoulders and go, well, you know, it's. <laughs> It, you know, it's fun a while. The percentage who's paid for that, like if Mayo lost his 500 games right now, you could say Mayo's 500 games are all old games. He's not even playing them. No, Mayo, but I, I we, yeah. we're steaming. We see Mayo launches PUBG and another game every month. He doesn't touch 498 games out of his 500 games. You know what? We're just gonna delete those games off of his account. Fuck him. I'm, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, it's that's worst case scenario. Maya would be pissed. Maya would be like, "Fuck you, Steam! I'm going to Epic forever now." That's Epic right. Life. I would. I would pack up my bags and move on and over not to Epic. little Epic Store. Now <laughs> buy one more game over but, there. But I mean, wouldn't you be yeah. pissed off, Gunny, if you go to the next Xbox and you realize half of your fucking library is gone? Well, I I think they would just do it slowly and very quietly. Yeah, but it would happen, and it's going to happen, and you, we need some kind of rules so we can guarantee that our money is not being wasted on just... my. If, if it's going to be wasted like this, might as well just tell us ahead of time. Tell us, you're paying I mean, 60 bucks, Jesus, to access fucking Cyberpunk 2077 on your PC for one year. It's Once not the like one we're going to... It's over. Once you pay the one year, Jesus, Cyberpunk... You have to pay another sixty bucks to access it for the second year. Fuck you, and that's the way it is. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't see us coming on, saying "Welcome, to horrible gamers, episode seven hundred. Remember the games we used to play, guys? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's not gonna freaking I mean, cut it. It's not it, gonna right? happen for us. But there's people out there that don't buy new games all the time, Gunny. No, that's true. I, I, I see that, that in comments buy. where, hey, it's like I still play. You You're know, still games playing that this were game over and over. Originally and over. came out mobile. That yeah, I still play. So I'm just saying, we are a unique breed because we buy all the new shit, but there's people out there that legitimately rely on Game Pass and stuff like this to play games, and we rely on their old library that people give them access to or whatever the fuck, like Mayo Pass. What if it's all gone? Yeah. What if it's all gone tomorrow, Mayo? You know, there's um, uh, Chris Birchmeyer. I forgot his name. He was over from a different podcast that I listen to each week, and... You know, and he has, you know, classic systems and loves his physical media. and yeah. But that he also does buy things digitally. and But maybe that things that he doesn't quite, you know, well, I just think that we should be careful, guys. And we'll see what happens. We'll see. It's the future. Yeah. Like I said, something big and catastrophic needs to happen before we come up. Because that's American way of life. Something bad has to happen before we come up with the rules. That's just human fucking nature in us, I guess. You know, you got to have the big car accident before you put full coverage on your fucking car. <laughs> so something needs to happen in the digital storefront or some crazy digital storefront collapses. Before we put up that stop sign in all four directions, yeah. right? And then we realize, holy shit, like EA went bankrupt. <laughs> what the fuck? Everyone lost all their EA Everybody games. just cheered, by the way. Fuck. <laughs> 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 EA, we just lost all the EA games, and, and, and Jonathan Hall is crying his fucking brains out because he lost all his Titan Falls. Like, He's out there holding a the respawn sign, <laughs> saying, buy me. <laughs> Jonathan's trying to revive Titan Fall by himself. He's making and... multiple accounts to lock in to play. <laughs> and then, uh, job and, yeah, now he does, that's all he does full time. His co-host of the he plays FIFA, right? Yeah, they both would be fucking <laughs> <laughs> FIFA and fucking Titanfall gone. 
Anyways, guys, moving on here to some more news. Death Stranding news, guys. I'm bringing you all the Death Stranding until Death Stranding releases. And then once Death Stranding releases, I'm bringing you all the Death Stranding after that. Yeah, that's right. Death Stranding podcast. Hey, you know what? I kind of missed. I missed watching more Mm -hmm. Death Stranding video this week. You should watch it. That means I'm hyped for this game. Death Stranding's baby can't communicate with you through your PlayStation 4 controller. Oh. That's right. Gunny, if you were worried about... Man, like, I, what if I want to hear the baby tell me something? Well, if the baby is stressed or scared, it will get upset and start crying. And you will need it to... You will need to calm it down, Gunny. So the baby cries in the womb? I did not know this. I'm learning more and more. Now, I see it now. Hideo Kojima has revealed that for added immersion, you can have the baby's voice transmit through your DualShock 4 controller. It says here, you can have a baby's laugh and cries come through your TV. But having it come through your controller is a Don't new be... level of immersion, Gunny. That is... <laughs> Right there, that is like pre-order shit pre-order. right there, man. Maybe maybe it'll go through Gunny's rumbling headset. What if oh, you can put man, the fucking baby's wait. cries to the rumbling headset and you can't hear the baby crying because you got your fucking rumbling headset on, Gunny? I won't be playing this with the headset then. Because I know it has that speaker on my, on my PS4 controller. You know what That's game uses it pretty cool too is um, The Last of Us. You know how The Last of Us has those, like, those clickers on me? The... They click like with their tongues or whatever. They cl- do the clicking noises. Well, you can actually, when you're going to those sneaking sections and you're in the subway and you're trying to get past the clickers, because you know they can't see you but they can hear you. You can actually hear the clicking with well, the clicks they do through your controller. It's pretty fucking neat. Also, there's other games like uh, I think it's Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, like the radio calls, like when the guy talks to you through the radio. It comes through your speaker and the controller. It's like snake. I need you to go over here and do this. I go, oh, well, okay. <laughs> so, that is yeah. cool. There's been a few games that I play where I'm like, where's that sound coming from? Yeah, it's it's from, from my controller. controller. Yeah, woo, <laughs> the future. But what happens when, when Gunny's over there playing this and he's getting baby cries from his controller, and if he has a real baby in the house, he's like ignoring the baby cry out there. One gets neglect. Eric Smith, your wife is do not buy again. this game, Eric Smith. <laughs> yeah, Eric. <laughs> yes. Baby cries all the time, and it's going to be annoying. You're going to be like, fuck this. It's too much baby cries. I know Ryan's He's going to be playing and ignoring the baby person. crying, and his wife's going to walk in, and she'll be like, don't you hear the baby crying? He's, He's like, like yes. I thought it was my game. I'm pacifying the baby in the game. I'm over Jesus. there with tissue in my eye going, I'm tending to the new baby. <laughs> it's Sam Porter's baby, right? Gunny, babe? Gunny Mayo. Infinity Ward and Modern Warfare developer is now asking people, angry fans like yourselves, to ease up on the ultra-dark toxic comments. No. This is definitely gunning. This is not myself. <laughs> Call this, of is Duty. A, this is a gunning direction. <laughs> it's now under fire because fans who are unhappy about the new Special Ops survival mode being a PS4 exclusive for one year. And a rumor via Eurogamer that supply drops will include weapons as well as cosmetic items. And some of the reactions have gone a little too far in the eyes of Infinity Ward. 
art director Joel Emsley, who posted a message on Reddit reminding everyone that real people are working on the game and that many of them read the comments. He said, quote, We are a mixed bag of nerds, jocks, and everything in between. It is amazing, but we all get along and come together every day to build something that we believe in. We've dedicated our careers to being the best at what we do and to making the best possible game we can make. That's corny, but at the same time, this is a job, and if you work at a job and are successful, then eventually there is no job. Almost all of us have worked in the industry for long enough to know that if we don't make a good game, then no one will play it. He says public forums like Reddit are part of our process of gathering thoughts and feedback on the state of games, both while they're in development and after they've been released. But amidst the useful, helpful feedback are ultra-dark, toxic comments that tell me how incompetent and stupid I must be and how I should go away somewhere where I can't harm people with my bad ideas and artwork. <laughs> he says the Infinity War developers have thick skins, but sometimes it can get to you. He says, I understand that there are people that have things going on in their lives, or they can get upset about something to do with the game, and they need to get it out, get the poison out, and feel like they're being listened to. You are, and yeah, go for it, but keep it clean and maybe even a little creative. Get it out of your system, but remember, these... There's a team of human beings here at Infinity Ward, and we have crappy days just like you. <laughs> so there you go, Gunny. There you go, Gunny. Damn, it's good to know my voice is being heard. Is it being heard, Gunny? Are you over there ranting on Twitter and Reddit? I mean, I'm going super ultra dark now. You're ultra dark? I'm going toxic? ham on the Ultra Reddit dark threads. toxic. Oh, that's a new one. Gunny, Gunny seems like he'd be one of those guys who'd send out really mean text, like because he's not that way in life. So like, <laughs> I could just see him like doing really, the evil, just like fucking raging some real dark shit. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, not me, of course, but I, I know what these guys are talking about. I've seen some, I've seen some really, I mean, things that bother me to this day. I'm not talking about like, I'm talking about a few. In particular, when it comes to, I'm trying to s describe it without actually saying it, but I think when some of the ones I think are just truly disturbing are when they talk about, you know, this, the horrible, evil things they'll do to the developer and their family, right? Understandably, mm. they'll never do it, but it's just the fact that, you know, it is on a thread like a YouTube or a Reddit or wherever it might be. It could be written on a freaking wall for all I care. And and the things that they'll do to, to children, small children, uh, adolescents, young adults, it's just it's it's disturbing. And yeah, but then again, it's like, I don't know if I should be really reading the comments. I wouldn't, you know. Uh, I think official threads. Yes, of course, you know, and. Anything just super evil, dark, or toxic should be removed, but somebody needs to be monitoring. I just don't think dev should just be on there. I'm going to read everything, you know, and because, like this article says, it's not, you know, everybody's different. And they react differently, and, you know, we see some things even on social media. I was reading another one today about, you know, a young person, um, barely even a teenager who – committed suicide and you know so these things are real and uh, not saying that these devs that that's going to happen to them but it really hurts man it's like you know these are just like daggers to the heart for some people you know maybe this is why like you see more and more uh developers on discord 
you know, like for them, maybe they can have more control over the environment because they can become a moderator. You know, like some of the games I like are like Dead Cells and a couple of the games I've known, I've got right in their direct Discord server. And, you know, yeah. and it says across the top, these are the developers up here. And then they have moderators in that channel saying, hey, you know, don't don't bother to the developers. They're busy enough. Don't at them and, and don't do all this stuff, you know. If you if you have something, there's ways of getting a hold of them, but maybe that's a better answer because start, you you start seeing bad talents in there, they can block that person out of the Discord. They can kick them out. They can make it so they permanently can't you know come back. They can ban them. So so maybe that's just a way to go instead of sitting there reading the comments on Twitter or reading comments on your reviews or something like that. Maybe. If they're involved in a Discord server a little bit, there's some moderation there that can that will work for them. Yeah, that's what moderators are for. That's why they're they're there. And I know that I'm trying to think back to was it the there's the official Xbox thread. I don't go to that one. I think I might be subbed to that one on Reddit, and they have a good moderation team over there. Where yeah, some things you know everybody can disagree and they can fight back and forth, but there's nothing but, dark, evil. But, Gunny, how dare they lock a whole mode of the game, Survival Spec Ops mode, only available on the PlayStation, exclusive on the PlayStation, for one whole year. That means uh, on November 2020, us PC and Xbox players get to play it. When okay, I have, I have a out. thought on this. It's like, I feel like it's one of those situations where we took two steps forward and one step back with cross-play on everything was the two steps forward, which is awesome, and everybody's, the free I think maps everybody's mostly pleased the with maps. the fact that... Yeah. Hey, look, and then I played with some PS4 players today, and I played with Xbox people, and this symbol was a PC person, and everybody's, I feel like we're all kind of coming together, and then, boom, and then this is announced, and, yeah, and it kind of breaks this up again. Well, it says, too, like, they may be able to get, like, didn't it make reference to, like, guns and you know, exclusive skins would maybe be completely different. Maybe a gun's going to be different, but there's some kind of like weaponry they could they could get that you can't get on Xbox or on PC. You know, it could really change things too. So and really, then, but Mayo, may, who do you wag your finger at? Do you wag your finger at at PlayStation of America and say you're no, the ones, or is it just no. all Activision really that just? I would, I would I would say it's Activision for allowing it. You know, you can't blame PlayStation for trying to lock up some kind of exclusive thing to get sales on their end, you know. But, you know, and Activision, I guess, is taking the money from Sony. But but if them, they're the ones willing to divide things up like that, you know, because it'd be no different than if Xbox would have done it. You know, I wouldn't sure. have blamed Xbox for it. You know, I, I would blame the developer more so. Because they're the ones that are going to allow it to happen. They should just be like, no, we're going to put the same product on all three. We're going to allow cross-platform on all three. And, and, and that's how it's going to be. But as soon as you know Sony threw some money at them, I feel, then they're like, okay, we'll take this money and we'll go ahead and just you know, make 
some exclusive modes that nobody else can play. And it just kind of shows to me that, like, they just want money. You know, they just want our money. They don't really care what our opinion on the game is. Yeah, that's my thought on it. Hmm. All right. Oh, uh, speaking of that, though, I have more news about this new Spec House mode. It says here that uh, since they released you know, the news saying it's a PS4 exclusive until October 1st, 2020, uh, Activision previously said that the post-launch gameplay content, including new multiplayer maps, new multiplayer modes, special ops missions, and more will release simultaneously across all platforms. Um, well, this is a new thing. It says here, Activision hasn't yet responded, but Infinity War narrative director Taylor Kurosaki addressed some complaints on Twitter yesterday. He said that survival mode, which is a sliver of the spec ops, is the only exclusive content. It says here, 100% of the player base gets spec ops and everything else in the game, day one. Survival mode is the only thing in the game with the time advantage to Sony. You can play Spec Ops on every new bit of content we drop, day one. So, if you remember Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, there was a Spec Ops mode, and the Spec Ops mode was like these like two-player missions. And like those sometimes, were cool. Those were really cool. There was one like... Yeah. One of them was like... Uh, one person was on the ground, and you were a sniper, like, with the ghillie suit. And the other person was, like, an AC-130, like a fucking gunship. And you had to, like, protect the player on the ground, so you're, like, fucking calling in airstrikes and fucking shooting missiles down there and fucking, like, protecting the dude. And the dude was tagging targets for you and shit. And you were blowing tanks up and fucking all kinds of cool shit. There's another one where, uh, I think one of you was, like, on... One of, like, both of you were wearing, like, juggernaut suits and, you know, like, take everybody out. And defend like a base or whatever. Um, they were really cool missions and they were well done. So I'm assuming that they brought those back. But this mode that is exclusive to Sony is a survival mode. So it's most like a maybe like a horde mode style. I guess that makes it a little bit better, right? I thought the whole Spec Ops was a part of the Sony exclusive. Apparently it's just a survival mode. So that's good. Yeah, I think now, you know, because we truly understand it, but I think for the general consumer is not going to understand this one yeah. bit. And 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 even uh, with them just trying to describe this, they can just turn it upside down and say it's it's one thing, but everybody's going to believe it's not. And I don't know, you know, it's like. But man, thinking it back to those Spec Ops missions, those were a blast. Were a I, matter of fact, I was recently watching one on YouTube, like from back in the day, and it's like some of the best co-op ever created, yeah. in my opinion. And last piece of news I have for uh, Call of Duty here, Gunny. Totino's is going to partner up with Activision. Still around. Totino's is going to sell specialty branded frozen pizza snacks. Featuring Call of Duty Modern Warfare branding and exclusive in-game bonuses for buyers. That's right. So I can't get it on my tombstone. This is some more exclusive More exclusive shit. shit. <laughs> now I'm going to get on Twitter and get even more ultra-dark toxic. And I don't think we have Totinos out here. I haven't seen it in any of my grocery stores. Sister Activision's Blizzard's Call of Duty launch for October is coming with the new brand 
Uh, says here, Totino's Pizza Rolls, mini snack bites, and multi-pack party pizza will feature codes that are used to unlock in-game items, including a calling card, a watch in the game, and a charm. It says here, additionally, retailer Walmart will exclusively have codes that offer players double the in-game XP while playing. Holy shit! Double XP hmm. codes? Hell yeah! Right off the bat, that comes a little later. After all the Totinos at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't they do somebody like that last year with like Mountain Dew or, or somebody like that where it. you got yeah, Doritos, like Slim Jims, yeah. and Mountain Dew, and fucking they do it with all the unhealthy shit. You don't see them doing it with like fucking broccoli. Right? We partner with celery sticks. <laughs> <laughs> healthy snacks. Buy these apples, get double, double XP. XP. <laughs> we need that in beer companies too. Another Buy news. Twenty-four pack of Budweiser. Get your double XP PUBG right here. PUBG news, Kenny. PUBG's back in the news here. Says her PUBG Lion oh, skin yeah. has now been removed after a bug gave it a penis. <gasps> Says oh, PUBG's 4.3 update, which went live this week, introduced a new survival mastery system and a bunch of shotgun changes. PUBG Corp. also added a bunch of Halloween skins to the store, including a lion who was very happy about going into a war zone. <laughs> Says here, the Leo jumpsuit lets you dress up as a leon. And then you dress that lion up, but it's not a wholesome family fun. See, the lion... Mr. Leo has a tail and it doesn't flop around naturally so when you're flying through the air like when you're uh, like you know like falling out of the airplane or whatever the tail goes in between your legs and it kind of just sits there like a giant penis flying through the air and everyone loves to screenshot it so yeah there's a nice screenshot of right the lion with his cock out <laughs> Big old dick. That's what the article says. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> just a Japanese. Hacker. It has to be a Japanese account. <laughs> says here, PUBG Corp says it removed the skin to resolve an issue, though that issue was not specified. Says here, please be aware that the Leo jumpsuit is temporarily unavailable for purchase as we work to resolve an issue related to this skin. Any players who have already purchased the skin will have their BP refunded. The... Oh, okay. So they're just gonna probably now out of a line without. They're gonna a tail? take off the tail or make it to like when the jumping out of the plane, the tail stays stiff. Like it's I actually launched PUBG today on the PC. Actually, I was gonna try and give it comments. I played one round. I did look at the store, and they have just a lion head in there. So maybe you can just do a lion head, with whatever clothes what you I have. Wouldn't lion be a lion suit? without a tail. Yeah, you can't be a lion without no. the suit. I'll fucking dare you. So that's that's probably what they did. They probably just took away the suit part of it and just give you a lion head. Yeah. Right, he's got the, looks how like a fucking, shirt on. How fucking dare you. Anyways. Stardew Valley multiplayer has now hit the PlayStation 4. The Xbox system has failed approval once mm. again. It says here, Stardew Valley's multiplayer update has been out on Switch and PC for a long time now. And it's finally time for the PS4 and the Xbox to join. But, unfortunately for Xbox players, the Xbox system failed certification. 
So it says here the news comes via Stardew Valley creator Eric Barone, who tweeted to say the update would be pushed live for PlayStation 4 while he works to resolve the Xbox issue. He said, Normally I'd wait to release this simultaneously, but considering the circumstances, I've decided to launch on PS4 immediately. I'm doing everything within my power to work with the porting company, Sickhead Games, to figure out what's going on with the Xbox update. To resolve the issue and to get it out as soon as possible, I apologize to the Xbox players for this delay. And thank you very much for your patience. You know what? Does this guy deserve ultra dark toxic comments, Gunny? Does uh, he? he I, no. I mean, no. I mean, he he's out to make money. I mean, it's not like... It sounds like from his statement that he's waited long enough. Yeah, it's not And like this just to needs to go out. Balls, and he's yeah. worked hard on this. And yeah, people will probably... Get mad, Make yeah. Dark evil, yeah. Comments about Fuck him. you, motherfucker! I wasted you all my money on the Xbox version. I want to play. This, <laughs> this has to be some kind of security issue with Xbox. Something's it's just going not. On, right? like something's something, not jiving. Yeah. 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 And this guy here is actually uh, Stardew Valley was I think made by one one individual. Yeah. So like, you know, he's probably just trying to get the money he can and you know coming in why he continues to work on it. And I, you know, he's continue to put into this game you know he made, he said a long time ago that he was going to make multiplayer and, and you know he came through on that end of it he could have not done multiplayer a long time ago you know and just been done with the money he has you know because he made a lot of money off of it initially he could have just been done with it you know but he's still pushing it and he's still trying to like help it along so I don't think he's doing it as a money grab I think he literally just ran into a headache with it yeah. and he wanted to get the PlayStation version out there because it works, and that way he can continue to have some income coming in, I guess. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah and also the other thing I was going to say, Jesus, was that I'm sure when he made this, it was it originally on PC? Is that yeah. where it originally came out? Yeah. Right? So he probably had, like, man, just like his... I'm sure he had anticipation for some Imagine future console stuff. one person to make a fucking game, dude, and then on everything. They say the online part of it's the really hard part. Like, making a game isn't so bad, I guess, but they say when you start doing the online aspect of things, it gets really difficult. Yeah, it's sure it is. It's gonna be. Move on now to some more news, Gunny. Got some some more news for you here. Uh, oh, big news for for my friend the Blaze from the Blaze Experience. Mr. Blaze would be happy to know that Civilization VI is now coming to the PlayStation 4 on the Xbox systems. That's right, Mayo, you fucking hobo PCers. Think you can never come to consoles. Look at this oh, now. It's yes. coming to console, motherfucker. Civ Six, the popular Civilization building game, is coming to both the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One consoles on November 22nd. This, this came out... is the last... And latest ports or port of the console because it came to Switch last year. That's right. I remember this did come to the Switch. Yep. Says here Civ 6 first launched back in 2016, but for Axis Games has continued to keep things new since then with the aforementioned Switch port and iPad port and a variety of both DLC and free updates, including a in Battle Royale mode a few weeks Ooh. ago. <laughs> <laughs> According to a Sony blog post announcing the port, the controls and UI are optimized for a controller experience. 
and uh, there's no syncing for like PC syncing. So the thing about the Switch version is, if you play it on PC and you play it on your Switch, you can actually sync your playthroughs across both systems. So whatever you play on your Switch, you can like upload it to the cloud, and it syncs up on your PC while you're playing on your con on your console. So you can always be playing that same story, I guess. You know what I mean? You don't have to be playing two different civilizations. You can be playing the same one all the time, on the go, or at your PC, which is fucking neat. But apparently the Xbox and PS4 will not support that feature, which is fucking crazy that the Switch does, but they don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how often do you hear the Switch well, supporting that? Right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's got to be a first for them. It says here that the base game of Civ 6 is going to cost fifty nine ninety nine. But Take Two will also uh, be adding Rise and Fall and Gathering Storm DLCs with it. And uh, oh, wait, no, no, no. Yeah, there's a lot here to it. There's... No, no, no. It says Take Two is going to be releasing Rise and Fall and Gathering Storm DLCs, which is sold together in a separate bundle, which will also include 18 new Civilization leaders. For an additional forty nine ninety, so that's a hundred dollars. It's hundred ten. Oh my god! What are you? What are you? What hundred and ten dollars? What are you? One ten. Oh my god! Mm. Holy and shit! And you know what? There's that's expensive, dude. You could buy like the ultimate mega super deluxe, like give you everything and and then some version on the PC for like. Thirty dollars. <laughs> and probably go to yeah, probably get one from CD Keys for on sale, twenty-five I've seen bucks. It. I've seen it on sale on Steam for like thirty bucks for like the Ultimate Mega Deluxe Diamond Edition or whatever the fuck. Or you can just use Mayo Pass. What the fuck is this? One hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> Mayo. What the fuck is this, Mayo? How much did you pay for this game, Mayo? Tell us. Uh, I actually picked up Civ Six in a humble bundle monthly, so I paid twelve dollars for it. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, but here's the thing too, like you're gonna find you know, so so for those looking to pick this game up, but if you can wait oh until God, probably you... December, right? When we kinda get towards the sales, I guess? later end of the year you know, that later what is it, the countdown to New Year's or countdown to Christmas, yeah. you know, there's yeah, just kinda pick it up for forty. I'd probably get everything at that point. You know, all hundred and ten dollars worth of DLC in the game. I just, I mean, I, I but, can't believe they've decided to to like rip apart the expansions. I thought it was included with the sell the game. Yeah, I and then probably early next year it'll be on Game Pass. Separated. Yeah, they sold it. Separate. They're selling it separate for fifty dollars for the two expansions. I mean, uh, are you looking at Steam? I'm just curious if it if it even breaks it down further. Well, I'm sure I Steam has different versions of the game they're selling. I'm not looking at Steam. I'm looking at their website right now. Take two. Yeah. I just can't believe they're selling it for this much. Yeah, so on Steam, you can buy the Digital Deluxe for 79 Does that include that Rise and Fall and Gun Storm? It includes a whole bunch. It's Australia, Civilization, and Scenario Pack, uh, and in Indonesia, and Camera pack um just a bunch of uh, different civilization packs and then you can do like you can do another one for 24 dollars it has a couple of these scenarios it's basically what you get into the deluxe one then if you scroll down 
I'm looking for the Gathering Storm and the Rise and Fall expansion. You know, so this will just be set up in the console store as this together. You can buy the whole pack. Basically, it's a season pass for forty nine ninety nine, but then they'll be separate. You said it was called what? Gathering Storm? Gathering Storm and Rise and Fall. Okay, Gathering Storm is... Has to be twenty bucks or twenty five bucks or something. Forty dollars right oh, now. Oh shit! Wow. For that expansion. Fuck! That must be a big expansion then. No wonder it's fifty bucks on the Xbox. I'll I'll pick it up during the holiday sale. <laughs> you know. At yeah, 40. you can definitely. I'm sure get it cheaper. Yeah. It, you need a twelve gig of available space, so it must be about twelve. It must gig be like expansion. a whole game, a whole expansion, like a whole. Because it says here that uh. The Rise and Fall, it adds a new Golden Age and Dark Ages to the game, and it adds a new city loyalty system and, and governors who can be stationed in players' cities, giving players new choices and strategies and challenges. And the Gathering Storm is the most successful expansion in franchise history. introduces players to an active planet where geology and climatology present unique new challenges. Some of it must be like, you log too many forests and deforestation, you fucking... Offsetting the world or whatever, you put pollution, motherfucker. Yeah, let's get some new ecosystems, and then it says you get eight new civilizations and nine new leaders. Okay. Seven new world wonders can be constructed, as well as a variety of new units, districts, buildings, and improvements. Cool, cool. So that's why this adds eighteen leaders because it's probably nine per each expansion. So not bad. I mean, I guess that's. I thought it was going to be way cheaper for that expansion. It's forty bucks. So I guess you're getting a deal, Xbox players, if you buy the season pass. <laughs> oh fuck, that is nuts, though. Hundred and ten dollars. You're fucking crazy. Yeah. And um, I think that's why I, I think have for is better, anyways. I think Civ Five is better, anyways. Do you? Yeah. I like a lot Civ of people Five, like but I haven't played. A lot six. of people like Civ Five. Yeah, they like the art style in Five better because Six they changed the art style, and they changed the economy and stuff. The way things work, you have like different little districts and stuff on Six, and I guess a lot of people didn't like that so well. Like on Steam, it actually has a mixed review. Their review on Civilization Six is. Um, Metacritic giving an 88. If you go up to the Steam reviews, it's at like mixed with 42,000 reviews, and it's still mixed. So usually it's in the high or you know a good range. So I would definitely pick up five over six. You could probably do it a lot cheaper, but oh, yeah, I don't think you. I don't need, Know if you can do five on the console or not. So, no, I think they just got the one Civ game on there. <clears throat> I guess you don't know what you're missing. I guess if you're on a console, buy six and enjoy six. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have five or four or three or two. I think the last one they had is Civ, Civ Rev. Revolution yeah. that came out 10 just years ago. It's a mobile version. I, I own the mobile version. I paid for that one. It's called like Civ Revolution or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You just play that one. That's you the one they have. This came out on 360 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good game, actually. Don't make fun of that game, motherfucker. You, I like that game. Oh, no, I'm not making fun of that game. I was just saying to get your Civ How fucking dare you, Mayo? How fucking Best dare Civ you? Best Civ game made ever. 
Yeah, I own it. Game. <laughs> I, I tell you, I don't play phone games. I own like three phone games, I think, and two of them are actual titles. Or like one's a Civ game, and then I own uh, Terraria on my phone. Yeah. Oh, I actually played that game Dead too, Blenny. That game you're playing right now, What the Golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you. I did, did download the latest. Oh, you did update so for worked, the iPad, right? and I am playing uh, Apple Arcade. Yeah, so I actually. Uh... I actually played that What the Golf game. It's pretty funny. Like, It reminds me of that Donut Hole or what the fuck was that game called? Donut County? Donut County. <laughs> yeah. I hated that game. It's like that game. It better not be like that. It doesn't. It's I don't like want it to that. be like a whole game. It's a whole game. Like you just, you're pushing ah, shit to the no. whole one. But it's different things. Like like one time it'll be the golf ball and then it'll be the golf club. Then it'll be the person. Then it'll be the tree. Then it'll be the stick. Then it'll be something else. A cat or a fucking log or something just different shit anyways guess it's time to move on now gunny to community questions leave questions for Question us that. in the facebook group or you can you can do them for us on twitter at underscore horrible gamers or or you can Directly leaving for us over at Podcast Questions on the Discord. Yeah! Join Go the ahead. Discord. Discord link in the show notes. Join it. Anyways, questions gonna go. Questions, guys. Questions for first one comes from John Jerome. It says, all right, you guys have won a contest. We've won a contest, and we get free games for life. But only from one game developer. Who would that developer be? Uh, That's a tough one. Yeah, it is. And there's probably like, no easy out. We can't. We can't really say Microsoft because they know they bought up all these studios. <laughs> they're individual. I was going to say Microsoft. I, I think they're, those are like ahead. You know, Microsoft's ahead, and they have different development studios underneath them. I think he's probably thinking more of like, what studio would you want? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Who's the? Yep. Yeah, our. Uh, like, like, are you saying, like, I'm going to get, like, all the games this publisher makes or, or, de- or like, or develop Right, it? like, the publisher, does that include, yeah, everything no, under... No, because, I mean, if it was a publisher, like, like if I say Ubisoft, then I'm getting all the Ghost Recons, all the Assassin's Creed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Watch Dogs, all that, that's a lot. Yeah, and it's not exactly asking, like, what launcher, you know? So, so a developer? Okay, so if you're saying a developer, then I'm going to go with, uh... Fuck, I just had him in my... <laughs> Fuck. I legitimately just lost them. I don't know. Uh, d- Naughty Dog? No, I don't know. Just that—that's exactly what I was thinking. Naughty Dog. Fuck yeah! If I'm getting all the games from Naughty Dog for free for the rest of my life. Why not? Fuck yeah! If it's like the ultimate edition of the game, fuck yeah! Fuck I, yeah! You know, because I, I kind of thought about this a little bit today when he asked this question, where I thought, "Hey, I'm probably going to get—it's free. I'm probably getting early access." You know, I'm getting the premium editions of them. Or Rockstar. But see, the thing with Rockstar and Naughty Dog, they don't make games very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're the best quality. I mean, they're super high they're quality. They're super high but quality, but not... it's like every fucking seven years. I could die before the next game comes out. What about... Who makes games often? All the fucking time, they're just releasing games. <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty. Infinity War. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, who is that? Yeah. Again, new Call of Duty. Woo! <laughs> but isn't that a different developer every year? Yeah, that's why I'm saying. That's why I picked Infinity War. But I mean, that's why every other year I'm gonna get a new Call of Duty. 
Right, he can just purchase anything from them every, you know, it's just going to be an every year thing, for sure. <laughs> well, who the fuck, I don't know, who makes games often? Like, I mean, you could, you can really say any developer, because every developer takes their sweet fucking time. Right. I'm thinking my mind is, this isn't my answer, I guess, but my first answer in my mind was like, uh, um, whoever made actual World of Warcraft, I know, I know it's on Battle.net and Blizzard and stuff, but I'm not sure who actually made WoW, because that game just seems to have lasted 15 years. But do I really want to be stuck playing the same game? And then my other thought initially was like Minecraft. Like Minecraft is something that has like an open where you can really expand. But again, I'm, I'm playing the same game. So Blizzard is the developer of that game. Okay, then so Blizzard also has, you know, a few games, but... You got your Diablos, right? Yeah, they have Diablos and they have your... Overwatch... Uh, Overwatch, yeah. I mean, that would be bad. It'd give you a nice variety, give you some MMO action, give you some shooter action. A lot of Diablos. A lot of Warcraft shit. You gotta be really into that stuff again, man. See, I was thinking more like Ubisoft just because they, I'm pretty sure they're the ones developing, you know, the Ghost Recons and Assassin's Creed's, right? And the Far Cries. They just had different studios. That's the thing about it. like that's what I'm saying like yeah Ubisoft is the publisher but at the same time they're the developer. Yeah, and there are other games within the, that ecosystem that where they don't you know they are just the publisher. Like is, right now it says for the developer of like Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint it says Ubisoft and Ubisoft Paris. Right. So the different yeah studios from around the world. So I think it's still like. My answer is still good with that, so it being Ubisoft. I would want it to be Ubisoft too, then. Ubisoft makes all kinds of fucking games. If we're going that yeah. route, Gunny, Ubisoft's like a Watch fucking. Too. Ubisoft is a fucking Three. publisher, Gunny. You're cheating, motherfucker. <laughs> leave it to Gunny to cheat. Yeah, Gosh. leave it to Gunny to fucking try to cheat, motherfucker, Gunny. Let's go with that. We're going with Bioware. Fuck you guys. Mass Effect for life, bitches. Oh, hell no. Mass Effect. Don't hold your breath for I want all the Mass Effects. I want you guys to give me all the Mass Effects, even if they're bad Mass Effects. Oh, yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda. Here it is, guys. It's kind of broken. All right, we repaired it. Guess what? We're coming out. We're going to come out with DLC. Nah, now we're not going to do that anymore. (laughs) Anthem 2. (laughs) I don't care. Give me some more Anthem. I want all the Anthem. Give me some more of that fucking Dragon Age. Give me that shit, Bioware. Give it. Mm, yeah. You know what, Jesus? I can tell you, those developers read your comments on Reddit. Did they? In my ultra and they're, dark they're toxic quite comments. Emotional over those. Yeah. Man. Did you uh, see that respawn? You know how how uh, what's his name, Jonathan was all excited for for respawn making something for Oculus. Mm-hmm. Was like, oh, what are they making for Oculus? Is it a new Titanfall game? Guess what they're making. <laughs> Oh, what are they making? I'm kind of curious. Oh, since no, I, I want you guys to guess. So it's okay. I'll give you some hints here. It's being made by Respawn, which is owned by oh. EA, and it's yeah, an yeah. EA property. It's a some mobile game. No, no, oh, it's for it's for VR. VR you said? It's for Oculus. What it it's going to be a social app. I know. So Respawn is known for the following: mail. they made Infinity. So they're the ones who they used to be Infinity Shooters. Ward. For, they used to make Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and they're the ones who made Titanfall and Titanfall Two. And Apex Legends, obviously, but yeah. So they're making a new Oculus game based on a 
EA franchise, but it's not Titanfall and it's not Apex Legends. It's not related to Titanfall at all. It's it, something else. Is it anything Star Wars related? No, because it's that war would be... related, but it's not Star Wars related. Yeah, it is war related though. Probably not Battlefield, but that's too obvious. Hmm. Maybe. What you guys see? see I don't know. I can't think of what it might. Think war. Think war. Think shooting and explosions and lots of war. You Battlefield Five VR. Call it the yeah. greatest <laughs> war there's ever been. A global war. World War Two. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. World War Two. Getting closer. Okay. Okay. World War Two. Okay. Okay. Another hint there. Okay. It's not Battlefield Four VR, right? No. Wrong. Yeah. What's another franchise EA owned, guys? Come on, the biggest World War II Medal game. of Honor. Yes! God damn! I was just thinking, like, they haven't done anything with it so long. It says here, three years ago, Respawn Entertainment has begun making a new Medal of Honor game, a first-person shooter set in World War II. That was... It says here, this team included developers who had worked on the original video game nearly two decades earlier, and they wanted to bring it back. And thanks to a couple of deals, Medal of Honor is now coming back as an exclusive 2020 VR title for the Oculus Rift and Rift S. I believe Loved that was Visceral who did the last one, right? Medal of Honor Above and Beyond. It says here that this is a beefy game, Mayo. Beefy mm-hmm. for the, all that mayonnaise. You're going to beefy game from with more than 50 levels. <gasps> Which means it will have as much single-player gameplay as most like standard that. console video games, and it will also mail have multiplayer gaming. I like it. Boom, son. Boom. Shaka-laka. Hmm, says, says here, first, Doran, who previously worked with Respawn at EA, pitched Respawn on doing a game for the Rift. They went along, and then EA bought Respawn. The project still went forward, and now there are 180 people working on the title making it perhaps the most ambitious VR project ever. It says here that they played a part of the game at the demo event and then asked questions. So one of the questions I was asked was, I wanted to understand the development timeline. You said you were working on the game. And then an Oculus came calling. It says here, probably three years ago, Respawn was still independent, but we had a very close relationship with EA. They had done Titanfall and Titanfall 2. We were still doing Star Wars with them. And an opportunity came along, well, this is what they wanted to do, so they started making World War II. You know, it's, and it it's, looks it's, fucking good. It looks like a Medal of Honor VR game. Like, like it's fucking there, cool looking. There, you know, there's things like this where I think, okay, I'm on Ford, I'm on track with my PSVR this holiday. And you bring things up like this that make me think, oh my gosh, I hope. I really want this to come to PlayStation, or do oh, I just yeah, get the so Oculus yeah. on the PC? Because it's gonna be like the same price, isn't it? Because it's three ninety nine yeah. for the PC Oculus. Yeah, it's three ninety nine for the Oculus Rift S, right? And this. Yeah, that's what I paid for mine. And it's two ninety nine, or I guess regular price for VR PSVR is two ninety nine, but you can always get it for two fifty or two hundred even sometimes. Okay, yeah, so you will save hundred dollars. I wonder how how big this game's gonna be because you, fifty you levels. Have thought about it. That's a lot of levels. Well, man. yeah, well, because there is a new game actually on the Oculus Store, and I just opened it up, 
and I was remember I was seeing it earlier today, and I was like, holy crap, that takes up a lot of storage, and it's called Asgard's Wrath, and you get to kind of play as a god, and it says battle as mortals, you know, rise rise a god, and all the way down, space required, a hundred and twenty one gigabyte to download this game. <laughs> So I wonder if these games don't gigs be... for the game. <laughs> So I wonder if these games are just big because they're in VR, and this is actually like a full title, you know, because a lot of VR games are smaller, you know, like they have so many, just a few levels or something like that. So maybe this is one of the first few titles. This going to be a, a full, legitimate, long game, but 121 gig—that's pretty beefy, you know. So, and this game is a game I never even heard of before. So it says here that you can actually like in. You're in World War Two. You're part of a unit, so you're going to start in the beaches of Normandy, like D-Day. But this is not like any other game in D-Day, they said. For example, in this game, you're actually starting off on the big ship, like before the, you know they get in the little carrier things that take you over to the fucking land and you're getting shot at and shit. So this says you start off on like the big ship, and then you like lean over the side of the ship as, you're, as everyone's loading into the little carrier things. And everyone's like, oh, shit, the lieutenant is back. And you're like, yeah, I'm back, boys. And they make you climb the ladder down and hug all your fucking friends and tell, oh, you guys ready for this? And you're all bullshitting. And then you guys roll on to the beach. Yeah, you guys are all excited. And then oh, it's Sorry. all quiet. And the next thing you know, you hear the, the machine guns fucking start blaring and the airplanes going above and dropping smoke grenades and bombs. And, and you fucking... They tell you, like, you can either, like, wait and try to run out of, like, the fucking thing as the, as the thing pops down. You can try to run forward or you can try to climb out the side of the thing and swim. And this is pretty much from there on out, the game just goes and it doesn't stop. And So it's almost like a, was it Medal of Honor Airborne that did that? So this is almost maybe a reimagining, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Because um, I didn't play much Warfighter, even though I have, I do own it. And I do have that on the Xbox 360. Yeah, and it's interesting that the game doesn't tell you this is the invasion. Like, as you're playing this part of the game, like, the way they're doing it is, like, you're just a soldier taking orders. So you're pretty much just, like, listening to, like, somebody tells you, like, hey, get in that fucking car over there, or get in that boat, get ready to go. And you're like, okay, I'm getting in the boat, ready to go. You don't realize what's happening until you're like, holy shit, we're mating right now, holy fuck, and everyone's getting shot. Also, it's pretty cool because it says here in one of the scenes... That you can, like, you're fighting, like, the Nazis in, like, this hotel. And inside the kitchen, you can actually pick up a pot and throw it at the Nazi and hit him in the head <laughs> with the pot. Fuck yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Has all the pot yeah. throwing technology. <laughs> Gunny, guess what else you can do in this game? You can steal a Jeep. <gasps> oh, shit. Drive off with it. <laughs> <laughs> I need a Jeep right now, actually. So this game is actually pretty fun, man. I actually hope you're right, Gunny. I hope it comes to the the PlayStation. This is exclusive for the Oculus right now. Though. Timed exclusive, I hope. Yeah, but it says here you're going to be experiencing things from World War II, like being inside a tank, being inside a bomber plane, being inside a fucking, like the D-Day fucking landing craft, and all kinds of shit. So it's fucking crazy looking. It looks pretty ambitious, man. 180 people working on it. That's a lot of people for a VR title. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Yeah. Next year, Mayo. I think they said it comes out next year. So. Yeah. I'll be waiting. Stay tuned to E3. 
2020. Medal of Honor. I'm, see, speaking like, wasn't I just speaking of Medal of Honor the other day when Call of Duty? Was yeah, I think to he the was. One? I'm surprised they actually brought it back as a VR game. That's not a bad idea because that is a known, it's a well-known like franchise. You know what I mean? People. Yeah, I played a lot of Airborne back in the day, even multiplayer. That was the shit, dude. That game was awesome. Yeah, it's like we'd play that, and then it's like, okay, let's go play Halo. <laughs> and then back to Airborne again. Yeah. So good. Anyways, next question. All right, let's see. Uh, another one of those questions from John where he says, you win a contest at your local liquor store and get free drinks for life. But only one brand. Which one do you choose? So I'm going to get a free bottle of something? Yeah, so I think... Uh, I'm not a big fan of like Jameson Irish whiskey, even that you know they have a large variety of. Because I deliver all the alcohol, so mm. I know these things. Um, you deliver a lot of alcohol, you fucking alcohol. I do a ton of alcohol. I deliver all the all the spirits. Um, so the only thing I don't deliver, it's from our competitor, would be like uh, Jack Daniels, Ooh, uh, Southern stuff. Comfort, you know things like that. So, but I have everything else. <clears throat> so, jeez, uh, I'm thinking like I really like Maker's Mark whiskey. Or like bullet, bullet whiskey. Going Crown Royale, motherfucker. There you go. Go with that Canadian. The Canadian, good old Canadian whiskey. Because mm-hmm. I could use a little purple bags for all kinds of shit. You know, you could take that, get your your Crown Apple and your Crown Peach. Mm, mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, some Seagrams, because that's part of the same oh, under the same umbrella. Get some of that Seagram Seven. I don't know. I'm born. I don't even drink, so I don't drink any kind of alcohol. So I guess if I had to take any kind of drink, I'll say let's open the world up and to say any kind of drink. My drink of choice would be like Dr Pepper. I love Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? He did say at the local liquor store. So I mean, they do sell soda. Yeah. So they do. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Not a drinker. You don't drink at all, Mayo. No. I am amazed. I'm surprised. You know what you could choose? Um, I say Rockstar because that is Christian crack. <laughs> I have, Monster I've is Christian ever been, crack. Probably the last time I have been drunk was actually on my wedding night. So. And you never drunk since then? No. Wow. Um, when was this? 1935? <laughs> 97. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Congratulations, man. Good stuff. Don't drink. It's bad for you. Way to stay sober, my friend. It's bad for you, anyways. Yeah. Hmm. Final answer. It's going to be, I don't know, maybe Bullet. Let's go with Bullet, because you have, you know, some... No one's getting the Mickeys for life, or the fucking Oldie for life, or one of the fucking... No more Schlitz? Come on. What is it, like, some my dad used to drink, like, I guess it was, like, horrible, it was, like, Pabst Blue Ribbon. (laughs) Ugh. Gross. (laughs) Pabst Blue Ribbon. Piss water. Get that coarse piss water. Oh, All right, next question. Then. All right, next one from John Jerome. It says, playing Gears 5, when I notice there are collectibles, I start going the opposite directions. Opposite direction, as I should, always looking for them. Do you guys do this or not care about them as far as collectibles go? I always go down the opposite direction. I... Even when I'm playing co-op, I'm like, I'm going this way, I'll be back. I try not to, but sometimes it gets to me. Like today, playing Borderlands 3, I was doing side missions, and I would see, like, the little claptrap symbols. You know, like, you have to go collect these little claptraps that are, like, busted up or something? 
Mm-hmm. And I would legit just spend like fucking 10 minutes looking for this fucking thing. <laughs> like, where the fuck is it? How do I get up there? You know, just climbing shit and trying to get up there to collect them. I don't know for what. You don't get nothing out of it. Yeah, the <clears throat> like the uh, like for example, like achievements. I generally won't. I won't go search them out. Only certain games I will. Um, but definitely when it comes to like, <clears throat> you know, I see the path wants to leave me left. I always go right because I know there's like a chest or a box back there or some kind of collectible. Yeah, I'm the same way. I try. I try. I keep telling myself, I'm like. I just want to sometimes get through the campaign, and then I'll be going through. And next thing I know, like Gunny says, I'll be going right, and I know I need to go left. But what's in this little, you know, hallway down here? What's what do they got hiding down here? I remember Gunny doing it a lot when we were playing Division Two. I remember yep. we would go in and we get into the sewers, yeah. and Gunny's like, "Hey, <gasps> over here, over here, there's like a like a hole." Or how do we get to this one item? He can see it behind the like a uh, like a cell wall, and he'd be like, "How do we get that?" And I'm like, "I don't care, Gunny. Let's just go." You know? And he's like, "You know, no, I want to figure this out." And we get in there, and it's like, you know, here's your basic level knee pads. <laughs> You know? I'm yeah. Like, Ooh, I'm glad we spent 15 minutes of getting in there. Yeah, but but Mayo, I got commons. Okay, these are common knee pads. <laughs> right. <laughs> or or hey hey look it's level 23 and I'm I'm not even three levels from it so I can't even equip it. But, <laughs> right. But there are things like that. Speaking of Borderlands, I think I saw that in Borderlands 3 where I'm just gonna go back to Borderlands 2 where they had it, it almost reminded me of a uh, like a Black Ops zombies mode thing where you had to turn certain switches it's not so much something as an emission you turn on certain switches and pull levers and shoot things that will enable the power to like you said it you know to where it's behind like bars so there are those challenges you know to add you know some things to your current game but um more most more likely, you know, it's for you and a friend, and you know you've already YouTubed it and know the exact sequence to get to it. So those are those are a ton of fun too. Um, the uh, next question John has is, can you end at the end, of the, end podcast, of the year podcast? Yeah. Can we also include the biggest disappointments of the year as a new category? We have to include biggest disappointment of the year. Last year wasn't it? Uh... Fallout 76? Yeah, that's that, right. I we, think we did have we that. We were arguing yeah. about it being Fallout 76 or something else. What was the other game we were arguing about, Gunny? Biggest disappointment. What the fuck was it? I know we were, me and you and Ryan kept fucking arguing about this. And Ryan was like, no, no, it has to be Fallout. And we were like, no, but oh, this other gosh. game came out. And this other game was just as bad. Man, what the like... fuck was it? Somebody will remind us, but I, I mean, I'll, the, the one that, that was the biggest one that came to mind. <clears throat> Hold on, I'll find it right now. We have the notes here. Man, there was something actually worse than Fallout 76. Metal Gear Survive got it oh, last yeah. year for us. <laughs> I biggest, think because... Biggest disappointment last year for 2018 Horrible Gamers was Metal Gear Survive. And I remember and, adding that to the list, too. Best story was God of War. Got best story, which I agree with that. Best multiplayer was Sea of Thieves. That's interesting. Best music got Dead Cells. Best art style, Dead Cells. Best graphics, Red Dead. Interesting, Gunny. Interesting. Best indie. Guess who won? 
Dead Cells. Dead Cells. <laughs> yeah. Game of the Year, fucking God of War. Red Dead should have won that. In my opinion, Red Dead was my Game of the Year, but most of you guys... Yeah, and even though arguing. I didn't finish it, I was still like... Like, Eric was arguing fucking God of War. Ryan kept arguing God of War. I wanted Red Dead to win Game of the Year. <laughs> and best ongoing game, we give it to uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Let's see, for biggest disappointment for the community, was for you people listening, it was Fallout 76. See if this is actually one of their biggest disappointments, too. That was number three, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow, good. That's pretty crazy. Game of the year for the community, though, was Red Dead. So, Red Dead, they're smart. See, we have a smart community and stupid hosts. Smart community, <laughs> game of the year, Red Dead Redemption 2. Woo! Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we have this list. It's nice to go back to this and remember all these arguments. Cash, can you imagine Mayo being on back at that time? Oh, man. Dead Cells would have won every <laughs> award on Dead every Cells, category. Best, best art style, Dead Cells. Best everything, Dead Cells. <laughs> Fucking man. <laughs> best launcher, Dead Cells. We're going to have a best launcher category this year. Best mobile game, Dead Cells. See? Yeah, if right. It's on iOS now. It's probably yeah. on Android. So. <laughs> category, like, best launcher. Epic. For all the free games. They gave us. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even read this week's free game yet, but <clears throat> the uh... yes. all right. Next one from Harley Beaks. I should have asked this earlier, but he says, "So how much Borderlands Three have you been playing?" And just to brag, I've beaten the campaign three times: once on normal with Zane, hell yeah. Then on True Vault Hunter with with the mode with Zane. Uh, one with Moe's, and now almost done with Flack. I'm loving this game. So he's got like a level 50, a 40, and a 36. Fuck. Man. I'm level 20, dude, and I feel like I played a lot of this game already. That's a lot of Borderlands. That's a lot of Borderlands. Like, like, this is like, he must be like running through it and like not even doing the side missions at this point, right? I don't know to get that high a level. I mean, you, you maybe he's playing well, through it multiple to, times. Right? Don't friends, you, unless you're doing maybe? multiplayer? I mean, or co-op. What is he doing? I don't know what he's doing to do this. Harlan, you need to sleep. Go to sleep. How about this? Go to sleep. Are you buying tons of slingums for your double XP or something <laughs> to boost your levels? <laughs> See, boosts. You got Totinos over there. See, buying all the Totinos up at Walmart. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Harlan, Apparently, Harlan, we don't love this game as much as you do. Yeah, you're fucking nuts. I wouldn't even play Call of Duty this much, I don't think. Fucking beat it three times, dude. That's insane. That is... He didn't just beat it. He's beaten it twice with the first character, then again with Moe's, and now he's playing it again with Flack. Holy shit. See, this is what I talked about, Jesus, with that replay replayability, right? Because probably, I'm sure I'll, if I, you know, once things ever settle down, I'm sure I'll be on with Harlan and just going through and just farming stuff, you know? Where you're just on there for Man, hours. Why can you dedicate yourself like this guy can? I would wish I could, you know, but just busy, busy life right now. Just keeping me way too busy. Early level 12 and Harlan over here is level 100 and fucking something with all the levels. Hey, Gunny, I'm a higher level than Gunny. Oh. <gasps> Gunny, you don't take that shit from mail? Man, I need to get, I need to get serious about gaming and get on it. 
Hopefully next week I will be yeah. level 30. I would say, Gunny, we could play together and help each other, but you're over there in the Xbox land. I can't. I know. I can, I can play oh, with Jesus. Oh, I forget Gunny is not on the PC. I was going to say, Gunny, we should play. But fuck you, Gunny. We shouldn't play. Fuck you. See, no, I'm the Xbox, man. That's where, you know, it's fucking, me and the Ryan. Fucking Xbox. Yeah, you got to just play with man. Gibbs. You and your damn Xbox. That's the best place to play over here. Lame. Lame. Next question. <laughs> Next one's from Bill Gardner. Uh, he asks, with so many big games coming in 2019, what's your favorite game so far? That would be a tough one between The Division 2 and Borderlands 3. I really enjoy The Division 2. I just haven't gone back to it. And, and I don't know what it is that I haven't gone back to it, but I just haven't. And uh, But I really enjoyed that game as much as I'm enjoying Borderlands 3 right now. Borderlands 3 is really fun. And I didn't think I was going to enjoy this fucking game. I wasn't even going to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's actually a really... Really interesting game. Like, like we said before, we were trying to sell it on you. And it's 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 hard to describe why it's so addicting to play and kind of fun to play. It's, it's like just it, dumb. It's like I want to see what gun I can get next or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it doesn't change anything from the Borderlands formula, really. So you can't be like, oh, it's this or they added this. I mean, they've done little quality of life things, but just in general, it's still Borderlands. But it's awesome. You know, it's just fun to play. It's just the dumb jokes, the cheesy shit. I'm, I don't know what it is, because I'm not even invested in the series. I, I never finished one. I barely played a little bit of two. I haven't finished that. I didn't even do the fucking Moon the Moon or whatever. What the fuck is it? The pre-sequel one? I didn't play that. I played a little bit of so, it. This sparks a question in my mind, too. Um, do you think, Jesus, this game deserves a 60-something from PC Gamer? Somebody who's never really played the last ones and has really not really invested in it. I don't know, man. Uh, for me personally, yeah, this is more like an eight than anything or a nine even. The thing. Let's see that falls in with everybody else. Like I, I IGN, I'm like giving eights and nines. I, I could see it being a six if I if I played a lot of Borderlands in the past and kind of got tired of that formula and wanted something completely different. Maybe it could be a six, but I can't come at the with that opinion because I, I really haven't played that much Borderlands in the past. I mean <laughs> the only Borderlands game I've ever finished is the Telltale one. And that was right. my fuck I love that shit. You guys heard me talk about the Telltale one plenty of times. And I love that fucking Telltale game so much. Like everything about it. Every day I would come home from work and just play a little bit more, a little bit more and continue it and I, it was the best fucking series I ever bought from Telltale was that one in The Wolf Among Us. But that one very was good one. Yep. Borderlands was probably my favorite. Yeah. Then too, you have the guys that that I know, like in the community, like MechMod. You know, he was a huge fan of all the other Borderlands games, and he's loving it. You know, he loves it too. And we kept saying, you know, if you if you like the old Borderlands games, you're gonna like this one. Well, you know, we, you know, like myself included, I didn't really play much number two. You know, and we still say it's a good score. And of these guys that played all the old Borderlands games, really enjoy it. I don't see where PC gamers should have gave it a six. You know, I think a lot of a lot of the thing has to do with uh, the the jokes they have in the game. I could see it being offensive to the SJWs of the world, I guess. And and I'm not being, I'm not like trying to say that that people shouldn't be, um, 
judgmental or whatever the fuck of some certain jokes or whatever things people say. But at the same time, I feel like humor is targeted a lot, a lot of the times, and and people should really stop doing that to humor. You know what I mean? If something is used in humor, it's okay to be kind of <coughs> offensive, and that's something that humor is losing and comedy is losing. I mean, if you look at comedy from the past to comedy nowadays, it's way different and. Some comedians can't say or don't say or are afraid to say certain things because they're afraid they're going to offend people and and, and no one's going to go to their shows. Like <laughs> The one comedian I really enjoy a lot is Dave Chappelle. I don't know if you guys have yeah, seen his recent stand-up. That, that motherfucker gives no fucks. And he says it how it is. He says comedy is dying because people are afraid to, to take risks and do things and say things that are supposed to be offensive. But it's funny. like You know what I mean? Supposed to be comedy, and I think a lot of the jokes in the game can be offensive. For example, that battle royale thing that I did today as a side mission with Moxie was all about having sex with this dude. Like, you were doing the battle royale, you were killing people to have sex with this guy. That was the, that was the fucking trophy at the end, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> people would look at that and be like, this is sexist, this is not right, this is offensive, blah, blah, blah. And I can see like a lot of people playing the game that are get offended by stuff like that, can easily drop the scores, and get offended by that and be like, no, fuck this because this game offended me and it hurt my feelings or whatever, or it doesn't. I don't agree with the way this thing is saying something or sending a certain message. I'm gonna lower its score. Yeah, you know, and and also Jesus. I mean, now that we're kind of going down this path, and I had texted you guys earlier this week, and without giving out a lot of details, listening to another podcast where. You know, this is somebody who helped write a book with lots of blood and Gore. killing and death and, mm-hmm. you know, and chainsaws and things where, you know, they were talking about how the white phosphorus is, you know, it's, you know, it's like they're bothered by it. They're so triggered by it. It's like being in college uh, against a kill streak, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like. You know, and then trying to explain why they're, they're so offended by it. And I just don't think that, uh, you know, hey, sir, everybody's entitled to their opinion and, you know, and things like that. But it was like, I don't know. I just don't see how I just feel like if you're playing, you know, let's say you are, you're that person, you're playing violent games and you're, you know, and you're shooting people in the face and blowing them up with grenades and missile strikes and things like that and, but then I don't know. It's just like that's just another kill streak, you know, to me. But yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like I don't see how that's really offensive, you know. So, well, the I reason know. a lot of people are saying, a lot of people are saying it's offensive because in real life, people like I guess militaries around the world that have signed the Geneva Convention are not allowed, or they're not technically they're not allowed to use white phosphorus in war against other soldiers. You're not, it's, it's illegal, like, it's a war crime. If the U.S. was to, like, drop fucking white phosphorus on people, it would be considered a war crime against the United States. So they're saying, why are you going to allow it as a kill streak in a game? Well, first of all, it's a fucking game. <laughs> so yeah, well, I understand also, I, I guess my point was, like, that it, that it also, that it's not showing people running and screaming and blood running down their face. You know, I guess if that were the case, then... I would say, yeah, that's just that well, is. I mean, look at if you have you ever played the game Spec Ops: The Line. 
No, you know what's funny is Sean Fuller bought that game for me, or you know, for me on PC, I just never played it. But I did watch that lots of game. Games. That game has a, a specific part of the game where white phosphorus, specifically, is being used on civilians. Like, like there's a fucking plane dropping that shit on civilians. And it shows you what happens. And it shows you exactly what is happening to them. They're running around screaming and shit. And it's showing you that. And that game is very graphic about that. Yet, I don't hear people complaining about that game showing that. Why is it now in 2019 I think that it's that's just, offensive? Like, I don't... Well, I think it's just... just I don't know. It's just that people... People get offended by it, but at the same time, you, we don't get offended by uh, somebody chainsawing somebody in half with a chainsaw gun. That was my point, you know, that or, that's okay. That's justified. It's normal. It's, you know... Or me, right. or like getting a kill streak with a Predator missile. You know how many Predator missiles kill innocent people? Because they're close to it when it goes that off. That happens in it real happens. life, yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Iraq and It happens all the time. We fucking drone strike hospitals and shit. It's, it's happened. Hospitals have been hit by missiles because people thought there was a fucking terrorist in there. We blow up a whole fucking hospital. You know what I mean? It's happened, and people don't get offended by that. But I don't know because white phosphorus is being talked about. Oh my! Like it, I don't know. I guess I just feel like they should be a. Bu- if you're gonna be playing a fucking war thing. game. If you're gonna be playing a war game, complain that it, you know, that it's fucking violent, then don't play it at all. Like just don't play it. Just be like, fuck it. I'm not playing this game. It's too violent. You should be boycotting all the violence in that game, from the stabbing, the shooting of the everything, guns, yeah. everything. Everything should be banned, not just a certain kill streak or a certain thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. They should just or like or saying that you know certain uh, like female like you're playing as a female character in the game in the multiplayer. Well, what is that? When I was saying that we can't, you know, depicting violence against women. Well. At first, women were complaining there was no female representation in the game. So you add female characters, and now they're complaining, well, now you're showing violence against women. So, which is it? Like, I think just people being picky and choosy is my argument. the representation, or do you not want the representation? It's either or. You're like, take it or leave it, man. Which one do you want? People get too complaining, I think. Right, Mayo? Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. Are you, are you offended, Mayo, by the white phosphorus? Nope, not in the least bit. Okay, good. And if I was offended by it, I just wouldn't play the game. Yeah, we vote <laughs> with our wallets, right? right? When it comes to any kind of, yeah. you know... I mean, if it's a game and it has something I do not like in it, or an aspect I do not like, then I'm not going to buy it. I mean, it's just that easy. Yeah. And it's out of my life. I don't have to worry about it from that point on. You know, yeah. I'm not going to sit there and see it. If it's something I don't want to see... And I don't buy it. I don't have to see it. Yeah, it's, it's that easy, you, you know. So, but you don't have to force a whole developer to change their fucking game or whatever. You know what I mean? Just think yeah. about that. Think if somebody made a game. If somebody made a game that was just depicting like, uh, I don't know, fucking take something crazy, like something really bad. Something you can find on Steam. Yeah, something you can find <laughs> on Steam, and it was really violent or whatever. Are you gonna make that person take that because you don't agree with it? Like maybe it's what they wanted to do is what they wanted to fucking put out there, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And just know. to and just to finish my point for the for the audience listeners is that you know you guys were like, well, why are you listening to that? <laughs> you know, like you're getting offended by listening to them. I'm like, no, you're actually right. You know, 
kind of it's kind of my fault for listening to that and yeah yeah that's why i told you i was like i don't listen to that specific podcast because i know that i don't agree with their views you know what i mean as much as i respect them as being podcasters or whatever it's cool you got your opinions i got mine and I don't agree with yours, so I'm not Right, they're probably not it. listening to ours either, so... Yeah, they're the uh, type of people that wouldn't listen to our podcast, because they would yeah. get offended by us, because we say too much shit. Because Gunny's very offensive. Oh, super offensive, Gunny. Tired of your <laughs> shit, Gunny. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, hey, and, you know, and, and maybe I'm sure people out there are going, you know, you just don't understand where they're coming from and fully understand it, so... No, and that's true, and I don't. Um, but I'm, I don't... I hope I'm not being insensitive... That the uh, so insensitive, Gunny. I you know just like I'm just I just wants to be explained to me. You know it's like like what is it? Come on. Um, Next question. uh, But as far as like games, favorite this year, I mean yeah, Borderlands Three is up there. Call of Duty must probably going to be my favorite game this year. I know, like Call of Duty, maybe Star Wars. Depends how good that Star Wars game is. Yeah, that one's gonna take some play time and get in there real quick and. Because that comes out, what, mid-November? Yeah. yeah so we only have about a month cool. and a half on it. I mean, the campaign is probably pretty quick, though. Yeah. But it's a single-player game, right? So it, yeah, it's not going to have a short campaign. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. have a multiplayer, though, is it? No, I don't think so. So right. I think this is a single-player only game, so this right. could, it could be a long campaign. It could be a 25-hour 20 hour, 25 campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of good Star Wars content. That would be fucking good as fuck. Fuck, yeah. Oh man! Oh man! I'm hyped! I'm hyped! Oh yeah! Don't forget that. All right, guys. Speed. <laughs> next one from Bill Gardner. Our next question from him. If he's asking if anybody has played that Untitled Goose game, he said it's really cool, kind of like a goat simulator, but you're a goose being an asshole. No, I haven't. I've seen it, and um, it looks okay. I mean, it looks like a fun game to play for like an hour, and then you're never gonna want to play it again. It's on Game Pass. I don't know if it's on the Xbox beta for you guys, but... Or, it's on Game Pass? I believe so. I downloaded it. I, Maybe I Ryan bought it. it. Yeah, I think Ryan must have bought it. I think <clears> it's on the Windows Store, but I don't think it's... How much is it? Oh, you know what? It could have been a free you know, trial I know. that I downloaded. Epic game, it's right? It's <laughs> Epic Store for $15 right now. <gasps> Normal price of 20 and I, I wonder if this game's getting that. some hate. I wonder if it's getting some hate right now because... It, it is advertised on Steam, and it says coming soon, but it doesn't say when. And so there's, this is more of this advertising it on Steam, and it's being released an Epic thing. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You can book like this. You can put it on your wish list, but you It is on my it. wish list, actually. But <laughs> I, do, I actually did reach out to the publisher or the developer on this one, actually, and see if we can try and get a review code of it. But um, I do want to play it. It actually looks pretty entertaining to me. Untitled Goose Game. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. And uh, just a side note, everything is free on the Epic Store. Everything is free, guys. <laughs> yeah, do you guys like that article I posted? Did you, I, can I saw the Twitter thing and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, there was a news article once like, Epic takes the battle to Steam and puts everything for free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's totally <laughs> not clickbait. <laughs> yeah. Super clickbait right there. You motherfuckers. Yeah. So go get everything, guys, for free sure. on Epic. Um, next one from Bill Gardner. He said, will we ever see the end of these Activision anti-consumer deals like we talked about today? 
He said, I like what I played and want to play the campaign, but I think I'm just going to wait and buy it used so I don't support this kind of bullshit. And maybe he's right in waiting there. Like, I know Jesus, you're super hyped for Call of Duty, but but we haven't seen a paywall on this yet. And I don't know if you remember the last Call of Duty, and I thought it was kind of funny when the Call of Duty came out and then all the reviews of the game came out. And then the store. Then they released the paywall. Yeah, then they come out with a store and had all this, you know, like cosmetics and loot crate type stuff. I I can't remember what. They, they so what that, prevents them from doing it this time? And what prevents them from saying, we have this ultra-realistic-looking mode now, and all of a sudden now we have a store where you have pink guns and, Ooh, and yeah. stuff like that. How much does that hurt the game? Well, that, actually on Reddit, it's funny enough, right now on the show, during the show, I went to Reddit to look at the ultra-toxic dark comments. We were reading the mm. article. Ultra-toxic. And actually, on, on the Reddit, I saw a post saying that Hey, Activision, us Call of Duty players don't want no pussy-ass, colorful guns and stupid-ass camo for our weapons. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it said on the, one of the posts, and everyone was liking it and upvoting it. And there was another one that said, hey, Call of Duty, we just want plain guns, like P-L-A-I-N, as like plain gun camos for our guns and stuff. We don't want crazy-looking camos. And there's like another one, like right underneath it, it said like, it's just Activision is like, we got you, fam. And it shows like a like a gun, like a barrel of a gun, but it has like an airplane on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like we asked for plain guns and they fucking put a plane on our guns. <laughs> and it's just dumb shit like that. So people are trolling Activision right now, making sure that Activision listens. And Activision has actually come out and said that they're looking at their... Uh, their content that they're going to release for the game, they, they don't plan to release anything crazy, but you never know. I mean, they're probably... You know, you... Fucking I tell you this, that, you know, whether it be Activision or EA, you know, they can see these comments and react to them in a funny way and stuff, like... But they're also looking at those numbers that where people did download, you know, these these transactions to get yeah. these purple and pink guns. And there's already know? been, like, uh, people... There's money found... in it, baby, I'm telling you. People already there's found that there's night. gonna be loot crates in this next Call of Duty. They're gonna be in there, like they found him in the data mining or whatever. Yeah. So, we'll see. Right, and we saw this with with EA. I think it was Star Wars Battlefront Two, um, or whatever. It might have been Battlefront Two where they even said like, "Hey, so when this next game comes out, we're just not gonna have all these." you know, microtransactions and things all up front. We will have them after the reviews have gone up and the game is out, right? Yeah. Very blatant, but it was still like, you know, you can definitely make that day one purchase and, you know, we're just not going to throw them at you day one. Definitely. Uh, yeah. It was, I mean, I, I got to commend them for their honesty and uh, transparency. So, all right. Our next question from Brian Tull. He says, you guys were talking about the resale of games last week and that and that people, if they sold them, would have to give Steam, a developer, a kickback for doing so. Uh, he said he's sorry, but I don't think paying an automaker, you know, a kickback when you sell a car again. He wants to know if he's off point and what our thoughts are on this. Probably say no. regarding Steam, you know, with their... He's not, but at the same time, you're not using your own storefront to resell that game. You're using Steam to resell that game. 
when you yeah, buy a car, it's kind of like taking your car to the car dealership yeah. and selling it at the car dealership, and yeah, you yeah, get the yeah. money. It's exactly like if we couldn't sell cars privately, like if we were forced to sell yeah. cars through the car dealerships, dealership, yeah. you would probably have to pay the car dealership some kind of fee or something to sell that car at their dealership. You know what I mean? That's the way I look at it. Mail got it completely right. Well, and like I said too, Brian, where if they try to keep it simple, you know, and if this court thing goes back, then they have to sell it back to them at market value. Am I correct on that, guys? It would have to be a. It wouldn't be at sixty bucks. Six years later, it would be whatever the market value of that game is. Well, I'm guessing you would be able to sell it used for whatever price you wanted to put on it. Yeah. Is Yes, is like, like I said, that's how Steam does it now with all their uh, their cards and say like on uh, Counter Strike, um, you can get exclusive guns and stuff on there. Once you get that gun in your inventory, it's like a gun skin. You can sell that at any time you want. And you can sell that for any amount you want. Then you can see a chart. They has it right there in the, the auction house where you sell your stuff. How much it goes for. So you can look at that and you're going to determine how much you want to put it up for sale for. If you have no value and you see that thing is going, and I say no value, if you don't care about it and you see it's going for $400, you could put it on there for $5 if you want. And yeah, you're, you're getting you get to sell it in two seconds and you're going to get $5. But you could also put it in there for 350 and probably sell it for 350 and even Steam has a thing actually set up. If, if there's an item you want on Steam, it's an in-game item like for a Counter-Strike or something like that, you can kind of add it to your wish list and see how much you're willing to pay for it. And Steam will automatically purchase it for you as soon as it comes available for that price. So, like, you can say, like, I want to buy this certain gun skin or, certain, say, in this case, a game. Say, I want to buy the Dead Cells and I want to buy it used but I don't want to pay any more than $5 for it. So as soon as somebody sells it for $5, Steam automatically buys it and puts it in my library. Because like, I said I want to pay $5, and you pretty much upfront that $5 and say mm-hmm. whenever it's whenever it comes on sale for $5, Steam will instantly buy it. But it's up, it would be probably be up to us, and then Steam would just charge a transaction fee for swapping the key and stuff like that, that license to the new account, and they would probably charge... I'm guessing 10% if I had a guess team. So that's why, Brian, we would be paying a developer Steam a kickback. Yeah, if it's a market, if it's a auction house style type thing. Because you have to. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's like going to an auction with the car. You know what I mean? You buy a car in an auction, the person selling the car at the auction pays the auction house a fee for having their car there. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see Steam possibly agreeing to something like that, but not like, okay, I need to sell it to, I need to sell my game to the Mayo, this brand new game I got, you know, or whatever it might be for five dollars, you know, so there could be anything really, yeah, you know, cr- too crazy as far as like trying to gain ahead or trick the system, you know. Yeah. Well, then it comes into okay, I'll send you real cash and then give me the game for five dollars on Steam too. So where does that? become a problem you know yeah since since we're friends i'll paypal you 35 gunny and you sell me the game for five there you go and yeah. people are selling it for 40 or 50 on steam you know you got to watch for that too i guess right it's like an ebay thing i don't know it's weird mm. um all right next question from jonathan arcelo mr nipron wants to know what's your first game you ever played with your parents or grandparents the first game 
Uh, Zelda, A Link to the Past. <laughs> Super Nintendo Entertainment System. With my mom. She helped me beat it. Yeah. Yeah. That and I remember after that we, we played a lot of Donkey Kong Country and shit like that. I don't think my parents ever touched a video game. Really? Or my ever? Ever. Not even like Pong or anything like that? Maybe maybe a phone game like my mom now. Maybe played a phone game, you know, type like a slots type game or something like that on her phone. <laughs> but but yeah, no. Even even back in the Atari days, we, we had an Atari, but yeah. my brother and my sister would we would play together. But not not my parents. You know, I'm just I'm thinking back to uh Probably, I remember Dad bringing home Pong. You know, me and my sister playing that. But, and I'm sure I probably have sat down and played that with my dad. But Mom was never in any kind of video games. But I do remember going to the arcade, and you know, and we would go to the movies, right? But you have to go to the arcade first, right? Before you, you know, go into the movie and uh, playing like a, you know, like a racing game where it's either got two or four wheels. Uh, I can't remember the, the name of the game. Specifically, but yeah. those were good times, you know. I'm like, Dad, I'm really good at this game. Watch, you know. I'm gonna kick your ass in this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those were fun. All right, next one from Jonathan Hall. He said, "With the news of Nintendo theme park opening up in Japan, what console theme park would you like to see in the states? And what game themed rides would you hope to see opening day?" You know what? I thought about this. And I'm gonna have to say we have to stick American, bro. Microsoft's Xbox theme park. Mm, I'm right there with you. Fuck yeah, America, motherfucker! We're gonna have Halo all ride. the Xbox and Monster Energy drinks and fucking Red Bulls everywhere and Rockstar drinks and, and Slim Jims and Doritos and Mountain Dews. And oh, what a day! That it's would gonna be. be an Xbox roller coaster that, that does like it goes like a loop de loop, but it does the Xbox logo as, as the fucking loops. It has the Xbox logo as a big fucking loop. Fuck yeah, motherfucker. Xbox. Mm. You know, whoever yeah, wins Good. I was going to say, whoever wins the contest gets to spend the day with Master Chief and walk around the park. No, you get to see Master Chief walking around the park. Him and the Covenant are walking around the park. <laughs> and the Gears, yeah. And the Gears 5 people walk around the park and you can get their autographs and take pictures with them. It's like Disneyland, but Xbox land, motherfucker. Yeah. They hired a bunch of ex-football players to walk around the Lucky's park. Lucky's Tales walking around. <laughs> Lucky's Tales. And who else do they have walking around the park? <laughs> yeah, they got a bunch of ex-football players playing the Gears people walking around the park. And, uh, yeah, they got Master Chief, like a really tall guy playing Master Chief walking around yep. the park. Got a hot girl painted in blue walking around Cortana. Yeah. They don't even need a hot girl. Ride. They could just put holograms or shit around here on the park. I think my ride would be, uh, since Microsoft now owns it, it would be uh, a Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice oh, ride. It'd be like a boat ride. Like you know, you get in the boat. All crazy it, and it's a beginning that has all the like the dead bodies that are oh, hanging from the trees shit. and stuff. And it would have voices like whispering toward you, like it, coming out of the boat and stuff. Hands coming out of the water and shit. Oh, my God. That sounds brutal. Fuck. Yes. Yes. Let's do this. Yeah, I want to do like a. I was watching the State of Decay, oh, too. It's still Decay Fest this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Blaze is still doing that, but there are other streamers involved in this, and I thought, man, that would be cool. Like play some kind of VR with some State of Decay. 
State of Decay. What if they Zombies. have the State of Decay experience in the yes. theme park? You can be inside the State of Decay and you have to survive. Like they send you and like a, a group of 10 people into like this like area of the park that looks like a bunch of abandoned houses. And go kill plank hearts. Not even that, but your goal is to like get to the extraction point where like the military is at and you have to evacuate. But how do you get there past all the zombies? Who knows? Survive. They have a survive. They have a little helicopter. They come and get you yeah, to get yeah, a helicopter, helicopter ride on the way out. Jump and get on the rope and go up. To, yeah, fuck yeah, motherfucker. Why not? They do it. They do it at like fairs and stuff, right? Where you see like the the helicopter rides where they take you around the fairgrounds yeah, in that area and stuff like that. They could just have their own helicopter and you got to survive to the middle and you have all these people in costume and zombies and they try to get you and you have to get to the helicopter. That is so fucking cool, man. We got hey, some forget- cool ideas for a theme park. It would be a really expensive theme park, but I think it would be really fucking cool. But look, too, yeah, also, Ohio. instead of, like, In uh, like, like go-karts, guys, <laughs> this will be the Forza Oh, the ride. Forza experience? Got a bunch of Lamborghinis and shit? You'll be in a Banshee. I'll be in, like, a Bugatti. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> we got- well, you guys have seen those... Uh, those- what is it like exotic car experiences where you could take a like a Lamborghini on a racetrack or something yeah. like that? So you could just have one of those on the, the edge Forza of the theme park. Experience. Yeah, it's called the Forza Experience. Everything's an experience in our park. <laughs> the Syndicate <laughs> Experience, the Forza Experience. We're gonna have a Gears of War experience. We're gonna have a real chainsaw gun, and you get to chainsaw shit. That's all you do all day, the whole time. That ride, just chainsaw everything. <laughs> Must be twenty one or over to yeah. to this ride. <laughs> what kind of drinks and food is our park gonna have? I got they told you, man. Doritos, Slim Jims, Rock Stars, Monsters, Red Bulls, Mountain Dew. All, all the good need. stuff. But we're not gonna have a sit down restaurant like Disney and stuff? Mm, no, it'll just need? be nachos on the go, man. Is there any food related <laughs> games that are yourself? <laughs> <laughs> like real food? Pop no. <laughs> No. Is there any food? Yeah, you're right. Is there any food related games? I think the Doritos game that ever—that's the only game that I've seen come out on the Xbox. That's that was a, a good game. Food related game was that Doritos yeah. game. All I'm saying is that we would have a really badass theme park. America, I call fuck it Dorito Runner. And if you are a Sony pony, you don't get access. I think it would be a cool park. I know why. Yeah, it would. Fuck yeah. And, like, the badges they give you to get in will have your gamer tag on it and shit. Give you, like, gamer score as you ride the rides in the park. Like, if you yeah. ride the roller coaster two times, you get double gamer score. Dun, dun, dun. And we got our third-party developers over here, Call of Duty, so yeah. earn ex- double XP over here. Yeah, going to say double XP for doing the event. <laughs> yeah. the, Call of Duty, the Call of Duty experience. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, experience. you know how also they have those... Uh, it, it's more of an old school type style thing, but they have those like theaters you'd be able to go into, and it would just be like a play, like a Gears of War play, Gears of War or a Halo play. play. <laughs> a little old school, but why yeah, not? Should have know? a Halo play? That'd be funny. <laughs> you could have the uh, the Xbox Game Pass Fast Pass if you don't want to wait in line for your rides. This is the ultimate Fast Pass. Jeez, pay the hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> That's, that's a bad, I like your plans, Mayo. This is good thinking here, brother. Mm, yeah. Fuck yeah. The Xbox Game Pass Fast Pass. That's makes sense. Say that ten times fast. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You like our theme park ideas? I like them. We just need the funds, people. We need all the monies to be able to do this. 
Somebody fund us $50 million. Phil Spencer, hit me up, bro. I've got ideas. <laughs> we got something going down big in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna and since we have Seattle. the number one theme park here, like I said at the beginning of the show, here at Cedar Point, and then we have the number one zoo, we're going to put it right between them. Oh, yeah. The number one Xbox park. <laughs> yeah. Xbox land. I like it. We're going to mar- market that right now. Yeah, Trademark. I just realized we're number one because we have nothing better to do here in Ohio. <laughs> <Zoo>. <laughs> and parks. Theme parks and zoos. <laughs> All right, guys, we got our next question. This is from Mom's Basement. This is from Shiloh Jocelyn. He wants to know who wants our mustache ride. Excuse me? A hmm? mustache ride. Is that like a theme or like a style? Um. Confused. I don't know. Maybe Shallow's got a mustache. Um, Possibly. Awkward. Yes. Has he has he been talking to Imes? I think, I think he, he has, but they must be friends. Something. I don't. I don't know what's going on here, guys. I don't know these people. He's a Facebook streamer. Um, <laughs> good one, Shiloh. I'll see you on tomorrow. Oh. He's streaming some more Batman, possibly. Okay. Um, next one from Brian Tulp. He says, how, how can Gunny sell the Jeep? He wants to know how I can sell my Jeep to get something new because I had put on Facebook today that I'm going to sell it. I'm going to get me the rent. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Gladiator. The new Gladiator. I always want to call it the Warrior. The new Gladiator. The Warrior right? would sound better for that car. I agree. I'm with you on that. It would sound better for that truck. The Warrior. I want to put that on the side of the bigger. Jeep. That's what I'll put. Do it. All right, he wants to know how I can get something new when I gave it away on the show so many times. Yeah, what have you done? We, get, we have given your Jeep away a lot of times on the show. Yeah, it's been a few, at least a few times. At least five times, I would say. Your Jeep has been given away on the show. <laughs> so what should I get? What kind of... one raids and stuff like that. That's what voided your warranty. That's what hurt it when we drove it out there to Nevada. We probably got some sand in the transmission. You fucked it up, Gunny. Shouldn't have jumped it like you did. Yeah, that probably fucked my transmission pretty good. <laughs> so what, what should my next vehicle be? I think that's his question as well. I'm thinking you should you know, gonna embrace your oldness and just get a Buick. An old Buick. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those, just an automatic, like, clunk, 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 clunk. Okay, it's in drive. Just go get a, go, and let's look, look at some Buicks, Gunny. Let's, let's look at some Buicks for you here. Let's, let's go Who is the, the Skylark? Who made that Skylark? That's Buick. That is Buick. Yeah, Gunny, I remember see, those. Gunny wants to embrace this inner Buick here. Uh, I mean, Gunny, some luxury vehicles. You can get yourself a nice... They this. have a little convertible Buick. We got a convertible Buick for you, Gunny. People like you that are old, that feel young. The Cascada is the new one here. Starting at 33070 As shown, is 37000 So, I mean, not bad, Gunny. Look at that. I'm you can get um, hard, hard top. I think they made car. a new uh, a remake of the Regal. Oh, oh yeah! Oh my, that's nice. The Regal GS and the Regal Sportsback. See, you get a sports version. Oh my! <laughs> or the Regal Avenir. That's the fancy one, I think. <laughs> Come on, Gunny! You got the Buicks here. You gotta really embrace this here, Gunny. Buicks? I don't know. What's wrong with like the new Mustang or something, man? Or just... <laughs> Am I really that old, old and green, Gunny, Gunny needs one of the new... Uh, I think they're coming out with a Volkswagen bus. <laughs> I could see him driving one of those. 
What about the new Chevy Tra- Chevy Blazer? I think ooh, they're ooh. those are pretty nice, huh? Yeah, I don't like the looks. Of I'm those. just not that tough, am I? I'm probably <laughs> really need a. They're trying to make that look like a Camaro. Oh, on the front. I see the new bus, Mayo. It's an all-electric vehicle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be perfectly living out in California. Gunny, there you go, Gunny. This fits the California lifestyle of zero emissions. It's a is it like metallic paint? Is that the color? Well, no, like they have two colors here, like uh, orange and yellow. But like, So like it's nice. a yellow on the sides and the bottom, but the top is like a silver, metallic silver, and it's electric. So it has like the, like the electric looking lines, like a Tesla and shit. Could I put and a two and a half logo, inch lift on it? Your logo, the V-Dub logo, lights up in the front. I want some 25, some 24 I mean, rims, 24. If you want to, I mean. I'm going to pimp it out. This is what's called the Micro Boost. Volkswagen, starting at 70,000, Gunny. I mean, you might as well just go with the Buick at this point. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> go back to the Buick. This is too much. <laughs> in my price range. Just starting at 70,000. This is fucking way too much for a van. Even I will not let you do this, Gunny. Gunny, no, you cannot do that, Gunny. Go. We're going back to the Buicks. Yeah. And Gunny, you're going to just embrace Buy it. Buy two Buicks for $70,000. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you could buy yourself two Buicks, Gunny. Just wait for those prices to go down. Mm, yeah. Because even looking at those Gladiators, those were just, those were 62. Those were, yeah, unbelievably expensive. For those trucks? Yeah, but okay, but I think the one that we looked at was like Fuck. it was raised up a couple inches. It had a few extra doodads to it. Not that I, we I ever considered it, but it was still nice to. Oh, uh, the one you were looking at was probably loaded because I'm looking at some right now that say starting yeah. at thirty three thousand. So that's like a base model of thirty three thousand. Yeah, but the, you got to remember they make the Rubicon version and then yeah, add on bells oh, and whistles. So, oh, let's look at the Rubicon. The Rubicon starts at forty three thousand, Gunny. Come on now. That's about right because I think we paid forty two for ours brand new. Forty one. Something like that. Oh, the Overland version. Oh my. Guys, we're looking at cars for Gunny here and, and I'm I'm saying he should go with the Buick. Mayo told him to go for a Volkswagen bus, but that's, that's <laughs> fucking insane. I get nothing nice, do I? Oh man. <laughs> I heard a name in like Mustang. Gunny nope. wants a Jeep like he's 20 years old. I mean, I don't know, Gunny. What are you thinking? I want to relive my youth. <laughs> okay, Gunny. All right. We'll let you do you that. You guys are over there going, it's time for a Mini Cooper. No. <laughs> Pretty much, nah. Gunny. Don't you just use this? Maybe a smart car? Do you want a smart car? What's that? What's that car? Uh, is it the, the, the Barth or whatever I call it? The Barf? The it's more another one of those European like little smart car style things. Yeah, yeah, you got this little like mini smart car here. Was it like Peugeot? Remember those? Yeah. Yeah, you can have one of the little two door ones. Yeah. Not too big, not too small, just right. Just you know, enough right? to get groceries in and drop the kid off. Find a dealer, Gunny. Get a quote. All right, going with the Tesla. All right, it's electric. You get the coupe. <laughs> better holic <laughs> better holic has a question guys okay. better holic wants to know this is on discord he said i would love to see a rebastered version of rainbow six vegas wow is there too. is there any old games that you would love to see remastered oh my gosh do i love this question better holic because rainbow six vegas 2 i've been oh, thinking about it yeah. this week i think he read my mind he must be a mind reader this game is so good dude 
I think number one, I came to, I came into that later after Vegas Two, and was like, oh, there was a first one, well, and I either downloaded it on one, Xbox Three Sixty or like a demo of it or something. I was like, yeah. yeah, this one's not that great, but unlike Vegas Two, which had more maps and was a little more flushed out, that uh, that was co-op and versus mode. You know, that kind of set the ground for me as playing anything like, uh, like you know, like Wildlands. Or... That game was so cool, man. You get to stack up on doors and shit. I love the whole stacking up thing. Stack and that's what up. we, when, you know, the end of the lifestyle of the last gen was, oh, we're going to get something similar to this, but it'll just be updated graphics with better maps. I was so hoping that, dude, for Rainbow Six Siege, and it didn't fucking pan out. Well, wasn't that because everyone was complaining that it was like a to like promoting terrorism or some shit wasn't that what the whole thing yeah was? it was a bad time like people were <laughs> yeah oh my gosh you know showing some getting... executive in wall street getting fucking thrown out of a window or some shit is that what they showed <laughs> so it was like you shouldn't yeah, probably, probably shouldn't release this shit <laughs> i just thought it was weird that people were triggered over that that yeah. this game looks violent you know that yes, was the whole thing should... about that game they changed it completely remember they were like oh no that thing we showed you last year yeah, we've canceled that now, guys. We're making a different game. I remember that now. Yeah, you guys can't have violent video games, and then they were like, all right, fine. Yeah. But, mm. um, yeah, definitely it would be that game. I thought about it this week, actually. What about you, Mayo? Anything as far as, like, it doesn't have to be a shooter. Yeah, no, I was trying to think of something that would jump out, and I would want to go back more old school. Um, I, th- I think there, there's an old game, and this would probably get boring real quick being remade, but I'd like to see a new graphic version. There's an old Atari game called River Raid. I really enjoyed it. It was like literally you were just like a little ship, or you had a little airplane, and you had to follow along the river, and it would split, and you had to choose which way to go, and you had little gas tanks you had to run over to keep your plane going, and you had to shoot little things in the water. But like a remake of something like that, even though it's real simple, or the old game... It's also like an old game called Tiger Heli on on the Nintendo. It's like this little top-down shooter game. You just don't see much of those anymore. Yeah, good stuff. You know, another really good one I was thinking about was, I remember it being on the NES. I completely forgot the name of it, but it was almost like that Rambo game. They had a console or a uh, stand-up version, too, at the arcades, where it was two-player, and it I think it had that turn knob... But I could be wrong, and it was just really that top-down uh, co-op shooter. I guess I had another thought, too. It had to be like a straight-up remake, though. But Mike Tyson's Punch-Out in VR. So we could actually fight King Hippo and stuff in VR. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, that would be nice. VR Damn, I mean, probably lots of... New hand tech would be legit. Yeah, there's a new, uh, I keep wanting to pick it up. They have a new, uh, oh, what's the boxing game from the newest, uh, Rocky movie? Um, Creed. There's a, there's a VR boxing game yeah. that looks pretty good. I keep thinking about picking up. I'm thinking that game was called Commando. I was thinking about, uh, I, again, I was just thinking it was on NES or hell, be. did I even play it back on PlayStation 1? Um, I think that's an NES game. Yeah, so good. I was so good playing that co-op with uh, my brother. Yep. Anything else, guys? I think that's the end of our question segment. 
No, sir. Oh, I'll check Discord to make sure there's no late questions coming in. Check Discord real quick. Checking while while Mel's checking Discord, people. While Mel's going ahead and do that, I must I remind you, head on over to Stitcher. Stitcher.com forward slash sign up or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> and use promo code Horrible Gamers to get yourself a free month. That's right. You see, you just pick like you want to do a weekly or a monthly or a yearly trial thing. You pick whichever one. It'll add a free month on top of that. So if you sign up for a week trial, use our promo code Horrible Gamers. You get a week and a month for free. If you want to do a year, then you get a month. For free. In a week. A month, a month and a month, right? I thought it was a month and a week. Get a month for free if you do the if you do the sign up when you sign up if you do the uh, the sign up for a year. All right, so there you go, thirteen months. months. Yeah, so you get thirteen months for the price of twelve, or you get a week and a month for free. So there you go. Good deal. Good fucking deal. Promo code Horrible Gamers. Don't forget it. Share it with your friends, with your family, everyone. Get a free month of Stitcher Premium and enjoy an ad-free listening experience and shows exclusive to Stitcher Premium, such as My Favorite Murder and Wolverine The Lost Trail and Science Rules with Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah! Woo! You can find me on... Epic Store, Jesus walks out, playing some Borderlands on... I want to say Steam, but I haven't really been on Steam Mail since you just, I lost the mail pass. I haven't even launched Steam. Yeah, let's let's set that up tonight before I jump off for the night. Oh, I'm sad now. I have nothing to do on Steam anymore. Yeah, yeah let's let's set that back up. That I way used you to have... go to Steam to just look at all the games you owned, and then I would log out. Now I don't even do that. You know what I did, Jesus? What? I, uh, I actually forgot earlier this week, I actually went into my steam oh, and i so i don't know what happened with my like my paypal but either way i deleted that off of there and then just went back and added it on again it must be like a safety feature or security feature with steam mm-hmm. or with a uh, paypal but either way i did buy the riffs dlc from frostpunk went did in you play it? i did i actually no but i didn't play the dlc i went in and I thought, okay, I'm going to play that DLC. I ended up starting a game and just casually played with... I love the fact that they've got the three sliders with, as far as difficulty goes, with yeah. people's needs, resources, and I forgot the other one off the Is top of my head. max or something, or all easy? Or no, I think I put people's needs as in easy, so okay. I wouldn't see as many notifications, so but I still got... I, I feel like, yeah, I wasn't as bugged as much, and then, but then I thought about, as I went through and I played it, I feel like I should have put it back, because it it didn't lead me to go into, uh, it was, uh, gosh, the Book of Laws, yeah. right? Where, no, I kind of want that to be a part of the game. Yeah, so either uh, way, yeah, like, like, I feel like if I ever fuck with that, like, I feel like it's too easy, like, I want to have to make hard decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's it, always times in that game where I feel like like playing it that I want the faith route. Because I'm like, I want to give people hope. I want to give them faith. But then, like, I think to myself, what if I give them too much power? What if the faith, like, 
what if they start listening to the religious leaders more than me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's what I start work thinking too. of. Like, I think it reminds me of the Game of Thrones. Remember how the queen brought back that one dude with, like, the septum and the seven or whatever, the god? The, remember the crazy dude in season seven or whatever, season six? The religious guy that made the queen walk naked, the walk of shame yeah. for Game of Thrones? Right. that was powerful. Yeah, because he was powerful, so he made the queen walk naked as a walk of shame down, like, mm. the main street. Yeah, that was crazy. Shame, and they fucking ring the bell. Like, I was thinking, okay, like, so maybe some religious leaders have too much power because they get too powerful. Everyone believes them or, or the leader leader. That's why I'm afraid to go the faith route because I'm like, why are these religious people get too powerful yeah see so i immediately immediately built the two churches i always go down the negative path, the book of laws fucking <laughs> putting up fences and guard towers and shit and fucking... but definitely my first my first uh, order of business was to allow safe jobs for kids and i'm 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 hovering over the one that allows children to do all jobs but i'm like no i think i'm still I've got morals, and I'm just not going to do that at this time because it's not needed. They need to go more jobs. What if people start dying? What if people get sick? Yeah, you know, I'm them? waiting. I do have two scouts up. I did send two scouts. That's currently where I'm at, where I play through my save, is that two scouts are currently going out. Yeah. Uh, my first one didn't bring back not much other than resources. Yeah. Uh, I did survive so the first storm, which was cool. I ran out of coal, but... Isn't that game insane how at the end of the game it tells you, like, hey, in, like, three weeks, the main, main storm is coming. Like, you must survive this. If you don't survive this, the game is over. And see, <laughs> and I've it never just tells you, completely done you never done that? Playthrough. It tells I've you never that, like, at the very the end, like, if you get, like, end. three months into the game or something, it'll tell you, like, hey, uh, yeah, like, because you find out the reason the other settlement failed, and, the, like, you find one survivor there, and she's like, something big happened. This crazy storm came. And no one believed us when we told them that it was coming. But it came, and no one believed us, and no one, no one listened. And they didn't prepare. You must prepare. And then it tells you, like, hey, you must prepare for this huge storm. Like, you got to have. And, like, when it does that, it tells you that all the people from this other settlement, like a 100 or something people, they're all migrating to your, to your like, heater. So you got to have space to accommodate, like, 150 new people. And that's yeah. that's like 150 new like beds, 150 new medical apps to like accommodate all these people that are coming in sick because they've been traveling, and all the little kids that can't work, and all the food, and you gotta like make hard decisions, dude. Like when they get there, it tells you like you can accept all of them, but half of them are sick, right? So half of them are dying. There's 50 of them, but 25 of them are dying and they're sick. And then you could be like, I want to accept healthy ones, but the sick ones must leave. And then the, the healthy people will get accepted, but the sick ones die outside and everyone's morale gets dropped. Cause like, it's a, what's the word I'm looking for, Jesus, where... Grim fucking game. <laughs> when you're looking at, you know, like just what you're talking about, yeah. and you can see these people walking around the, the fur, what's the, the, the power furnace? core? What is that? Yeah, the core. We'll just call it the furnace, right? It's yeah. the furnace that keeps everything warm. And it's, you've got housing for, no, so you don't have enough housing for these people. And let's just say it's 25, and you see them walking around this furniture, and it's just like, I don't want to say, it's just a, it's very intense. 
it's sad. You're like, holy shit. And what's more crazy is that when these people start rioting and, and like you have to pass these laws to like get the people under control. And, and sometimes you have to execute people because you're like, like I got to make an example of these guys. They're attacking my guards. Like, like if I don't kill this guy and I let him go with like a slap on the wrist, that goes to show I have no power. So you I know, must, I'm sure I must execute him. Why. So you execute him and then his family hates you and his kids hate you and everyone hates you. They think you're a piece of shit for executing people. And you're like, no, I did it for a fucking reason. You're trying to explain, but you can't. It sucks. The way this game plays out, it leaves a lot to the imagination. Oh, it does. Makes you make hard choices, dude. Trust me, I made some really hard decisions for that. My first playthrough that I beat the whole game... At the end, I was like, holy fuck. Because even the game tells you, like, you survived, but at what cost? And it, like, tells you, like, all the laws yeah. you passed. It's like, first, you let kids go to work. Second, you, like, you started, like, cutting people's hands off and shit that were, like, sick. Like, third, you forced kids to go to work at all jobs. Like, all jobs were allowed. Kids were allowed to work at every job. And it's like, you started adding soup to, to like, the rations instead of regular food. And like it tells you all I think the it was sawdust in the soup. I mean, literally, you, the, the <laughs> things that you did, it just makes you question yeah. your own morals. It, yeah. It's just... And at the end of, yeah, at the end of the game, it told me, like, like, at the end of the game, you had, like, 450 survivors, but, like, you turned away 200-something people because they were sick. And it's like, holy shit, I turned away that many people? <laughs> like, I, I thought I turned away 50. <laughs> it was, like, 200. Fuck! You know, and like, it makes me feel bad. It's like, holy shit, like, at what? And he tells you, like, at what cost? At what cost did you do all this? Yeah. Man, you gotta get this game. You gotta play it. Tom, I played it off uh, one of your accounts. I started it. It's probably not a male game. Um, I didn't enjoy the little bit I played, but I wanted to get into it more. I just kind of got away, like, we got busy, we started playing something else, and then... Yeah, it doesn't take long. It, I mean, oh, no, you can like speed the game hour. up. It, yeah. Three, four hours, you go through a whole playthrough, but if you're speeding it up, a lot of choices to be made, though. Those yeah, I mean, you can play it on normal mode and go, like, eight, nine, ten hours if you really wanted to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it did, but it does play a little slow, Anyways. even on normal. Anyway, yeah, where can we find you, Jesus? Jesus walks a lot on everything, except for PlayStation. Jesus walks a lot. All right. Man. You'll find me on those Steam machines and the Xbox Live. In the Epic Store, and you played all that stuff under Gunny Chief, one word. Gunny, you haven't on the played play PS4. You need to finish God of War. I know. I need. To, I was playing the, the beta. Yeah, I need to go back and actually play. Um, yeah, get back to what I really intended this console to be. But uh, find me on there on the PlayStation. HGP space Gunny. Where do we find you, Mayo? And you're going to find me everywhere as the Mayo one. And then you're going to find me on Discord as the Mayo. The Mayo. Keep it nice and short today for Mayo. Cadillac this week. Keep it, I'm going to add another one for Cadillacs. Uh, go ahead and find me <laughs> Apple Arcade. As Jesus walks along. <laughs> Woo! I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Gunny, what is good to say? Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Woo! We'll catch you on the next week's edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. We're out of here. Go to Stitcher, sign up for the premium promo code Horrible Gamers. Get a free month. Enjoy that shit.